Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. Feels like work. Shooting the shit for two hours, drinking beer and talking beer. What a wonderful experience. Can we not have the barf bucket near my mixing board? (laughs) I think everybody can read the book. I knew you were going to use this book as an excuse to quit doing this show. (laughs) Mrs. Bub, if you want, I can mail you the bub timer. Yeah, Newcastle. Especially in the can. Have you ever had it in the can? (laughs) No, I have not had it in the can. Then I sat closing my eyes and I concentrated really hard. Now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. Woo! Yeah! Buddy! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Ah, Jipper getting us started. Welcome back to The Session, everybody. It's good to be back in the studio. Yeah! Jipper's excited. I'm ready! stuff and things i've been locked inside my house all weekend yeah yeah you first time i've seen the light of day it's light just, of day brother he's just all excited because he was in hawaii wait oh he wasn't in hawaii. Oh, <laughs> that's very true though Doug. you uh you haven't left your house since you got home from work friday pretty much <laughs> pretty much do you do your shopping at safeway.com also they just deliver you do don't you <laughs> they don't even deliver they just put it on the porch yeah ah uh, Man, what are you gonna do? It's yeah. worse than I thought. Yeah, there's people out there. Well, I'm back in my Warcraft addiction. Yeah, I stopped for like three weeks. You did? Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm gonna cancel. Well, let me let me fuck around here a little let me bit. Go one more time. And I've just that's what I've been doing for like a week. A week that's a week sim- long session. Never oh, stop. That's exactly the symptoms of addiction. Where you go, well, one more time won't hurt. <laughs> Can't no, hurt me. I'll give it up and then you know, yeah, get right back. In. Next thing you know, you're lying in the gutter. I'm, I'm sure I'm gonna. Your ass I'll hurts. give it up right after this. One. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, at this next level, and then I'll stop. As soon as I make it to Mega Warlock, <laughs> whatever. Do you keep a bedpan by the uh, computer, JP? I, actually, I just have a window. I hang you out of like, the window. You feel like Cart- Cartman, how Cartman's mom like, you know, pushes a bedpan behind Yeah, him. that's a good one. Yeah. Ah, bathroom! <laughs> All right, we got a great show planned for you today. We got everybody in the studio except for the Beeve. She's yeah. a, I think she's out of town with uh, Sambo. That's why it's a good exciting show. Yeah. Maybe Sammy's getting something. Maybe. I think they're in the beaver for a ride. I think they're in. (laughs) (laughs) 
He's building a dam with the beaver. Uh, I think they're in Vegas this week. Uh, oh, that's right. Doing what? They oh, don't have money to gamble with. I know. I don't know. Well, God's Bevo does. God's in yeah. Vegas this weekend. <laughs> it's a God convention in <laughs> yeah. Vegas. God's yeah. in Vegas. Schumann played for Jesus this morning. I did. Uh-huh. Played a little bass for the Lord, Dad. He, the the Lord pays, slap, slap bass. The, the Lord, Lord is one of the best paying gigs in town. Yeah, Dude. it's what is it? Two hours of work. Kid gets like 150 bones for playing for the Lord. Oh, for the man. Lord, uh, the Lord. It's better than the bars. And the coffee's free too. Oh, and, <laughs> and which is yeah, good. But free beers. No, I, I spend my whole time out there playing bass, like looking Christ over the coffee. music, looking for church cleavage. You do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. You're like literally standing on the altar, looking for cleavage. <laughs> yes, sacrilegious. <laughs> That's why the altar's taller. <laughs> exactly. It's the same thing the priest is doing. Yeah, yeah. They knew way back no when reason. what to do with the altar. <laughs> priest comes and nudges you just before the sermon. Row three, four in. <laughs> Check out the wafers on that broad. <laughs> do you think she's a mother? <laughs> oh, oh, I'd man. like to host her. I'd like to baptize those things. Did your mom come watch you play? Yes. She goes to every gig you do. She even goes to the church when you play there? Yeah, she went to the church. It's pretty supportive. Yeah, yeah. It sucks that mom doesn't do that, huh, Justin? <laughs> <laughs> Did you see your mom's cleavage from the altar? Yeah, it was about it was average compared to the other chicks, I think. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, mom. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> they looked awesome, mom. Yeah, you looked Don't great, All right, good show plan for you today. We got Moon River Brewing Company on with us oh, today. Yeah. Uh, John Pinkerton, uh, he's the brewmaster, and Chris Lady is the uh, the brewer. I I did a little pre interview. I thought for sure it'd be Laddie. But it's lady. It's so, lady. Uh, JP, I Not leave that. The ball's in your court. Uh, <laughs> no, they're good guys, and they're brewing good beer over there, and we got a lot of good discussion we're going to have with them today. We're going to talk about something we've never uh, we've talked about in, in parts, but um, and a lot of questions have been asked about it, but today it's kind of an official topic. We're going to be t- uh, talking about uh, wort boiling science, and um, John and Chris are going to talk to us a little bit about um, you know whether or not we can overheat and overboil and um, how to get more efficiency, how, the best ways to do it. So a lot of wort uh, science is going to happen today. A lot of geeky stuff. Yeah. Which is great. We've, that, that is something, you're right, we've, we've touched on a couple times. But even homebrew lore, yeah. you know, it's always, you know, hot side aeration or scorching. You don't really talk about any other aspects it's of it. Just oil. don't do it. Yeah. We're going to talk about the whole thing today with these guys. We're also going to talk about calcium throughout the brew process. Oh. Uh, which is another thing, you know, we've talked about, you know, just vaguely, uh, calcium buildup on kettles, things like that, but we've not talked about, uh, you know, it, its purpose and, and what is happening throughout the brew process. We're going to be talking about that. And then we'll end with a little bit of yeast manipulation. Uh, it sounds like the guys at uh, uh, Moon River are doing some... Uh, interesting tweaking with their house yeast to make it fit several different beer styles. So they're going to talk to us a little bit about that, too. So really oh, a lot of information. Manipulators. Yeah. Yeah. Get your smart caps on. 888-401-BEER. That's the number you need if you want to ask these guys questions when we get them on. And you can also join JP in That's the chat me. room this That's week. That's me, guys. Just hit the chat now button, because the beef's not here, so JP's yeah. got you covered in the chat. JP's yeah. strapped on his vagina. Which I can tell you right now, uh, put on your thick skins if you're going to be in the chat room tonight. Uh, Take no prisoners. Well, they just tend to get rowdy when JP's back in there. I know how yeah. it goes. You know, Bevo gets them a little settled down, and then JP's back in there, and it's like all of a sudden it's World War Two in the in a, it's World of Warcraft, Warcraft Two in the chat room. I pick fights. Hey, film lab rat, boo, kitty fuck called you a dick. Yeah. <laughs> 
But I do want to, uh, you know, I, I periodically I have to say this. Be nice in there. You know, you're going to get some new users in there and some new listeners hanging out in the chat room. Make sure that they know the chat room is not just a place to have fun and mess around with each other, but it's a it's a good place to go to ask questions of our guests and get yeah. um, get messages right here to the studio. It's our direct link to the studio. And you don't want people to feel like they can't go in yeah. there. Don't and, abuse uh, the noob. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just, you know, it's, it can be intimidating, but a lot of people, you know, they want to go in there and be able to ask us questions. So keep it an open forum for that, and then have yourselves a good time and uh, do whatever uh, you do to JP. I don't care about whatever. that. Whatever. Do it to me. <laughs> whatever. On my face. Got Schumann sitting in to help out Shat today, because... Uh, and the Shat's out a little cold, huh? I'm hurting today, yeah. He's got the Shat flu. <laughs> <laughs> I made up a, a bowl of a warm water and Epsom salt, so whenever you need to soak your vagina in that, <laughs> you uh, let yeah. me know. Give me a half hour. Whatever you want to rinse out your vag, Shat, then uh, she's here yeah. to help. I, yeah. She has a four-point douche nozzle for you. Appreciate the love. So I'm excited because when we get to the announcements portion of the beginning of our show here, since uh, Shat's voice is hurting a little bit, Schumann is going to do our oh, announcements okay. today. Oh, so great. It's going to be a lot of fun. I, I am really excited, guys. And he's, and he's gonna do really you can do it professionally, too. Yeah. Do we hear a pro? Do we, have all the, do we have all the announcements like drawn out in picture form? Or? <laughs> I don't know. Shat said he prepared them for him, so I imagine that means yes. It's a bunch oh, of stick boy. figures uh, <laughs> describing our announcements. He so said I, I couldn't read it before, so I'm just going to go through the announcements. Okay. Should be, how hard could that be? It's That's, Right? Uh, Shat doesn't Shat do does anything. Yeah. <laughs> if Shat does it, then uh, come on. It's got to be. Well, it's probably all weird, crazy shorthand. <laughs> Shit only Chad can understand. Well, will use half a box of crayons. Yeah, but it's going to be two times that it's been milked down. and Yeah. It's going to be. Be interesting. Yeah. Okay. So Shu's helping out producing the show today. Assistant producer Schumann. Oh! Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Okay, can we call him ass? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In other words, apps. All right, a uh, couple of announcements I got for you guys today. Anybody been watching the BN Army blog lately over the last couple of weeks? Yeah, which, which one? Anybody? Tasty's been checking it out, right? Yeah. The only one in the room. No, I, I've read it, and it's BN. very nice. Yeah, which right. one? Which part? <laughs> I, I read about the one when you were in Hawaii. Yeah. Good. And we, and we weren't. And you weren't, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What am I, what, what's he doing there, and why am I not there? Yes. I got yelled at by somebody that I put in the blog. I had to take him out. Oh, oh! I, well, no, I, na- I can't. Really? I can't name anybody. But I don't want to be that. Now he was nice afterward. He just, uh, I just put up a picture I wasn't supposed to put up or something. You know. Uh-oh. Hey, I'm a. I am a journalist. <laughs> And I'm yeah, there. Well, to apparently, you back down a lot. You're there to journalize. To, yes. I'm there to journalize. And uh, hey, I, you know, you cross I was, your path. That's it. I like it. I only report on what I see. And uh, was anyway. it the one on the couch thing? I, I don't know what it was. <laughs> it just. Uh, <laughs> That's just, There's no faces involved. There's no face. That's what I... Th- uh, anyway, uh, the point here is Uh-oh. that... Uh, was there a donkey? <laughs> there was no don- not uh, any well, donkey. Any, no jinga either. Let's put it this way. There no used jingling. to be a donkey. <laughs> yeah, it got removed. Yeah. I, was, I, was, I had to Photoshop the donkey out. <laughs> I was surprised no jinga. No jinga. Well, it wasn't my home turf. You know, I was a visitor in a foreign land. You could have got started... <laughs> <laughs> you get a coach? Yeah. Yeah, bring Jenga to the natives. <laughs> well, the point here is is that I've been trying my best to add more content to the website and the BN Army blog, and um, you know, I've, I've been doing my best to get more up there. And over the last couple weeks, I've gotten, since SF Beer Week, I've been able to get some regular posts up there and some different reports. I did a three-part post about uh, our trip to Kona, if you want to check that out. And by our, I mean mine. Right. Uh, <laughs> I was going to correct you on that. Yeah. 
you know, I got a lot of shit in emails for that, and I, you know, I knew this would happen. I knew that the day that, that people felt you, you you used the bailout money to go to Coma, didn't you? <laughs> I got I used Obama's bailout money. I knew that the day that the BN appeared to have a modicum of success, that it that it, it it's like it's like following your favorite indie band, and then when they make it and they they're go on they and they go on tour, they're sellout, right? All of a sudden, it's yeah. like, oh, our donations must be doing really good if Justin's going to Hawaii. Yeah. You know, no, and no, sleeping he, on the floor in the mooched, room. Yeah, the, let me point out. He the, mooched off everybody he yeah. could have. The, the trip was sponsored by uh, the beautiful folks at White Labs uh, Yeast Company. I slept on a cot in one of their bedrooms. And I, I'm certainly not complaining. I just want you to know that, uh, yes, your donations are doing well. And no, they have not put us in such a place that I'm jumping on the private BN jet over to Kona so I can hang out at the brew fest. The well, how much, how much did the donkey cost? The donkey was cheap. Uh, they're very cheap in Kona. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I, picked, I picked coffee beans for my food. <laughs> you know, I, I did some farming. Don't worry, some migrant work. Yeah, don't don't worry, man. The uh, cold hot crash will never be called sellouts. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <All right. laughs> hmm, which way does he mean that? <laughs> In a good way. They have good integrity. Anyhow, uh, so there are there is a full report of the of the Kona Festival. It's really a good time, and, and those guys know how to throw throw a party. Um, uh, Doc, I think you you ought to go with me next year, and uh, even if you got to bring the old lady, you know, there's plenty for her to do on the island. Uh, and we'll head over to the festival. Yeah, it's, like lots of shopping. So it's fine. Don't worry about it. You'll be fine. No, lots of watching the kids while I'm gone drinking <laughs> beer. <laughs> yeah, sure. That always plays well. Well, yeah. No, it's a good time and a good festival. Uh, the the Kona Brewing Company uh, does does a great job putting it all together. It was very well organized. I got a lot of video up there, some different interviews with different brewers. Got to hang out with the Maui Brewing people, and uh, they're cool guys. Chat, you you know them from JBF. Yeah, Garrett's good yeah, guy. Garrett's, and, uh, Garrett's nice. They're a lot of fun. Uh, so just a lot of different activities that took place. I do encourage you guys if you're looking for a getaway slash beer festival, the kind that you can you know get the family out to or or just uh, take the guys and get away for a little while. It's really a good trip and uh, you'd be surprised at how affordable it is actually it's not one of these like uh, you're not going to a resort on Oahu Kona's a little bit different yeah, it's it not is. really the tourist island so it's a little cheaper uh, that way I like that one the best island it's you do great. like it the yeah, best best it's quieter it doesn't have the big city apparently some of the other ones like Oahu and Maui have got kind of a big city type of feel in yeah. different places especially Oahu this one's uh, it's pretty chill you know you're not going to find your white sand beaches but you're going to find plenty to do uh, lots of good golf, tell you that. Yeah, there's lots of things on that. Did you uh, meet the brewery from Hilo? Did you mean to ask if I beat Mike White on the golf course? <laughs> no, no. I oh, sorry. I, I already knew that. <laughs> I beat Mike White once, and he beat me once. Oh, really? So we're even. I beat him on the golf course, and he beat That's me off the golf course. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, what was the real uh, question? Uh, did you meet the brewers from Hilo? Uh, that's a mud, I uh, did not meet them, no. Um, I did have their beer uh, there, and it was good. It wasn't my favorite, but it was good. I drove the family over to Hilo because we want. I want to see the other side of the island. It's a long trip, mm-hmm. and, and you were on the dry side, which looks, yeah. like, looks like the moon. So I hear, yeah. And you get to the other side; it's all lush and green, and you know, rainy, a thousand mosquitoes and stuff like that. Oh, so sounds like a great trip. Uh, that part I didn't like so much. Waterfalls are cool, but uh, we get to the other side, and they have a, a cool zoo over there. And I go, well, they have a brewer over here, so I drive the family up there. I'm looking, and I'm looking. It's real. <clears throat> hard to find okay and i pull up i pretty much left the engine running it's raining the family's <laughs> inside i run inside just to see what's up mm-hmm. and it looks more like uh the industrial kind of thing and i go in there's a small shop with some t-shirts and a couple of 
well, jockey boxes up there. And Mama Sun comes out and she starts pouring me drinks. And I'm just, oh, yeah. I start talking to her. So I'm in there for about 20 minutes and I got about four or five bears in me by this time. Yeah. And I buy a t shirt and a hat, I think. And I'm, oh, yeah, I left the whole family in the car and the car's running. It's raining. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Oops. All right, that, that's the whole reason I went over there. And then we had to go to the zoo. Yeah. Then we had, then we had to do family shit. Yeah, pretty much. <clears throat> Yeah, it was a good time. So check out the BN Army blog and keep an eye on it because I'm doing a lot of posts and putting a lot of video up there. Last week we did some post show notes, uh, talking to in- interview all the cast here to uh, f- uh, see how they felt about how the show went. That might become a semi regular thing. We'll do it as much as possible. So keep an eye on the BN Army blog and you can subscribe to the RSS feed too if you want to make it easy on yourself or to just show up and wherever the hell that shows up when you sign up for those things. I don't or whatever. Know. I just make them available. I don't know what they do. Uh, more beer donation raffle. Yeah. Uh, uh, we're going to start it next week. I Great. thought we'd start it this week, but we're going to start it next week. I'm eyeballing a couple of different items. I'm mm. um, looking right now at possibly throwing a kettle in there. Maybe that'll be our, our next raffle. JP's kettle. Um, looking at some temp controllers. I might do a a, a, a tower with uh, some forward ceiling faucets, kind of a whole setup there with like a nice uh, tap tower, forward ceiling faucet. See what I can do. I'm looking at a couple of things. If you want to go onto the uh, the Brewing Network forum under the beer radio section, there's a there's a giveaway request thread there and you can post what you'd like to see us do for our more beer donation giveaways where every, every uh, month more beer uh, donates an item to us so that we can raffle it off to you guys. So it's a cool thing. You can subscribe and join the BN Army, and then you're automatically entered into the donation raffle. So if tickets, say, for this kettle coming up are 10 bucks a ticket, well, if you're a $2 subscriber, a recurring donator to the BN Army, then you're automatically entered. You already get a name in the hat, and then you can just buy additional tickets if you want to. So it's a good reason to sign up and uh, join the BN Army. Keeps us going. Keeps us alive. Uh, pays my fuel to Hawaii. Yeah, keeps us flying that jet to Hawaii. Uh, private jet. That private, that Lear jet. <laughs> That Doc and I like to oh, yeah. fly around in. Love them and lure them. So where was Magnum from? Magnum P.I. Which island? Mm, good question. Uh, I think it was on Oahu. He wasn't from Hawaii. He was on well, Oahu, though. What do you mean? You yeah. don't think he looked Hawaiian? Well, that sh- that well I mean, you know, Higgins didn't look Hawaiian mustache. either, but you know, I think he was from the those little nutter shorts that uh, they ran around in, real little. I wish I can't. I can't wait till nutters come back in style. Me neither. <laughs> you know, when we go running, everyone's got to wear nutters. That'd be great. Don't you think, Doc? I have a black eye. You probably still around. have a whole drawer full of nutters. I'm sure you do. Oh yeah. <laughs> Get rid of that shit away, dude. It's coming back. <laughs> Packed in mothballs. You know, with the white stripe down the side. <laughs> yeah, the OPs, man. And I it, had some OP nutters. And it kind of splits at the, at the bottom. Oh, yeah. Because when you're running and you flex that big muscle, when you don't want to rip your shorts. No. Yeah. But you, you still have... want them as short and tight as yeah, possible. The bigger the slip, yeah. the bigger man you are. That's right. Jack Tripper, I think, popularized the nutters on uh, Three's Company. <laughs> I think he was the first guy to really make those, those you know, work. We should, uh, we should figure out some pop culture... Uh, you know, I love the '70s or whatever. Yeah. Figure out who was the first one to really bring nutters out. That's a good question. All right, AHA memberships are also available through the store. There's an AHA logo right on our uh, homepage. There, you click on that, take it to the store. You can buy yourself a membership. It's good for you. It's good for us. Uh, you can also subscribe to Brew Your Own Magazine the same way. Uh, if you look at the bottom right of the homepage, you'll see a Brew Your Own Magazine logo. Click it, sign up, get yourself a nice subscription to that. <laughs> so. We got there, JP. So in the in the in the chat, they're all trying to figure out what the hell nutters are. Oh, they don't know what nutters are. Well, uh, what are they, this one dude's like, guess? what what the hell's a nutter? And Baloo is here, mm-hmm. of course. Baloo goes nutter butters, <laughs> <laughs> nut huggers. Yeah. Sometimes there's butter that in them. Fat load of a bastard. 
<laughs> instantly you think instantly it's like nutter butter. It's food. <laughs> it's food. I love that guy. Uh, I put him. Oh. We just did a recent episode of that other show. Isn't it yeah. Fluffernutters anyway? Oh, Fluffernutters. That's a big but East they were Coast uh, sandwich. Yeah. Remember Fluffernutters, Chat? Oh, yeah. You look like you Those had one too many Fluffernutters <laughs> yeah. when you were a kid. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fluffernutters have ran across this path a few times. You know you can't get fluff in Canada? Really? Yeah. Why is it Cousins in Montreal, they always They're like, all oh, upset. Bring fluff when you come. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not fluff. uh, fluff's not popular on the west. It's popular for cooking on the west coast. Like if you're doing fudge or something, you need you need fluff. But it's not a staple food like it is on the east coast. Oh, Everybody fluff, fluff is. You uh, fluff is it's marsh. It's melted cream. marshmallows. Marshmallow so it's, cream. It's yeah. It's called marshmallow fluff, and you spread that on the sandwich. Uh, you spread peanut butter, yeah. and then you spread fluff on top of it, and it's a fluff and nutter. I my I was a kid. My parents are from the Midwest, so uh, I used to have just the fluff sandwich, fluff yeah. and white bread. Yeah. Ooh. You see him, Shat? He no, knew not. when to stop eating fluff or <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe my parents let me eat that. Yeah. I, he's eating. It's probably what made you become a dentist. Your teeth were all fucked from the fluff all the time. Yeah, definitely. By the way, did you have Spam in Hawaii? I did not have Spam. Oh. Big, oh. I know. It's a staple food, right? I had a lot of Kailua pork. Uh, or maybe they just pronounce it Kailua pork. I don't Sounds know. Sounds a lot better. Uh, no, it's Kailua. It's is did I get that right? Kailua. Uh, to me, I will say this: Kailua pork is a lot like bacon. You can put it uh. on anything, and it makes it better. Uh. <laughs> and it, I don't care. That certainly describes bacon. Put yeah. it on. You could put it in your drink. You could put it on your omelet. You, they put it on nachos. They put it, you breakfast, could, lunch, dinner. You put Kailua pork on goddamn anything. On Kailua pork, <laughs> yes, and yeah. it makes and it will make Kailua pork better. That stuff sounds wonderful. Are you looking at pictures of nutters right there? Yeah, well, because they want to know what the hell they are in the chat room. So yeah, I sent them this nice Magnum picture and, of RC and Magnum in the with the heli and the. Isn't big, it TC? It is TC. You, You're right. You better get your Magnum trivia down. You know what? You, not to sound like a queer or nothing, <laughs> but he looks great in those nutters. No, but seriously, if, if you look here, Chad, you're closer than I, or you're as close as I. You can kind of see the bulge, and it's literally like a, a millimeter away from the bottom seam of the nutters. That's why they're called, they're called nutters. nutters because they're not, I know, but if I mean, you, if you move wow. in just the right way, you're guaranteed to have a nut fall out. Yeah. Oh, you mean like in here? We go. I've I seen it many little times. slips. <laughs> right, you have to. Oh, yeah, many times. <laughs> Like in that way? Say, hey, pal. Like, like in that way. That <laughs> oh, picture of Magnum right there where he's sitting down with one leg up. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. that's thoughtful, Magnum. You're sure to catch a nut. Yeah. That's why I loved... <laughs> catch a hot one. That's why I love nutters, man. I, I Listen, I got some saggy... Uh, never mind. Let's carry on with the... Uh, all right. You if you want look. updates on all this, all these uh, announcements we're giving you, you can sign up for our Twitter account, twitter.com slash brewing network. Uh, make sure I let you know what's happening. Trying to figure out how you guys want me to use Twitter, to be honest. Tasty asked me. That's a good question. You know, I don't want to bombard people with stupid messages like, now I'm going to the festival. Yeah. Now I'm go- Now I'm going to sleep. <laughs> now I'm having another beer. Now I'm ticking my nutters off. Yeah, like. <laughs> Tasty had five IPAs today. Cause LOL. Because some, some people Twitter that way. They're like, yeah. now I've just left the house. Now I'm in the car. Yeah, tying my shoe. I've put on my seat. You know, and I, so I didn't really Twitter the whole time I was in Kona. And I got back and Tasty said, hey, man, I was, I was hoping for some updates about what's happening. And I just kind of thought, well, I don't know. I put it in the blog. Do, do, do people really want me to say, you know, I'm at the festival. This IPA is great. I'm at, I'm at the bar. I'm, I've had too many Mai Tais. I don't know what you guys want me to use the Twitter for. But 
what I use it for right now is to keep you up to date on when, when shows have posted, if there's any last-minute information. Um, if we're doing a BN outing, I'll usually say, hey, we're headed over to the 2-1-A. I use it for stuff like that. Uh, I don't know. Let me know if you guys want me to use it for more. I just feel like I've got a lot of people signed up for it, and they don't need to hear me saying every move Schumann makes, you know. It's disturbing. Every breath I take. <clears throat> Every breath she takes. I was thinking takes. the same thing. <laughs> some, I mean, there there are some some people like there, there's a radio show I listen to that's what they they use the sh- they use it for interaction, which yeah. is kind of cool. But they don't have a chat room like we do, so it's right. kind of pointless at that point. But yeah, for like um, during the show, yeah, I don't yeah. want to use it. For but then at the so, same time, like you don't want to be yeah, you don't want to just landed. Yeah, it's like so, who gives a fuck, dude. Who cares? So if you want, if there's some happy medium, if there is more things that you all have signed up for Twitter for, aside from regular announcements, let me know. Otherwise, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing, which is letting you know the important shit. Less tweets. And leaving it at that. You can also uh, find out more about us and look at uh, photo albums and talk amongst each other on our Facebook page. You just search for the Brewing Network on there. You can sign up. There's a lot of people there. It's a good community. And we can we, we do post a lot of updates there. Shat does a good job of uh, keeping things up to date on our Facebook. Anybody friend he does you? a job. Anybody friend you lately? You didn't. I'll tell you that, Doc. <laughs> and I'm, this, I'm still on a friend standoff with you. <laughs> you know, I'm getting Could friends for every day. But you're not, you're not friending me. Um, you know, I'll get to you. <laughs> I'm down the list. I'm down the list. All right. Uh, <laughs> you can send announcements if you have them to chad at thebrewingnetwork.com. You can send show ideas to chad at thebrewingnetwork.com and uh, all sorts of stuff like that goes. General feedback goes to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. Oh, my God. You've got mail. <laughs> and that's what I got for you. Some feedback. Time for the coon. I got a lot of feedback uh, over the last two weeks. Really, a whole bunch of stuff. So I'm going to try to get through it. I wanted to read. I'm reading about 95% of it because it was really good stuff. So, uh, so here's an example of uh, how people give me shit when I start doing things like go to the Kona Brew Festival. <laughs> this is shit about the website though, too. Okay, guys, I got to give you shit because you're going to Hawaii, uh, even though I just got back from Maui and Oahu for a month. Wah. You're going to Kona, yet you have a pic of Hanama Bay on Oahu on the front page. What the fuck? Kona's full of black sand beaches and lava shorelines. Uh, Awesome in their own right, but you put a picture of of Oahu on the page. Look, I don't know, man. I'm just trying to update the goddamn thing, and i got to put a picture up there. Like I've been to Hawaii before. I'm lucky I've left Pacheco. But I guess I picture Pacheco. I could have put my uh, view of the refinery up on the page for you if you wanted. I just picked, I don't know, I just fucking Googled Hawaii and it gave me a nice white sand beach. That's what I put on the page. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah, ain't no geologist. It's from the same state, right? Yeah, is that not good enough? It's not false good? advertising. Yeah. No, you can yeah. swim over there. Thank I think you. Hawaii is just a territory. I don't think it's a state yet. What? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a territory. It's not officially a state. That's not true. You're thinking of Puerto Rico. Ah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that other island. You're thinking of the other brown people. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> the other island. Yeah. No, these ones are fully colonized. Okay. They're, yeah. <laughs> they're house trained. You call it what you want. <laughs> that's from Phil. It says, thanks for the session. Uh, hey, Justin, I'd love to become a recurring donator, uh, but PayPal has given me the finger, oh. accusing me of unscrupulousness. Uh, therefore, are there other payment options for a donation? Uh, recurring so I can be in the monthly drawing besides PayPal. What about a one-time donation that you can then internally give to yourself monthly out of the piggy bank? <laughs> what the hell do you do, buddy? Bruce Strong, brother. That's from Pags. 
Uh, Selling crappy shit on eBay, probably. You know, I don't have any other options than using PayPal to be a recurring donor. It's um, it's just what I it's what I got. Uh, you know, you could send a check. I guess. Uh, I know it's a big pain in the ass, but I don't know what to tell you. I think there are ways to use your Visa card through PayPal where you don't actually have a PayPal account. Yes. So that's what I suggest looking into is even though you're going through PayPal, you're using your Visa card, and it, and it will just draw from that. Uh, and you could certainly use the one-time donation button uh, that way and just use your Visa and not have to have a PayPal account. But short of that, man, I don't know how to set up another way to do it right now. Um, I'll look into it, but I don't think it's going to happen. Well, you know, he could just uh, he could write twelve checks and post date them monthly. That's and true. Send them all at once. That's true. He should stop being so lazy. Well, with free checks. And actually, uh, now I'll say this: if you send a check, if you wanted to do the minimum, if you wanted to do two bucks a month, and uh, you sent me a check for twenty four bucks, uh, and you just wrote on it, uh, you know, uh, be an army member, whatever, I'll I'll put your name in. The, I'll consider you a two dollar a month uh, member, and I'll put you in the drawing every month. I can do that for you. Just you got to send it. Send me a note with the check so I know what the hell's happening. Otherwise, I'm just going to take that say down thanks. to the to the food bank and. Uh, <laughs> Get myself some some top ramen. Yeah. So if you want to do that, that's fine. I Send love the chat room. This guy, this guy goes. I buy hundreds of dollars of shit my wife never knows about with PayPal. <laughs> that's how, <laughs> that's how I use. Doc, it. Say, Doc exactly. doesn't know anything about that. Yeah. Oh, that's exactly it's what great. I. Use. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, he says, "P.S. Tell JP to shave that horrible, horrible-looking rat's nest off his face." Oh, it's better oh. now. It's much better now. It is much better now. Thank you. Oh yeah. Here's a question. Maybe you can help with JP. Oh um, God. This guy just moved from a rectangular cooler, which he made a manifold for, for his mash tun. How many people live in that cooler? Here's <laughs> the dream of living in a cooler. He moved to the round Rubbermaid cooler with a Fermentat false bottom. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. And I guess he had a stuck mash. Okay. He says, I never had uh, a stuck sparge. I never had a stuck sparge with a rectangular cooler as I, um, as I do a batch sparge, and I just dump the sparge water into the rectangular cooler. But I guess with the Rubbermaid cooler and a Fermentap uh, false bottom, dumping the sparge water into the cooler, is it upsetting the grain bed or something? What would be the best way around this and still be able to do a batch sparge? It shouldn't really matter. I mean, as long as he puts his water in first and then his grain in. Yeah. Uh, some people who used to use manifolds, you know, didn't you didn't have to do that really. The false bottom you kind of do. Right. Um, I never then, had this problem with ours. Yeah, and then just be careful oh. because, it, you know, it's it's not fastened to anything. So if you're sitting there really digging it up, you could hit the false bottom and kind of lift it up a little bit. You get grain under there. It's you get, get the grain in the little spigot or yeah. you know, it just compacts everything, too. If you drain it too fast. Yeah, uh, that's another thing probably is to slow mm-hmm. down that sparge of yours. Yeah. Yeah. But it happens. You, you just can't. You, I mean, you, you just can't scrape it on the bottom and really, you know, jab at that false bottom. Yeah, it, it does move around. It can, but I mean, it's you know, it shouldn't with all the weight of the grain and the water on it. It shouldn't really, shouldn't really do it. So try it again. Just be a little more gentle, and you should be fine. All right. Uh, here is a someone wants to point out a mistake made on our hop show. I don't believe it. <laughs> Not around here. He says, thanks for an interesting show on hop growing. It was very useful and provided some great pointers. But I do want to point out a piece of misinformation that the guest provided. Allie said that no human pathogens can survive in beer. I do remember her saying that. Uh, But this is simply not the case. I learned about this firsthand when my homebrew club had a bourbon barrel beer go sour. 
I took samples of the beer to the biology department at the local university, where we plated and cultured the organisms living in the beer, and used DNA sequencing to uh, sequencing to identify the specific organisms. Mm. The beer contained two known pathogens: Streptococcus salivarius and Bacillus circulans, uh, both considered human pathogens, um, as well as two unknown bacteria. And while these do not pose an extreme threat to healthy adults, they can pose serious risks to folks uh, with compromised immune systems, such as chemo patients or people with HIV AIDS. The people shouldn't be drinking beer. Right. (laughs) (laughs) He says, I'm a big fan of sour beers, but always caution that a beer that goes sour without the brewer planning it could be potentially pathogenic. There are a lot of things out there that can ferment sugars, and uh, five or 50 gallons of an unknown uh, souring organism should be considered potentially pathogenic. Dangerous. Even that clambic he stock was talking about <laughs> is a human pathogen. What do you mean even? It should be especially. <laughs> Just ask a doctor. Ask a doctor, not a horticulturalist. Uh, uh, this uh, does anyone want to counter what he's saying? Uh, sounds. I'm not going to argue with you. I don't think Allie would either. Uh, but I do well, think that it's maybe a common, uh, maybe misconception. We should say that. Yeah, it's that. It's not, uh, not going to kill you. Yeah, because I've heard that many times. What Allie said. So. Yeah. Um, Misconception is what it is. But uh, if yeah. that's true, I don't know. I guess it could be. The I case. don't know either. But I wanted. I felt compelled to read it. I appreciate you writing into us. It sounds like it was a uh, a proper test done at the at the university. So um, you know, thanks for the info. Yeah, we'll ask Pink. We get him on the air. Pinkerton, give him an ask, huh? That's from Carl. All right, let's see. Film Lab Rat brings up a good point. Uh, death by Lambic. It's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, that's a good way to go. That is a good way to go. I'd be happy to go that way. Just saying. One of these days. Here's a real nice one. I don't, I don't want to read it. It's real nice stuff, though. Just read the part about me. Uh, you're not in there. Then don't read it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that nice. But he loves the show. He says we're doing a good job, and him and his wife... Uh, Love Doc. Got uh, they're they're rehabilitating a small farm and they got a lot out of the hop yard uh, hop show that we did last time with oh, Allie. Good. Oh, cool. So there's some praise for Allie on top of the uh, the correction in the last one that they he said he finally got off his ass went out there and planned out his uh, hop growth after that. So uh, very cool. Let's see. Here's a question. I was wondering if you guys have ever done a show on ferment temps. Uh, if not, I think it would be useful to know what different kind of temps to use for different styles of beer and why. Thanks for the great show. Um, we'll be playing with that tonight. Uh, he said when he's talking about manipulating his yeast, that one house yeast is going to be playing with a lot of fermentation temperatures, differences with that, and a few other things. So it, a lot of that will be covered tonight. But I think we've done it indirectly, but not yeah. specific. Well, be more specific, specific today. It sounds difficult to do a whole show just on ferment. There's a you know there's a million different reasons to do different beers at different temperatures, isn't there? Yep. So I don't know that we could focus on. Uh, we, we, you and it know, has to do with each individual yeast strain too. So. Um, yeah, we play with it a little bit here and there, but I think we'll get a lot of it tonight. I played with it a little bit this morning. <laughs> hey, Brewcasters! I just wanted to say hey and love the new shows. Brew strong and can you brew it? I don't get it. There you go, Tasty. Likes your new stuff. Uh, they gave us real insight into brewing great beer. I just wanted to say, stop insulting JP, though. Oh, yeah. He says that. Uh, Why doesn't everyone calm down and quiet up while Justin reads this <laughs> in a very serious tone? Uh, he says that he adds a certain... I can't believe anybody said that. He adds a certain quality to the show yeah. that you can't replace and is effing funny. See? And then he says, thanks Some for the, the gift certificate. Oh, what is this? <laughs> so, uh, I don't know what you did. No problem, wink. He did have a couple questions. He says, since I batch sparge, 
I wanted to brew a barley wine, and then with the second runnings, brew a mild or a pale ale. I want to know if anyone else there has done it and uh, what their opinions and thoughts about doing it old school style would be. Uh, any any response Party to that? Guile. Second runnings to do something That's else? That's fine. Yeah? Party guile style. You just got to make sure you have a uh, place to put the second wart. Mm-hmm. Is it true that maybe you should you got you want to be careful not to over sparge that grain because you pull a bunch of tannins you and things really like that. You can't do it if you're batch sparging. Okay. You can't really do it. It's uh, just when you're continuously running water over right. it that you do it. It okay. gets real thin and things. Uh, so you don't have to worry too much with the batch sparging. One little hint would be to keep some uh uh dry malt extract around. Yeah. Because if it doesn't come out quite where you want it with the second runnings, you can add a little bit to it and, yeah. and still pull out a pretty good beer. Okay. His second question is, I wanted to add some smoke malt to the mild and wanted to know how much I should add after I begin that second mash to give a nice smoked flavor. Very little. Not too overpowering. Very little. Yeah? Oh. You can really overdo it. I did uh, a 60 shilling... And I think I put a pound and a half in for 10 gallons. For 10 gallons. Yeah. And, and it came out pretty good. I would actually add more. You would? I'd probably go two pounds, two and a half. Depends on which smoked malt you're talking about. Too. The uh, Vireman. Peat. Not the peated. The yeah. uh, Beechwood. Okay. Yeah. There's different ones out there. Yeah. Okay. Which one is, is one you should really watch out for? The, the peated one is. That one's more? Pretty, yeah. Would you say that a pound and a half of the peat would have been too much, or that's about yeah. right? That would that still would have been too much. It's a matter of your taste and how the how how much malt you got in the beer and a lot of different things. but uh, So for 10 gallons, you, you give us a range. You can't, you can't make it go away. Yeah. Uh, it's it's all over the board. Some people say half a pound. Some people say, you know, not more than a pound. And uh, go with uh, like what JP was saying. Uh, the Beechwood stuff would be great. Uh, yeah. And yeah. he says for 10 gallons, a pound and a half. But it all depends on, what I guess, what your second running is going to taste like. You know, you said they were from a barley wine, right? Yeah. Um, there might not be a whole lot of flavor. Don't, don't be okay. So, but so, I mean, have have some DME on hand. But yes. Yeah, I don't know. Do a pound. See what happens. All right. You can always do it again. There you go. <laughs> says, thanks for the info. I appreciate all you guys and Bevo do. I want to dedicate my donation to Stop the Insults focused on JP. <laughs> He's a funny dude and needs his space. Oh. Keep it up, Jipper and Bruce Strong. That's from Corporal Seaman Brewjester. <laughs> Midwest Lake Support Division in Michigan. So how, how many uh, email addresses right. do you have, Jimper? <laughs> yeah, seriously. P, uh, PPS, suck at Schumann. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So insulting me is okay. He was encouraging you. <laughs> do it, you know, it's like what you're good. You do, your, do what you're good at. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Justin, you know talent hack. What's up with scheduling the new Jamil show? Can you brew it? I've been checking in the next uh, checking in for the next Can You Brew It show, and I didn't see any updates today. I go to your website, and I see that Jamil did a show yesterday. What the fuck? Uh, that's okay. You're still the man. Get Dan Gordon back on the show soon, and we'll call it even. That's from Northern Ike. Um, the new Jamil show airs every other Monday. Um, so. You can always tune to the Brewing Network on a Monday, and you're either going to find a new Brew Strong or a new Jamil show. Now, I will say this. Sometimes what happens is that we record that show live over the air 
on a different day. And that's because Tasty and Jamil are busy. Uh, sometimes our interview can only make it on those days. There's a number of reasons that on occasion they'll have to come in here on a Friday and do the shows. But it still then airs and is made available for download on Monday. So if you want to catch live shows of either Bruce Strong or the Jamil show, you need to just pay it. You need to sign up for Twitter because I always send out an update on there. And you need to pay attention to the homepage. At this point, it's just something we can't control. Tasty and Jamil are busy guys, and we we get them in here when we can. So, um, but you'll always find a show at seven o'clock on Mondays, either Bruce Strong or the Jamil Show. Did I get that right, Tasty? You did. Thank you. Um, let's see. What are we getting? Here's a. I think a guy in Oz pissed off at us for complaining about the cost of our six packs. You want to hear that? Everyone higher, has it yeah. different. Everyone has it worse than everyone else. Whatever. <laughs> says, hey, Justin, you no-talent pussy-ass hack. You effing brewcaster should stop your effing whining. Fancy paying four ninety nine for a six-pack. Uh, it's not four ninety nine. If we pay four ninety nine a six-pack, it's, it's a Bud Light. So our good stuff is what? Now it's like Seven, eight, eight bucks? Eight to ten. Eight to ten bucks? Eight, nine ninety nine. He says, we dream of four ninety nine a six-pack. I homebrew and uh, nineteen li- five gallons uh, for you old world retards, 19 liters, uh, every other week, and still buy beer at the store. We pay 25 Australian, which he says is sixteen fifty U.S. for a six-pack. Ouch. That's pretty, that's pretty high. Well, you got to truck it to like 8,000 kilometers in the middle of no place. Refrigerated truck. Yeah, it's going to, you know. On move. foot by, by barefooted yeah. aborigines. Yeah, have the ab- aboriginals carry you to a, like an actual city. With, you know, maybe without, his, with, without lean-tos for hospitals. Maybe his relatives shouldn't end up in prison. Yeah. And then it would have been fine. Yeah. 32 Australian for uh, 22 of Rogue, he says. Sounds like the Australian dollar sucks. Um, he says, thank fuck for German six-packs. I guess those are cheaper. Only 19 Australian. Drink local. Who's whining yeah, now? Drink your own beer there. Gosh. P.S. Doc, you rock. <laughs> Just remember, happy wife, happy life. Yes. JP, you suck. No. <laughs> Justin, you are the king, not Martin Luther. Bevo, you're a princess. And I think Sam looks like Matthew Lillard in Scream. He does. <laughs> he does? Yeah. He sent me a link to a f- picture, but I didn't look at That's it. That's pretty funny. Uh, here's another big thanks guy. listens to the show all the time. I appreciate it. Says the show uh, is not the same without Daniela. And um, he assumes uh, she dumped me or something, a bunch of stuff like that. I think at some point he, gets, he says I should have had babies with her. She's my my Facebook friend. It's a very uh, emotional email from a listener. Have babies? Why? (laughs) Why would you want to have babies with anybody? Uh, I have two dogs. Just get a black one. Let's see. Get a black baby. Yeah, you can find them everywhere. Or get a bunch of cats, huh, JP? Or get a bunch of cats. All right, here's a good email from Kim Beerly, uh, one of our female contingent of the BN Army. Good name. She says, cherished brewcasters. <laughs> I never heard that one. Mm-hmm. That's not very nice, yeah. isn't it? That intro uh, wraps me up like a warm blanket yeah. out of the dryer. Is a warm blanket like a hot plate? Now there's the same thing. <laughs> Ooh. I'm gonna you go. should invent a warm blanket. <laughs> warm your nutters. It's like the green. It's like the Greek blanket, but worse. <laughs> in these times of economic hardship and instability, everyone, including the BN, is feeling the impact and stress of an uncertain financial future. Luckily, I've come up with a solid plan for you to generate a significant amount of additional revenue and to help keep the BN alive. I'm not whoring myself out, guys. No, that's Anymore. not what she's suggesting. Surprisingly, okay. she says my idea is to raffle off a private weekend. With JP. 
<laughs> where the winning listener has him at their complete disposal for the entire time. Just think of how motivated the BN Army would be to purchase raffle tickets for this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. <laughs> motivated isn't the word I would use for that. And this particular prize is appealing to both sexes. <laughs> the average male raffle winner, for example could choose to unleash their hatred for JP by beating the shit out of him at their leisure. (laughs) That's more bang for the buck there, I think. Resting and refueling with craft beer, and then kicking his ass and humiliating him some more. 24-7. The female listener, on the other hand, could either beat the shit out of him or fuck the shit out of him. Whatever it takes to finally get JP out of their system. Hey, whatever works. (laughs) She says, I know which one I'd choose. But I think I'll wait to disclose that until I hopefully win the raffle. In the end, everyone goes home happy. Yeah. Except for maybe JP. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you see the same potential in this plan as I do. This could finally be the income stream, I said stream, that puts the BN over the top. I know that I'm already starting to save my dollars and my energy. (laughs) Thank you for your consideration. Hugs and kisses from Kim Beerley. What do you think, JP? Wow. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, well. I'll take some boxing lessons. Yeah. Can, uh, this one, I might actually make it uh, allowable that uh, affiliates of the Brewing Network can also enter this raffle. Because <laughs> I think any one of us would want to... Yeah. Uh, we all got clubs. Be able to, yeah. <laughs> be able to we all got beat clubs. the shit out of you. <laughs> I'm sure Chris Graham will end up winning. <laughs> How great would that be if Chris Graham were Olin won? That'd be right. And they have you at their disposal oh, for the weekend. <laughs> That means you got to live at their house for the weekend. We got these new banners on our website now. It brings us a couple bits of extra change. It's like 40 cents a day or some stupid thing. Whoa. But they put up whatever they want on those ads. Someone was uh, commending us on the uh, wart trawl ad. Yeah, I saw that the other day. And you see, if it's, it's basically wow. a genital warts uh, cream. Yeah. Says, I was just they wondering. That? They're targeting us. Talk. <laughs> Science is great. <laughs> All these years? <laughs> I have a couple phone calls to make. I'll be back soon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he says, uh, I love the War Troll ad that comes up in the forum. I was just wondering if the ad placement was for Shat's benefit. <laughs> oh. He says, hey, it's fast and natural, so he'd be helping the environment. <laughs> and it does say a two-free a, a two bottle offer. Maybe he could give one to Crazy Bitch. So uh, you might want to click that. Idea. Click that. Stop banner. spreading the word, shitters. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. Questions to improve attenuation of. A, I know. I told you it was a long feedback chat. I got a couple uh, shits from the chat room. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna, there's only one more feedback. I'm going to save it for the end of the show. It's a question about attenuation, so we'll get to it. Uh, I want to make sure that we answer the questions. What am I looking at here, uh, JP? This is what you want to know about the chat room. What happened to the voicemail? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, it's there. <laughs> you can still use it. 888-401-BEER. Leave your message. Uh, whether or not I... Is you know, it full? I don't think it's full. I emptied it not How too long ago. How full is it? Are we done with feedback? Uh, I think we are done with there. Feedback is brought to you today by Williams Brewing Company at williamsbrewing.com. Go check out williamsbrewing.com. Don't forget about our sponsors because they're the reason that uh, JP doesn't get true. paid. Uh, they're who I started with. I used to pour over their catalog and order stuff to brew beer. Yeah. Yeah. So Williams is a good place. I got another question uh-huh. in the chat room. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the status of the BNA4 bus? <coughs> Will there be enough seats for everyone that wants to go? Which is like asking how long is a piece of string. But yeah. whatever. Uh, <laughs> I have reserved two buses, which is a- approximately 
80 people. After comps, 80 seats. Uh, once I After I seat the staff, we're looking at 80, 80 available seats. I think that should be enough. Um, if you guys aren't coming out and you're not buying up those tickets when I put them up, I'm going to cut that down to one bus. So um, get everybody to sign up for the tour. Uh, the only reason it's not posted is I'm waiting for one final location to uh, give me the okay, and then the whole tour is planned. Think about it this way, though. It really doesn't matter where we're going. It is going to be the best seat and the best party of the week. If you're on that bus, we could be going to the Pacheco Inn, and you're going to have a good time. It's going to be guided by the, you know, the likes of Doc and JP. Um, I'm not, what do you think? I'm going to go on, the, on a bus for five hours with people? Yeah, you don't have a choice. Hi, dude. You don't have a choice. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> it's a BN requirement. Come on, JP. They're not going to... Uh, how about I seat you next to Kim Beardley? I don't know. Maybe. In the back. Depends if she has calloused hands or not. <laughs> Her husband might. So either <laughs> well, way, fine. either way, you win. Um, so just plan to be here that Wednesday. I'm going to tell you right now. If you're coming to town, be here the Wednesday. The bus leaves at 12 o'clock from the Oakland Marriott. Drops us off at the anniversary party at seven. Plan to be there. Don't worry about where the tour's going. Just know it's going to be great and that uh, it will be the must-do event of the week. Well, there's another bus trip, though, isn't there? There's like day. two or three. Don't pay yeah. attention to those. Well, I just want to make yeah. sure that people don't get confused with the other. Yeah, if it's starting yeah. at, nine at 9 in the morning, don't, be, don't get on that bus. Don't get on, don't that, get bus. on that bus. Don't get on the 9 a.m. bus. Get on the 12 p.m. bus like a mile. Man, I guess I could take off work, I guess. I don't have to oh, Doc, you're on the goddamn bus. You better take off work. I guess I'll take off work for <laughs> three days. You only have to take off half a day that day. Get to Do some early appointments until 11, and then... Um, and jump on that. Why can't you swing the bus by my office? Oh, maybe we can. <laughs> it's a possibility, actually, oh, now that you mentioned You never know where we're we, going. Uh, a free cleaning. As long as you got beer there. Yeah, we'll bring 80, 80 people into you your office have... for a free cleaning. No, no, swing by and pick me up. We'll head over to my house. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. That would be pretty funny. Actually, Doc, making your house a stop on the tour uh, would be pretty appealing. <laughs> we need I think. about 10 beer taps. Other than that, you're ready to go. Yeah, you might need to send the wife out to a day spa. She'll, okay. never, she'll never even know we were there. Yeah, we'll take it all with us. Dress up the goats. Get, get everybody. People, get more people to show up if she's there. That's true. That's the a good pe- point. <laughs> we, well, we should, Doc's wife show. Oh, don't tell her we're coming. <laughs> we, sh- we should book it as a, as a stop at a petting zoo. Yeah, yeah, we could do that too. <clears throat> Are the kids uh, going to be there? That's a good idea. No, not, not on a Wednesday. <laughs> I'm just going. All right. All right. I got to read. I got to do that. this. Uh, we're still on schedule, chat. So don't 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 nag me too much. We're still on schedule. Chat's all guest a, on a cold sick. sweat over there. Well, when he doesn't have cold to, hot sweat. When he's sick, he's like a better producer. He's focused. Yeah. You know, he's, he's just you know. He's not focused. He's glazed. <laughs> all right. It's looking at pictures of dudes. So the BN Army in the forum started posting these BN limericks for St. Patty's Day. Have you read any of these stuff? None. None. No. They're fantastic. They're really great. And I got to encourage this kind of behavior from our listeners. Yeah. I don't know. Those of you who are new listeners in the last year or so, you know, there was a time where every week we were uh, we were getting listener submissions for new content. We were getting parodies sent to us. We were getting songs sent to us. Uh, we were getting videos. We were getting so much listener content to us. It was it was really great. And, it, and it's part of what made the, the BN great. In the last couple of years, that listener content is uh, it's kind of waned a little bit. Um, so I, got, I really got to encourage this kind of behavior. These limericks were fantastic. And they went for the jugular on some of them. So they started talking about our mine and Schumann's dead dads. And, uh, oh, it was man. great. That was fantastic. I love it. So I, re- I got to read a few of them. I'm going to read some now. I'll keep us on schedule. I'll read a few now. And then we'll read the rest at the end of the show. And then today's Drunk of the Week competition 
is going to be uh, you're going to have to call in with a limerick. So you can't just call in and say I'm drunk of the week. You're going to have to give us a limerick, a drunken limerick. Oh, the drunken limerick at the end of the show today. Good. So get you. So if you're if you're planning on going for drunk of the week today for that coveted medal, start writing your limericks. Yeah, you don't have to do this. So I don't. I'm just going to read some at random because they were all. Um, they're all really good. Uh, there once was a man from Pacheco whose porter he thought would taste wow To the carpet it spilled, but still it was swilled, and all who drank it said Pepto. <laughs> That's my, my carpet porter, of course. That's famous. Uh, I don't think this one was... That was, That doesn't sound like it was written by... Uh, uh, there once was a brewcaster named Jay who got together with his buddy Pluset. On that day was born the rainbow and unicorn... And the world would forever pay. <laughs> there was an, um, uh, an amendment to that where the, and the world became gay or something like that. <laughs> so. JP is the one with face pubes. And Bevo's the one with nice boobs. Shat, Tasty, and Doc told Jay it would rock to use Schumann to cleanse his poop tube. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just imagine that? Oh. Hey, Shat, Tasty, and Doc, wouldn't it be great if, yeah. if Schumann cleaned my poop tube? Uh, let's see. It's a good conversation. Another ni- Here's a nice one about Jamil. Everyone pusses out when it comes to Jamil. Yeah. There once was a brewcaster named Jamil, whose pride was his smooth, even keel. It was quite out of sight as he tried with all his might to get a little extra mouthfeel. A nice one. Wow. That was dirty. <laughs> uh... I once had Jay's beer in Pacheco. Man, that swill was ranko. I drank it with glee, though it tasted like pee, then went home with JP for a spanko. <laughs> uh, yeah. Some of these are very inside jokes. You have to be a long, li- uh, long-time listener. Um, <laughs> I'm not inside about that spanko. Poor Justin was always hungry. Couldn't afford any grocery. Down by the docks, he'd sucked random cocks. At least the semen was free. Uh, this, this one's my favorite. One of my favorites. It's from our very own JP. Tasty and Shat were late to a very important date. And when they arrived at quarter to five, they were stoned. <laughs> a little twist there for you guys. That doesn't rhyme. Two douches named Schumann and Jay. Their fathers had both gone away. <laughs> Fuck it, they said. They're better off dead than learning their sons are gay. <laughs> <laughs> that one's pretty good. There's two other dad ones that I really liked. i got to read those. Let me see. Um, there's a place in Pacheco called the Rat Pad with a stripper pole danced on by many a lad. Shad always gets blamed, but he's not ashamed. He's the only resident that still has a dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that one's pretty good. We think. Let's call, let's call Chad's dad just to make sure. Uh, there once was a lad named O'Sullivan with a head more ginormous than any man. He opened a brew pub with good brew and good grub, and rumor has it he likes it in the can. <laughs> I gotta find that other dad one. Here's the one about uh, Shat. She crawled through the window so no one could watch. <laughs> Shat nuzzled her nose in his in her big stinky crotch. Oh. We laughed our balls off until we could cough, hearing stories of drunken Sasquatch. <laughs> That's good. Um, Not really. <laughs> <laughs> 
The Schumanns both sing in a band, the coolest in all of the land. <laughs> they both drink Coors Light. They don't like to fight, but they will sleep with all of their fans. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and here's my here, this one is my favorite of the of the dad ones. This one's really good. This is from Sheen in the forum. Justin and Schumann have both lost a dad. When I first heard the story, I felt kind of bad. But the stories they told were so funny and cold. Right now, I feel kind of glad. <laughs> so, I guess our, our, the death of our dads brought good entertainment. I'm glad they could do that. <laughs> More he did when he was alive. Oh. Oh. <laughs> All right. Woo. That was a long intro, huh, kids? When we come back, we're going to do Shat's announcements via Schumann. We're also going to get uh, Moon River Brewing Company on the line with us here. Uh, we're going to be talking about wort boiling science and calcium and house yeast. And uh, did I mention that Schumann's going to do Shat's announcements? All oh, when we come back, it's the session. We're going to have a good time today. Hang in there, kids. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Have some of your soldiers reported casualties? Are you tired of finding out your beers never made it to the competition because of shipping damage? Do you hate the hassle of packaging your bottles for the delivery services? How about making it easier for the overworked competition organizers who have to unwrap each entry and then discard the waste? Well, now there is a solution. The competition bottled shipping system is here. Now available at www.clarkbrewing.com and at select retail shops. Field tested with numerous shipments around the world and literally dropped down a flight of stairs with zero casualties reported to date. Designed by a home brewer for home brewers. Just grab the shipping box, place the bottom insert in with your bottles, and put the top insert on to lock them safely in place. You're ready to ship. Visit www.clarkbrewing.com for more details and to watch a video of the stair test. Clark Brewing Innovations, providing innovative solutions to the American homebrewer. Now just ship it. Have you ever noticed the pathetic look on the face of the Brewcaster poster boy? That's the look of a child that survives on ramen noodles and homebrew. Subprime Meltdown doesn't even begin to describe what this kid has been through. He lives this grim existence for his army, the Brewing Network Army. Times are tough for everybody. It's like getting stuck in time two days before payday. Cash is tighter than a post-it IOU stuck in a stripper's sweaty G-string. The unicorn's horn is limp and the rainbow has lost its color. But you can help change all that. If you were to take that sparkling change in your pocket and plop it on the table for the BN instead of the extra pint at happy hour, then the world could be a brighter place. When you buy a round for the BN, you buy a round for yourself and your fellow soldiers. And that's what it's all about. That and being entered into the reoccurring donor monthly raffle. So step up and start your own economic stimulus package. For just a few bucks a month, you can stimulate the unicorn, the rainbow, and a brewcaster. Hit that donate button just like you'd hit on that crazy bitch at the bar right after last call. You'll be really happy about it in the morning. Nico, listen, our lawyer said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months and then to the next meeting. Kids. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines. I'm the professional. <clears throat> 
Hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment nine years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park, to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Heller High Watermelon Wheat Beer and Brew Free or Die IPA throughout California and Alaska. And now it's also available on draft at select accounts in the Bay Area. So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in the can. Tasty Crack Cans. Tasty Crack Cans. This Sit down next to it, grab yourself a paper towel, and watch those yeast have sex. You're listening to the Blue Network. And now, back to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters. On the Brewing Network. All right, big special thanks to our sponsors, guys. Don't forget to uh, tell them thanks for us, all right? Uh, they're the reason we're still on the air all these years. It would have been impossible without guys sticking around so long, like the 21st Amendment and more beer. And check out our brand-new sponsor that you just heard there at the break, uh, Clark Brewing Innovations. So, really, I, I just want to make sure you guys know that uh, they are in no small part the reason that we're still on the air. All right, I should have the boys from Moon River Brewing on with us. I also got to do the Schumann, uh, well, usually the Shat announcements, but today they're the Schumann announcements. Let's see if the Moon River boys Shoot are here. Shat. They can hang out with us. Uh, John and Chris, are you there? What's up? Here? Yeah, we got them. John Pinkerton, the brewmaster, and Chris Lady, the brewer from Moon River Brewing Company. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you. Good to have you on. What are you drinking? <laughs> Uh, we are drinking some of our pills All right. from the from the brewery. Yeah, nuptial pills. It's Chris Lady's about to get married. Oh, six you, days. You poor bastard. <laughs> six days of drinking, buddy. Man, yeah. I'll send get a flowers. Drink now. Flowers to the funeral. They change. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can you guys hang out a second while we do our announcements, real quick? Absolutely. Sure thing. Feel free to chime in at any time. I just wanted to get you guys on the line here. All right, Schumann, you've got big shoes to fill, so to speak. I'm really excited, uh, guys. Shat's sick this week, so you've got to cover the announcements. Uh, what's happening in the world of homebrew, Schumann? Okay, so uh, March 25th through uh, April 8th is the 2009 NHC homebrew comp. <laughs> Yeah. I assume that's competition. First round entries are being accepted. Check out beertown.org for more info. Okay. And info is short for information. Thank you. Okay. Sure. You're a natural um, at this. March 28th, beers with O.G. greater than 1.080 entries are due. Yeah. I like little boys. March 29th, <laughs> Jay Prawl from Sudwork Brewing. What's so funny, guys? Nothing. You're doing uh, fine. Like Sudwork Brewing. Shat wrote this script for you, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He did a good job, looks like. You're yeah. very focused. Uh, You're reading it. Sudwork. Well. Yeah, yeah. Sudwork uh, Brewing and Davis will be on the session. Yeah, that's this show. March. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. Go on. Uh, April, <laughs> April 3rd, AHA rally at New Belgium Brewing in Fort Collins. 
Colorado. My my father never loved me, although at times he did tell me he loves me, but said it's our little secret. <laughs> April 4th, Birkin uh, Fest at Triple Rock Brewery in That's Berkeley. Birkin. That's Berkeley, California. <laughs> Thank you. April 4th, World Cup of Beer Homebrew Competition at Trumer in Berkeley. Uh-huh. Again, California. Check out worldofcupbeer.com for more info. That's short for information. World of Cup Beer? Yeah. yeah. Okay. What else? Uh, Quad Crashes, the greatest band ever, April 4th. <laughs> Beers with O.G. greater than 1.08. There's like messages in here. Homebrew competition. I suffer badly from anal herpes warts. <laughs> April 24th. What's so funny? Nothing. You're doing fine. Right. Just keep uh, reading. April 21st, Poor House, NYC. That's New York City. Uh, <laughs> homebrew competition. Are you sure? Check out going.com slash best brewer for more info. That's information. Okay. Uh, April 21st through April 24th. Jesus, shit. How craft, many you got? Craft Brewers Conference in Boston, Mass. Yeah. I'm going to assume a mass is short for Massachusetts. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> That's in the United States. Uh, May 2nd, Southern Star Brewing Pro-Am Competition. Entry deadline is May 2ND. That's May 2nd. <laughs> What's Pro-Am stand for? Um, professional uh, Amateur. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, beers must be greater than 5% ABV. Uh is that some sort of STD? No, you're fine. Yeah, don't oh, worry about that. that. There's a test. Should I get tested for that? There's a test for it. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, check out southernstarbrewery.com for more info. Don't that's short what, for information. Don't tell what to do. Okay. Schumann, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, man, Thank great. you very much. <laughs> Thanks, Can we guys. have him back every week? Yeah, I think Chad just got fired yeah, from the announcement. You get the same information. <laughs> just oh, that was good. I hope, uh, hope that was yeah. informative. The Chad thinks he needs to take a class at the Derek Zoolander School for kids who don't read good and want to do other things good, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, uh, John and Chris, sorry to make you sit through that, but uh, it was necessary. That, that was bad. That was very bad. Yeah. Uh, by we're, bad, he means really good. Gonna, well, I didn't write it, guys. Or beer. Chad, <laughs> Chad wrote, wrote it. I didn't do it. Yes, that's right. You're just the vehicle. All right, guys. Hey, welcome to the show. I'm glad you could make it. It's great to be here. Hey, you guys do a uh, one of them podcasts dealies, don't you? We do. We uh, uh, we basically, with the help of uh, Paul Leone, is we've put together this thing called BeerAmerica.tv. Yeah. Um, and we basically just have a lot of fun um, drinking beers and uh, promoting American craft beer. We're going to talk more about that at the end of the show. We're going to have David Little on with us, too. And uh, who's the other guy involved with the... Uh with the beer Paul Leone. Paul, that's Paul right. Paul Leone is the producer. He's, He's actually guy. a TV guy. Okay. Uh, a really good TV guy. Um, and he basically does all the work, and I just kind of uh, act goofy and talk about beer. Okay. Yeah, we saw that. Yeah. <laughs> I have, well, I watched it. I, I've seen it. Uh, we're going to talk more about it at the end. It's BeerAmericaTV.com. Uh, no, BeerAmerica.tv, right? I have that right? Yeah, yeah that's correct. correct. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's the beauty of being an expert. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I do want to point out uh, right now. I'm going I'm to go ahead and say it now, John. Um, you you make the show, brother. It's uh, it's all about Pinkerton <laughs> on this show. He's fucking great. Yeah, you are He's good. a funny guy. Uh, uh, you know, I don't know if they told you, but I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I could tell. I'm sure your rider is long, and uh, you know, there's all sorts of green M and M's laid out for you. I can tell. You're a diva. Indeed. Small bread. Yeah. You and Do- Doc's our diva over here. You guys are- Small bread, big mate. 
You can't make a proper sandwich it's with a small catastrophe. bread. How do you expect me to do? Yeah. So if What's for- this little guy? What's this little guy? <laughs> Look at him. He's six or someone home in there. There's no one there. <laughs> so if for no other reason, I encourage you to check out BeerAmerica.tv just to see John and his shenanigans on there. It's pretty good. But they do a good job covering all of it. We'll find out more about it at the end of the interview. We want to talk beer first. So, apparently the boys at uh, Moon River had sent us a care package full of beer that we were going to be able to try, but uh, the good old USPS or whoever it was didn't uh, do their job correctly. It never arrived. I, uh, all I can figure is the man's trying to bring us down. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's always bringing me down. There's probably some homeless dude laying in a gutter in Pacheco right now with your box of spoils next to him. It, uh, you know, sadly, it's probably a guy in a UPS uniform. <laughs> <laughs> laying in the same gutter. Same yeah. thing. Yeah. You might be right. Well, but the other cool thing is that not only uh, the beer that we missed out on, but they sent a bunch of prizes for us. So we are going to be playing Stump the Brewer at the end of this interview, uh, listeners at home. So get your Stump the Brewer questions ready, and we're going to do some giveaways of the uh, shirts and glassware that these guys have en route to us. You're going to get some good Moon River swag. 888-401-BEER, or join JP in the chat room by hitting the chat now button. We'll do Stump the Brewer to give away some of that stuff. Are you guys familiar with our Stump the Brewer game? Um, well, I just want to say before we get started that I was told there'd be no math. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can exclude the math questions. That's fine. I have sympathy for the no math people in the room, uh, which is me and you, John. So uh, no math questions. <laughs> that doesn't mean they're not going to try. Yeah, that's all right. I get the final word, so I'll weed out the math questions. So if you want to make it into the show, uh, don't send math questions. Send beer questions. Word has it, Pinkerton, that you're quite the beer nerd. Uh, that, that's a fact. That's good. Um, I, I, I can bore the average man to tears good. Um, over a beer. beer. <laughs> well, that's how we like our guests, because uh, a lot yeah. of fun and a lot of info is, uh, is the best way we can do a show. And you won't be boring us, that's for sure. So, <laughs> Oh, just wait. <laughs> I don't know. We're pretty good. Uh, yeah. David Little's already asleep over here. Is so, he? Yeah, it's starting to get bad. Just yeah. wait till we start talking about water chemistry. I mean... Oh, man. Do you like the song in Agata de Vida? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll wake everybody up with that. We've done two water chemistry shows, so uh, we're even familiar with that kind of boredom. You'll be all right. All right. <laughs> well, let's cover a little bit of the history of yourselves and Moon River first before we get into some wort boiling science. Um, tell me about Moon River Brewing Company. How long have you guys been around? Well, we're about to celebrate our 10th anniversary. Um, we started on April 10th of 1999, and uh, we've just been charging ahead ever since. We've gone through some uh, kind of rough times, and in the past, uh, say, four years or so, we've really kind of finally come into our own. Um, the city of Savannah has been a big part of that. Savannah is a, a pretty wild place to live and also a gorgeous place to live. Um, and it's great to be a brewer in Savannah, Georgia, because, you know, it's like, it's like brewing in Disney World, but it's all real. Nice. <laughs> really? That sounds kind of freaky. There's like Oompa Loompas running around, you mean? Or it's well, just... I've got my Oompa Loompa right here. <laughs> David <Lee>. Little. <laughs> oh, David Little. <laughs> Your own private Oompa. Yeah, we had the hair removed from his toes. Uh, that was a big step. That but, is the, um, so you, you can't import him unless you do that. <laughs> yeah. The bacon bake is still kind of um, taking some time to to wear off. He's almost a normal pigment color. And That's good. <laughs> Just in time to get out of quarantine. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, were you a home brewer before Moon River? 
I was. Uh, well, actually, I was I was brewing professionally before Moon River, but uh, okay. before that, I was a home brewer. Yeah, I, I started just like everybody else. Um, or, well, I guess it's not fair to say, because Chris here, when he came to Moon River, um, he hadn't brewed a batch of home brew in his life. Oh, really? Uh, really ticks off a lot of home brewers. <laughs> yeah, I bet. What, Chris, what were you before you came to Moon River? What was your real uh, job? Grave dude. Uh, I was a uh, quality control expert at uh, Publix, which is a... Um, a grocery store doing uh, dairy plant stuff. So I went from milk to beer, which is uh, a... Improvement. Yeah, big improvement. To say the least. <laughs> really what it all boils down to is you got to sample the ice cream. Yeah, that's actually the best part. <laughs> wow. Ice cream and sweet tea. It was great. <laughs> that's a good gig, actually. That's a gig for Shat. He would like to sit around sampling ice cream all day. Although you did say that uh, when you had to sample the buttermilk, it was pretty oh, pretty horrible. <laughs> buttermilk is gross. And eggnog production, even uh, worse. Uh, oh, I like eggnog. So, it, so John, did you put the bourbon in it? No, uh, that's before you get to add the bourbon. So, all uh, right, you got to know it's good before you add the bourbon to it. Yeah, exactly. Bad. John, so how did Chris get the gig then? If he wasn't a brewer and wasn't a home brewer, what's what's the deal there? Well, um, Chris kind of came to me through sort of a a family network, if you will. And you married his sister, just, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you bastard. <laughs> That's sure enough. No. That story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Um. Anyways, the long and short of it is, uh, I met with Chris, and um, he just had uh, an enthusiasm that was, you know, right where it needed to be. His background being in food science, I mean, he has a degree in food science from UGA. Okay. It's kind of perfect. I mean, that's that's really that or something in uh, food engineering is really ideal for for brewing. Um, so any of you out there that you know are really aspiring to be brewers, you really w- would be wise to study engineering, which okay. is of course what my grand both of my grandfathers are civil engineers, and they said you need to study engineering, and I just sort of brushed it off, and then spent the rest of my brewing career uh, trying to learn all that stuff uh, on my own. Yeah, catching up so, on what they were right about. Yeah, exactly. But that's what you do. Of when course, you're young. you don't listen. Listen to the old, and then guys. you pay for it later. Yeah, indeed. Uh, but so, uh, Chris had some of those uh, those those things already. Um, he also, as it turned out, played football for UGA for four straight years. And um, uh, what I saw in that was, you know, strong Kegel- team. Yeah, Kegel- <laughs> he was really good for. Uh, you saw a group lift- shower opportunities. <laughs> <what you> saw. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, he liked the whole lifting heavy objects thing. And my first day at work was uh, lifting the brew kettle back in place because he. Mess up the floor. Wow. The, floor. the whole brew kettle. Yeah. He's like, here, lift this. Holy <laughs> Can you lift this? He's what? like Hercules. Really. All right, now I, need, now, yeah, now I need some stats. So, Chris, how giant are you? How big a boy are you, boy? Yeah. Uh, I'm uh, six foot, uh, 265 pounds. Wow. Yeah, he makes you look skinny. That's great. And you moved the the friggin' boil kettle at the brewery? How big yeah. a kettle are we talking about here? Five gallons. Yeah, five gallons. <laughs> yeah. We do small batches. Yeah, small batches. It's, uh, it's, it's a 15-barrel kettle. Yeah. It's it's it, it, it weighs a few pounds. <laughs> wow. Apparently so does he. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Wow, very nice. And, uh, John, did you have a, uh, quote, real job before brewing? Uh, you said you, you brewed somewhere else before Moon River, but did you ever have a, you know, like a, a normal gig? 
Well, when I when I was uh, in school, I had started working in the restaurant business, and when I graduated, um, I had the fortune or misfortune of uh, working in a in a bar that pretty much gave me free reign to start bringing in uh, all these new craft brewed beers. And all the, at the time, imports were very high. I mean, this is like way way back in uh, the early nineties. Okay. Um, yeah, the old so days. that's kind of how I got sucked into all this. I was a home brewer at the time, and uh, I was bringing in all these wacky beers into uh, a very tiny bar in Southwest Virginia. You know, and the exotic beers in Southwest Virginia at the time were like Corona and Heineken and uh, you know, fun stuff like that. So we would actually drive all the way from Radford, Virginia. Uh, all the way to the Washington, D.C. area. And as long as we stay within state lines, there was no reason why we couldn't just completely fill up our pickup truck until it was dragging its ass on the highway. Nice. Uh, and we would literally go to, like, Old Dominion, because in, in Virginia, you, it's one of the states where you can actually purchase beer directly from the breweries, um, which we can't do in uh, the state of Georgia. I'll try not to... Uh, get too bitter about that but uh okay. but it, it afforded me an opportunity to to walk into a brewery for the first time i, I just i'll never forget the <clears throat> first time i walked into old dominion and the way it smelled and the uh you know the, the the brew kettles and everything it was just like immediately i was like okay this is it this is what i need to do okay love at first so. sight oh yeah that sexy look on the brewer's face, the galoshes. It was all well, there. Then I think Scott Zetterstrom was uh, strutting around in a pair of brewer's boots and um, his little rugby shorts. Yeah, that's all it so takes. If you're listening, yeah, his nutters. His nutters. <laughs> his nutters, yeah. Early 90s, yeah. It might have been. Nutters. It might have been. Uh, it was just at the end of the nutter phase in the early 90s. Well, those rugby guys, they still sport the nutters. That's we true. just had uh, the whole St. Patrick's Day uh, extravaganza here in Savannah, Georgia. And, nutter Fest. Um, Oh man, the, all the rugby guys come in from all over the the globe to to play rugby here. They basically just get wasted at night and uh, try to play rugby during the day. I guess. Wow. Uh, but which incidentally, the the the, uh, the whole tournament is like two blocks from my house. So you wake up in the morning, listen to these guys just hollering and beating the crap out of each other. That sounds like. A and they're game. nutters. And they're nutters. You know what? <laughs> That's even better. Could you, could you send us some pictures just for the listeners? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is this um, for research? For the listeners. Yeah, human. Well, maybe I'll, maybe I'll go ahead and uh, put together my own little outfit. I just, you know, take some electrical tape and tape my ears to my head. And <laughs> That's the weirdest shit, right? They do use electrical tape. Yeah. It's like they're a professional sport and they use fucking electrical tape to tape their ears. It's a head? roll, yeah, so you don't get cauliflower ear. Oh, that's the deal? It's the weirdest, weirdest oh. thing I've ever seen in sports. Do they just cover their whole ear? Why not wear yeah, headgear? Yeah, they just go oh. just around like yeah. twice over the top of their ears and, they're, does, and then they're good does to that go. would be too easy to actually wear something professionally done. Yeah. yeah. Keeps them intact. That's a good point. Weird. Well, we're not dissing the sport here. It's just. At all. That. It's a man no. sport. Yeah, it's just, I mean, uh, how much more of a I'm man do you have to be? I don't have a pair of those shorts. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, you're saying you did. And somebody keeps stealing the damn electrical tape out of my toolbox, so. Well, if you think about it, I mean, it, how much more manly can you be? You're using electrical tape. Yeah. It's not scotch tape. It's for electricity. It's for man shit. <laughs> you know? I think it'd be more manly if you used duct tape. I think yeah. that's yeah. the. Tape your sack up right. there. Yeah, for like ducks. You can't fix it with yeah. duct tape and a hammer. Need it replacing anyway. That's right. All right, you can check out Moon River Brew. 
Brewing.com, everybody, if you want a little more history on the company, if you want to check out the different beers that they make. I see uh, it's a nice, uh, easy-to-navigate website. You can find merchandise, all sorts of stuff over at MoonRiverBrewing.com. All right, guys, can we start talking about uh, some wort-boiling uh, science with you guys? I want to talk beer. Sure. Let's get started. We'll do a little bit of wort-boiling science. Pull out your mats and your pillows. Yeah, get ready. We'll do it for. <laughs> we'll try to break it up. We'll do this for a little while, then we'll take a break. Uh, you know, make sure everyone's got a beer in their hand. I'm actually excited about this topic because, uh, like I was saying at the beginning of the show, you know, we've covered different parts of this where people ask us, you know, what's the boil supposed to look like? Is Should it be vigorous? Should it not be? And we've covered these things, but we've not done a full topic about, you know, why and what and uh, and, and what's going on. So I want to talk about that with you guys. I'm glad you brought it up. Um, so tell us. Let's start with the easy stuff. Um, you know, when I started homebrewing, I was told, bring it to a nice, vigorous boil. Vigorously. And then later I was told, well, if it's rolling, you know, a little bit, then it's boiling. And then later I went to a brewery and I saw the fiercest boil I've ever seen in my life coming out of this steam jacketed kettle. <laughs> and then later, so you see what I'm saying? It's gone back and forth. So um, tell me what, what is your opinion, you know, your research and the beer that you guys are brewing. Um, vigorous versus quiet boiling. What do you think? Well, the, the unfortunate answer to that question is, you know, you've, you've, you've really got a lot of different scenarios, a lot of different flavors of beers coming out of these different kettles. And, uh, you know, on some level, maybe beer or beauty's in the eye of the beer holder, beer holder but from a, from a scientific standpoint, what's, uh, what's being pointed to now is the notion that we really want to just achieve the goals of wort boiling, not necessarily the act of boiling. Um, if that makes any sense at all. Yeah. Um, it's not so much that you can just nail it down and say, well, a vigorous boil should look like this, and this is going to give you the best results. Um, and, the, and the scary thing is, is with all this, the various technologies that have been applied now, there's uh, a million ways to skin this cat. Um, and as time How goes by, you? we start to get we start to get more and more. Um, uh, feedback on how some of the newer methods are working. So, uh, I, I want to just give a little bit of background here because okay, I, I, I really enjoy talking about word boiling, but um, I have to admit the the source of my inspiration on learning about word boiling has always been the fact that I've always had the shittiest kettles uh, that money can buy. Okay, so it's a you know it's one of these things where I just I I, I want to. Uh, Come up with ways that I can fix this problem without spending a bajillion dollars. I mean, we're a pretty low budget operation. I mean, we've, I've had, I've, I, I got the equipment that I got when we started. It, it was what was there, and you know, I've just made as many small improvements as I could over the years, and I intend to make more improvements as we go forward. But the point is, is that it's always being driven by the fact that I'm never, I've never been satisfied with the, with the, with the boil that we've got. And what we have is a direct fired kettle. It's basically just, I mean, it might as well be one of those big black cauldrons on top of a fire. Okay. That's a giant homebrew kettle. I mean, the same thing I would use at home, right? Yeah. Yeah, Well, yeah, pretty much. It's a 15 barrel homebrew kettle. Okay. Um, It was was made at a time. It was made at a time when, uh, you know, everybody and their brother was trying to get into the brewing business and, uh, there were a lot of people that were buying equipment that had no idea what they were buying, and unfortunately, uh, the the fabricators were kind of uh, taking advantage of this to a certain degree because um, e- either they didn't really know any better either, or um, 
they were just taking advantage of the fact that, well, this guy's not going to know any better. So here it is. It's the cheapest thing you can buy. Hooray. Right. It, it'll work, right? And as long as it's cheap, great. Good enough. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Now, having said that, um, I, we've brewed some good beers uh, on this system. We've brewed some award-winning beers on this system. Uh, I know a bunch of other people that have this exact same system that have been brewing great beers. Um, so, you know, it, one, one thing that I always like to um, bring up when I'm talking to homebrewers is that it's kind of one of those Zen Buddhist things, you know. There are many ping, there are many fingers pointing to the moon. You know, don't mistake the finger for the moon. The the moon is our objective, or there are many paths to leave. You know, whatever you want to phrase it. Yeah. As homebrewers, I mean, when I was homebrewing, I would get obsessed about one thing and just run with it and run with it and run with it, and uh, you know, oftentimes that really gets you nowhere. Um, uh, you really have to just kind of take the whole process. I mean, it's good to learn specifically about one one aspect of the process and then move on to something else. And this is part of how we learn just in general. But, um, you know, solving your, your word issues aren't, isn't going to solve all your problems in the brew house. Okay. Well, this is an excellent point. I mean, don't get hung up on the details uh, if you're not taking the whole picture into, into account. So indeed. Uh, so I can see. All right. So this is a good point. Don't get don't get caught up on these things. Um, but you still have to get. Pa- I mean, if, if one of these details has a big problem, then you have to get past that, right? And it sounds exactly. like I mean, your boil kettle was a bit of a problem that you had to figure out. Well, we have we we consistently uh, enter beers and competitions, and uh, uh, over the years we get a lot of the same comments back every year, and I I, th- I feel like we've improved. We've made a, as, almost as many improvements in our process, throughout our process, as we could. I mean, we do a lot of things that, that most brew pubs don't even think about um, throughout the process. And one of the things that it keeps coming back to is I think we, in order for us to take the next step with uh, making some uh, truly world-class beers, mm-hmm. in terms of uh, judging you know, the, the, the sensory aspect, yeah. I think we're going to have to improve how we boil our wort. Okay. So, well, so can you know, can you be a little more specific then? So, what kind of problems are people noting that you think is directly related to the boiling of your wort? Well, um, DMS. DMS is a big, a uh, big part of what we do. But also, okay. I think that um, there's a certain harshness that comes from direct fired boiling, and uh, this isn't going to be very uh, good news for ninety nine point nine percent of the homebrewers because that's how we do it. You know? Right, but, right. Uh, big sucking sound. Uh, go for it. Yeah, but um, you know the thing about direct fire uh, boiling is that uh, I'm going to use the term uh, boundary temperatures. What you're dealing with is you're applying heat to uh, this the bottom of your kettle. That's your heat transfer surface. Um, it's a fairly defined area, so you've got you know x square feet of heat transfer surface area, and you're applying how hot is a flame it's like 1600 degrees or something or, or you know just basically basic open flame or I, I don't know but it's really freaking hot so w- what you're dealing with there is uh, an extreme extremely high differential between the temperature of the word itself which can only be basically boiling 212 yeah. Fahrenheit yeah. Yeah. and the other side of that heat transfer surface area is you know 1400 degrees or whatever okay so th- th- you're you're applying an extreme uh, differential there, and what what the what the technology now is, is suggesting is that those really high boundary temperatures are what's sort of causing um, a lot of these uh, 
staling precursors and also a lot of harsh characteristics that can come 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 out of the result of uh, boiling with these high boundary temperatures. Okay. Um, precursors to aldehydes, aldehydic characters. and um, I, On the other hand, what's interesting is if you go back and look at the history of brewing, when everybody was using um, uh, direct-fired boiling and uh, the technology had first come around to start using steam, so people started using these steam coils and so forth. Uh, there was just an incredible outcry in the brewing community, uh, you know, a, a call to for brewers to go back to direct fired boiling, and you know, there's only one way to develop the flavor, and, and you can just imagine these. It was guys, a, it was a leprechaun who was complaining about this stuff. Did, did the Irish accent slip out somehow? <laughs> I, mean, no, I, think, I think these guys are all German, actually, but, uh, or Austrian or something. Yeah, they, yeah. They seem to be at the forefront of most of the technological advances at, at, that, at that particular time. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, as they are now. I mean, the, the Germans uh, yeah. tend to sort of drive the train when it comes to um, at least brew house technology. Oh, they own that shit. And they own Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> and buying up really? everything. Nazi. Uh, so, uh, yeah, but it, w- what's interesting is that if you kind of back up from all of that, uh, a lot of what's driving um, the technology now, it's not even so much the brewing, the flavor issues as much as trying to figure out how to use less and less energy. So, I mean, a lot of these German yeah. uh, engineers are doing an incredible job of trying to figure out how to use uh, less energy, make, making your brew house more green, uh, recovering more heat from, like, once you've done what you need to do with that heat, recovering that heat. Yeah. Um, and there's, it, you know, if you're as geeked out as uh, I am about this kind of stuff, um, there's just so much cool stuff. I, the problem with talking about this on the radio is that what I need is a, is a, uh, a chalkboard so I can draw pictures. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, all these different designs. Feel but free, we'll, go we'll, ahead. We'll, we'll do the best we can with it. There's some neat stuff um, that you may or may not be able to apply to the homebrewing world, but um, I don't know. Maybe we should just kind of back up to the whole, like, what do we need to do? Like, how how, how hard do we need to boil that that sort of thing? And kind of take it from there. Yeah, because, I mean, that is something that, it, I mean, we could certainly talk about, I, I think, the science, but, you know, different ways to boil. I mean, the first time I saw, uh, I, I've seen the difference between a steam-jacketed kettle and a direct-fire kettle, and the difference is unbelievable, <laughs> and how quickly you can get a, a wort to boil and all sorts of that stuff. But it's something that, as a homebrewer, of course, we're not going to see until we start, uh, you know, uh, moving in, into the professional world. So, you know, maybe... Well, I've seen steam kettles that just barely boil at all. Really? They just... They were radically under-engineered, and they just okay. barely even simmered, and the beer tasted like soup. Okay. Uh, mm, I, I've, I've been at the helm of uh, some of those brew kettles, unfortunately. And well, so, so to be clear, as we guide the discussion then, we obviously want to bo- – I mean, one thing you said at the beginning here is that we want the results of boiling – Right, we want the we want the 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 reaction that takes place by boiling our our wort without necessarily having to boil the shit out of our out of our wort. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, let's just talk first of all about what are the goals of wort boiling. Um, obviously, we have to boil hops in order to get the isomerization mm-hmm. of the hops. Um, uh, the iso alpha acids are something like nine times as bitter as just straight alpha acids in in the hops. So uh, and and the whole deal with the alpha acids is that it's kind of a losing battle to begin with because you you start with X amount of alpha acids that you're putting into the kettle and you get such an incredibly small fraction of that in the final product. Yeah. Um, because okay. the yeast is taking a lot of that away, um, you're only utilizing so much of it in the kettle, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So 
Uh, David's sitting here giggling, so I can only assume that there must be some entertaining stuff on the... Uh... I think he just giggles a lot. <laughs> He's a giggler. <laughs> That's something from Anyhow, um, the giggler. So you've got your hop utilization. Um, a big part of what you're trying to do is the volatilization of various aromatic compounds. Yeah. Um, and we're going to keep coming back to that because that's, it's, it's one of the sort of pivotal points uh, in this whole exercise. Uh, also, we're talking about coagulable proteins. You're trying to uh, get some of those proteins to uh, come together and hopefully flock out. Okay. But not too much. You know, there's a there's a there's uh, you can only go, you can only take that so far before you start stripping out some of your uh, foam uh, foam positives. Okay. Uh, and that that can come as a result of overboiling. Which, by the uh, way, Doc, uh, we've talked about that with your little scrape off the shit on top of the boil method, yeah. and and that other home brewers, I think Tasty included, has noted that if he scrapes off that junk, you ha- you get less uh, head retention. Have you said that before, Tasty? Or am uh, I putting words? Yeah, in I now? have, but you know that's probably an extreme. If I probably would have just left some in there, I probably yeah. would have. That's just interesting to hear John say that because yeah. we do know that it's this protein right. break happening. Uh, it's interesting to hear John say that there is a limit. You you want the break to happen, but you don't want it. So much of it to fall out and be gone because it will affect your head retention. Anyway, it's no, interesting yeah, to hear. I'm, I'm not I even sure where I stand on that because there's a little bit of confusion there. We've we, uh, one of my buddies at New Belgium. You know, they operate this the system called the Merlin system. Mm-hmm. Now, the Merlin system is a uh, is a Steinecker technology that that basically has. Um, the kettle is in two parts. You have one part that is unheated. It's essentially just a big tank. It's a whirlpool. It's effectively a whirlpool. And that wort is pumped to the second part, which is essentially a conical-shaped uh, heat exchanger. Um, it's an enormous conical-shaped uh, heat exchanger where the wort comes out of the top and, and runs down this cone in a very thin film. And the idea is that because it's such a thin film, you have to apply very little um, energy in order to get it to actually boil. Ah, okay. um, now, in, in theory, this all sounds great because the idea is that you're not applying uh, the, 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 that, that differential, that, that heat transfer surface area. I mean, it can barely be, um, you know, at 15 PSI, you're only at like 250 degrees Fahrenheit, right? So um, I, I don't know what they're running this thing at, but the idea is that you, there's way less BTUs being applied, so it's more economical or more environmentally friendly, but it's also uh, much less stressful to the beer. So a lot, the, but, the, the heat differential is quite a bit different then. Yeah, correct. Yeah. You know, I mean, whereas mine, if if I'm if I got a, a differential of fourteen hundred degrees, uh, you know, and Just they're to get going it to between, boil. yeah, yeah, and their and their differential is between two hundred and fifty and two hundred and twelve degrees. Hmm. You know, that's quite quite that's, significant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in theory, you would expect uh, you know an overall uh, quality improvement. As a result of the fact that it's not, you don't have these stale, just enormous amount of staling precursors uh, taking place. But do you? But uh, well, no. That, I, the analysis would show that uh, this TBI, this uh, this, there's an indices that shows uh, these these markers that show what these how, how to what degree the thermal stress is occurring. Um, and I, I, I always try to remember what the hell TBI stands for. It's like thio. Buter, Schnarben, Acid, Phosphoryl, Dejekylhyde. We won't remember it anyway. It's all That's right. It's a technical term. You uh, yeah. Chat room will pull it up in a minute. Yeah. Yeah, there's probably some en- uh, engineer type out there that'll be like, well, you idiot, did see. But does it work? Is there a big difference? Well, what, what, uh, what's interesting is, you know, so many years after they put the system in, um, I'm, what I'm hearing from my friend, said uh, New Belgium, is that 
they're they're reworking some of the design of their whirlpool to try to get a better hot break and i mean i think it achieves what they wanted to achieve in terms of the bottleization it's apparently it's so good at the bottleization of um aromatic compounds like dms that they actually have to pull it back some pull you know uh they actually have to add less heat hmm. um in that in that final phase otherwise they just strip it out like fat tire i mean fat tire truth be told is a fairly dmsy kind of grainy beer yeah uh, and i'm not being critical by saying that it's just it is what it is i um, agree with that it's, it's a very gr- grainy beer it's almost uh i mean it almost to me has I, i'm extremely sensitive to dms so I, I i i come up with all kinds of uh descriptors for it but uh, to me it almost has a, a little bit of that baked beanie kind of uh quality okay um uh, uh, having said that, it's a lovely beer. It's it's malty, but for, apparently from a process standpoint, these guys are having a really hard time uh, getting the kind of hot break that they what they want to see. Um, and I haven't. I, I wish I'd uh, followed up and gotten kind of the lowdown on how their uh, their rework of the whirlpool had had affected things. But, um, but the question that I have is 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 the is the hot break issue that they're having a result of. Um, the fact that this the system is pumping the wort the whole time, and when you're pumping, you've got a centrifugal pump that's just beating up uh, that hot break um, for I, I don't know I, I'm not sure how long they run their um, their boil, but it's probably somewhere between a half an hour and an hour, um, and that's a lot of time to just be to run in the pump. Now, having said that, I'm getting ready to do a system some modifications in our brew house that are very similar to that uh, in terms of pumping constantly. And it'll be interesting to see whether our protein just completely goes to shit because we're pumping it the whole time. Uh, so let me and, let me ask you this because uh, I'm envisioning what you're talking about, and I can see you know we're talking about a recirculation of wort here to get it to hot break. All right. So is the issue, and and this is something that us home brewers now it can take away too, is it the amount of time it takes for us to bring it to a boil, to bring it to a point of hot break? Is that what we're talking about, uh, or or is it just the the length of time the hot break itself occurs? You see what I'm saying? Like, uh, is it going to matter as a homebrewer if I bring my work to a boil within five minutes or within 35 minutes? Is that what we're talking about here? Well, the, as usual, with everything in brewing, there's kind of push and pull with a lot of different parameters. I mean, on one hand, it'd be great if you could instantly come to a boil because then you wouldn't have all that thermal stress because the thermal stress is going to be a function of time as well as temperature. Mm-hmm. You know, the longer you're exerting that heat, um, the worse your thermal stress indices are going to look. Okay. But having said that, um, you've also got the whole bottleization issue. Um, if you can get, if you can achieve the, the right, the all the results that you want in the shortest amount of time, that's ideal. But uh, some things are going to take longer. The whole thing with the protein, Chris and I were actually just talking about this right before the show. Um, it, what's interesting about protein is that something like ninety percent of your coagulable protein is formed before you ever even get to a boil. Like by the time you get to ninety-five degrees C, it's almost done. So you haven't even gotten to a full boil yet, and most of your protein's already coagulated. And so now you're going to spend the rest of your boil. Uh, you know, I used to boil for two hours on the same system before I kind of, you know, figured some of these things out. And um, you know, by the end of two hours, you know, I, it takes me two hours just to heat up. And then two, if I was boiling for two hours, I mean, this is a long, long time yeah. to just beat the crap out of these proteins. And so they're, they they don't get any better. It's not like they're going to get you know harder and harder. They actually they they coagulate up and then they start to fall apart. So is well, the goal you know, then so. to get as much done as possible in a short a period of time? I mean, 
Well, this is what I'm saying. Yes and no. I mean, yeah. if you could, or if just you could, get it done and don't keep going because, uh, like, with the whirlpool, be- beating it up and you're not going to get it to drop out. Yeah. What you said. What you said. Yeah. So, okay. like, if we shift from the coagulable protein thing to the bitterness thing, the one thing that the German, uh, you know, researchers, uh, you know, they're, they're deploying all these different technologies to try to figure out how they can actually achieve the goals of wort boiling without actually boiling. And the one I thing see. that, that uh, you really can't. Uh, pull off is you can't get that isomerization without uh, uh, something like a half an hour um, of good solid boiling. And there's there's actually some mechanical issues there too. There's something there's a little bit of mystique with the whole rolling action. Uh, like you're not going to get the same utilization if, if it's just in there uh, without that rolling boil. All right, let's so stop some there of these for a second. Synergistic. Let's talk. I, I got to get us to a break, but this is something I want to talk about too about the how vigorous this boil is. Right? Is it rolling? Is it going crazy? Let me ask a question I got from the chat room for you guys, and then we'll take a break, and then we'll come back and start talking about that. But the question um, is having to do about kind of what you just mentioned. How uh, you know a lot of this isomerization is happening before you've even come to a boil, right? Um, so someone asks, "Hey, if we're doing a ninety-minute boil, when should I start my timer?" During the soft boil, or not until it's a hard boil? I mean, can we, you know, is there maybe a temperature that we should start our timer at for our 90-minute boil, or we just do the whole traditional, it's boiling, start the timer? What do you think about that? Uh, so we're going to take a break before we talk about no, this? No, is this a long answer? <laughs> <laughs> so let me With ask me, you that. Uh, have you guys listened to John, or have you guys fallen asleep? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not going to stop. No, uh, nine out of ten of us are still awake, John. We all got to okay. pee. <laughs> well, the, what we were talking about was not isomerization there with the uh, before it even comes to a boil. The isomerization stuff takes some time. That that's the one thing that you actually have to come to a boil in okay. order to achieve um, the coagulable protein stuff. Okay, like if if you could magically remove all that protein, like if you could just if you could barely get it to a boil, and then whirlpool then, and then go about your business like if you could just get that tube out of there before you even started boiling yeah um that might be better for the coagulable protein but then again it might not because some of these things do end up working together you know it's like you, you can pick this process apart um you can just pick it to death but in the end some of these things may not work very well without each other well you have to have some of that nitrogen from the protein to help the yeast in their uh in the fermentation too right yep and then that's part of the whole idea of like over you know, overdoing it with coagulable nitrogen. I mean, if you if you take too much out, you're going to have head retention issues, and you're going to have you're probably going to have some yeast issues as well. Yeah, but what you take out, you you you've got it. Why can't you add some back in, just as much as you need? It won't be soluble for the most part. Okay, because uh, it's not coming through the boil. I get you. Yeah. Okay. So without explaining why, that almost sounded do like I do I start the timer when I see it boiling, or do I start my 90 minute timer before that? Well. The short answer to that is the way we do it is we don't call it boiling until uh, it's up and rolling and we've taken our first boil sample. So, you know, if I'm, you know, getting a soda or something (laughs) and I come back and it's been boiling for five minutes already, well, guess what? Now it's boiling. Okay. I'm taking my sample now and I'm throwing the hops in. Okay, good. All right. Um, that's good, enough. and that's so the, a traditional. I mean, that's what we do yeah, too. That's what I, I think this maybe this person was just wondering should I, should I change how I do that? But it sounds like no. Keep it with. from a technical standpoint. Uh, if if our goal is to minimize the amount of time that we're applying heat to this boil, yeah. Then you know, and this is I'm just going to throw more gasoline on the fire here. Uh, 
you know, I hear a lot of talk in the homebrew circles about um, first first wort hopping and stuff like that. I've, I haven't really done anything with that, um, and I, I'm not going to refute that it, it works. But uh, I, I've had some interesting conversations with some of the guys in our group, the homebrew group here in Savannah, about exactly what we're talking about, whether we're talking about isomerization of hop, hop acids or whether we're talking about um, uh, aromatic compounds. And uh, the long story short is, whatever you put in that kettle at any time, it's still going to take the same amount of time to get the alpha acids out. So whether it, the, the the hops are in there for two hours while you're heating up and come and you actually boil for say a half an hour or an hour or whatever, um, it, that it's it's still going to take the same amount of time for for the efficiency to occur, the the actual conversion um, of alpha acids to iso alpha acids. Okay, but. Uh, there is a point of, I think, diminishing returns. I mean, it, there's no there's no need to boil more than a half an hour for the sake of hop uh, utilization. Interesting. Half an hour. Tasty. What do you think about that, Mr. Hop Man over there? I'll, have to, I'll be able to have lunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shorten your day. All right. We're going to well, come I mean, back we, to this. We keep talking about all these efficiencies, and uh, the first thing Chris says to me is like, well, how the hell am I going to get the mash done cleaned out in time to do this? Yeah. If, if we're only boiling for half an hour. I'm like, well, figure it out. We're going to have to figure out a way to do that. <laughs> More vessels. John actually yeah. have to stick around a little bit. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, yeah. John comes in the morning, transfers right. out the uh, the uh, our fermenter, and then yeah. heads home. And uh, he's yeah, the, if we're he's the boss. staying around, we need some help. Well, right, maybe man, maybe yeah. I can hire David Little to do it. There you go. You have kids. Yeah, uh, actually, he's too young blood. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to continue this when we come back, if that's all right, folks. Uh, hang in there. 888-401-BEER. That's how you get to us if you've got any questions. We're talking about wort boiling science, and we're going to talk a little bit about calcium in the brew process, too, when we come back. Hang in there. It's the session. You're listening to the Brewcasters, the Brewcasters. on the Brewing Network. What's good for the earth, good for your body, and great for your brew? Organic ingredients. This holiday season, the organic ingredient experts Seven Bridges Co-op in awesome Santa Cruz, California, offers you the gift that keeps on giving to our planet. Sustainable, fair-wage ingredients to make the best organic homebrew you've ever had. There's a growing demand for organic products, and your choice to brew with them supports organic farmers worldwide. Brew organic, and you'll brew excellent beer that is free from chemical residues and genetically modified organisms, and you'll help contribute to a better world. If you're looking for organic ingredients, Seven Bridges offers a huge selection of USDA-certified kits and raw ingredients from 8 ounces to 50-pound sacks of grain, whole and pellet hops, and all the equipment you need. Seven Bridges, the organic homebrew experts since 1997. Visit www.breworganic.com. The Brewing Network brings together the winner of the Sam Adams Long Shot Competition and the most awarded homebrewer in history to do battle in the next chapter of The Jamil Show. Can you brew it? Every episode, Jamil Zanishev and Mike McDowell lay their reputations on the line to brew your favorite commercial beer and put their results to the test. Perfect match or perfect drain pour. Tune in for the recipes, techniques, and interviews with the pros that answer the question, Can you brew it? 
The Jamil Show, Can You Brew It? airs every other Monday on the Brewing Network. White Labs, your source for maltose mowing monsters, announces the White Labs Platinum lineup for 2009. Looking for out-of-the-ordinary yeast to make the best beer possible? The Platinum strains from White Labs are only available for a limited time and make your homebrew stand out. Through February, find Australian Ale, Essex Ale, and Dusseldorf Alt Yeast. March and April, it's Nottingham Ale, Abbey 4, and Mexican Lager Yeast. And May through June, don't miss Premium Bitter Ale, Belgian Wit 2, and Belgian Bastogne Ale Yeast. Keep up with all the great yeasts in the White Labs Platinum Program at whitelabs.com, where you can also join the White Labs Customer Club. Brew with the freshest and most unique yeast with the White Labs 2009 Platinum Strains. White Labs. It's all in the vial. Hilo, what's your feel like? Take awesome and multiply it by two. Yeah! <laughs> Spraying live beer radio all over your face. <laughs> Can't get any better than this, baby. <laughs> it's the Brewing Network. The Brewing Network. Saving your life. One beer at a time. Justin called me a faggot. I did not. And I crapped in his shoes. Wow. That's your limerick? It's a new variation of the Cleveland yeah, steamer. Yeah. Crapping in your buddy's shoes. It's a Pacheco sneaker. <laughs> <laughs> JP just invented the Pacheco sneaker. I love it. It's good. That's yeah. awesome. Pacheco just the AHA conference. Somebody's going to get a Pacheco sneaker. You bet your ass they are. <laughs> I'm going to see to that. Hey, man. If the, if the BN couldn't put Pacheco on the map, the Pacheco sneaker will. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're back from the, with the guys from Moon River Brewing Company. we got John Pinkerton and Chris Lady on the line with us. We're talking about some wort-boiling science. I want to move us on to talking about this uh, recirculation of the wort as we're, as we're boiling it. Uh, I think it's an interesting concept. Um, I think it flies in the face of a lot of the hot side aeration talk, but um, a lot of that seems to be myth anyway. According to, if you listen to one of the Bruce Strong shows on hot side aeration, we have uh, Dr. Charlie Bamforth talking about it there. It's really a great interview where he kind of says, you know, there's plenty of other shit you got to worry about before you worry about exactly. Hot side and who better to say that than Charlie? I exactly. Mean, the guy is just—he's an entertainer. I love that guy. He's a nice um, guy, and he—I mean—he's really spent the last couple years researching hot side aeration. And his bottom of the line was, uh, you know, don't worry about it. It's a bunch of other stuff to to figure out. So. Well, one of my mentors basically said the same thing. I mean, uh, I had kind of brought some of that, that uh, hot side aeration verver from my homebrewing past. And uh, when I was at the Siebel Institute in 1996, um, <laughs> I, somebody just pulled me aside and said, look, just cool it with the hot side aeration stuff. I mean, you have got bigger fish to fry. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you can't nail what's going on in your package product, if you can't package. deal with your dissolved oxygen issues with your filtrations, Filtration. then... It, you know, hot saturation doesn't mean fuck all because yeah. those things uh, that I just mentioned are so much uh, more critical in terms of that, that the staling characteristics. Hey, you're wasting uh, your time. JP hasn't been able to nail what's with his package in years. So, uh, 
You know what I'm saying? Hasn't nailed anything. I yeah, haven't gotten them. I haven't gotten the donation from that feedback guy yet, JP. So yeah. so game is still on. Oh man. Yeah, sorry, buddy. So what if you have nailed everything else down? <laughs> and some of us like to air out the package from time to time. It's <laughs> a good That's idea. The nutters. That's are what for. nutters are for. <laughs> exactly. Auto heat adjusting those nutters. All right. So so talk to me about a pump over in the boil. What's this deal where you're actually recirculating your wort as you're boiling it? Well, a couple of the um, equipment manufacturers, probably German, um, started employing um, – essentially what they were trying to do is we have uh, – one method of boiling wort is, involves calandrias, uh, where basically a heat exchanger that is external to the kettle. Um, well, it could also be internal. You have internal calandrias and external calandrias. With an external, what you're dealing with is uh, basically pumping the wort out of the kettle through uh, what's usually a, a, a shell and tube or a, a tube bundle um, to exchange your, your, your steam heat uh, to the wort. And then that usually comes uh, fairly explosively back into the kettle um, from over top um, and being pumped over what we often call a china hat. Um, and the idea is it's, it's basically just a spreader. The idea is to kind of just <laughs> spread that word out uh, in, a, in a nice thin film over top of the uh, this, that steaming word. Okay. And what it does is it essentially scrubs um, uh, that, that thin film of word. It, it's the, the steam coming up through that word is being scrubbed of a lot of its volatile compounds. Like DMS. Now, DMS uh, in particular. Um, okay. DMS is kind of a... Uh, a sticky wicket because there's an enormous amount of precursor in there that, that uh, the precursor to DMS, SMS, um, and you can just boil forever and there's still, there's, it still just keeps on coming. Okay. And, and that, that, that comes back to the malt. I mean, it's, just, it's not something that you can really get away from, but the key is to um, make sure that you're volatilizing what you can of it. Um, and it, again, this comes back to personal taste and comes back to the style of beers. Um, to some extent, but um, if you're trying to achieve a certain level of DMS evolution, you, th- this is a very effective way to do it. Okay. Um, there's a handful of other little tricky th- things you can do. I mean, th- there's there's uh, these vacuum chambers that they're pumping work through, um, use, utilizing some sort of si- similar kind of situation where either it's the the word is being run down the walls in the thin film of a tube or something, or uh, in some cases being spread out just like it was over the china hat, yeah. but under vacuum. Uh, so... If I'm doing it as a home brewer, then, if I'm going to recirculate my wort as it's boiling, the key is that it has to it has to see the air above the wort, I guess is what I'm trying, for lack of a better way to say it. It has to kind of fall over that steam. I can't recirculate it in such a way that I'm just putting it right back into the top of the liquid. That's correct. Okay. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. Um, but the point I'd like to make is that it really shouldn't, because I think what you're driving at is it is this a hot side aeration issue? Well, I'm not um, actually worried it, about that. I'm actually just driving at is all this sounds like a lot, of, a lot of effort, and is it worth it to me to do? You know, I that's hard for me to say. Um, you know, sometimes when you when you come back to the the, the you know the, the tiny little five gallon work, work kettle, yeah, it, it all seems so simple. And like, why not just boil it and put it in the carboy and it comes out beer and it's all good. <laughs> well, yeah. except propane, uh, you know, propane is three dollars a gallon. So, uh, 
So we could, yeah, it <laughs> has gotten more expensive. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's a couple packets of ramen every time Shad has to brew a batch of beer out there now. So <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I'm trying to, re- if I can get him down to a 35 minute boil by recirculating this bad boy, yeah. then uh, you don't have to right. feed him so much. And I don't have to feed well, him so yeah. goddamn much. <laughs> Here's what I will say. Um, you know, whenever you start talking about pumping hot liquids. And I know this sounds really dorky for me to say, but I'm crying out loud, safety first. I mean, yeah, this is, I know. Yeah. Uh, you could really, really hurt yourself yeah. uh, pretty quick. Um, Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's dangerous <laughs> yeah. business. With yeah. any luck. <laughs> With you any luck, it would go quickly. Uh, yeah, you don't brew in your uh, short, your nutty. Your, nut- your nutters. No, no. no. Yeah. That could be very <laughs> Your nutties. <laughs> I like, Tasty has a pet name for his nutters, and they're his nutties. <laughs> That's the, that's the British version. Yeah, it must be, uh, <laughs> yeah so, I like to brew in my wellies and my nutties. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So in a home brewer, as a home brewer, I'm looking to save. Well, I am really uh, looking to save propane and time. Yeah. So if you know, I can find another way to get the uh, SMS out of my beer uh, quicker. That's great. I'll, then you would I'll think about off. doing this. Yes. Well, yeah. What I would say first and foremost is, why don't you just try boiling for a half an hour and see what happens. Just, just change your, your do the same brew that you've always done. You know, one of your standards, Tasty. You're a guy who you, I you, you've definitely got, do brew the beer. The same and way, and yeah. the only thing, I, I'm I'm just asking, Josh. So the only thing he would change is to change his boil to 30 minutes. Yeah, why okay. not? And All see right. what happens. You you're gonna have to adjust your um, your fill volume in the kettle. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Can which do. incidentally it brings me to a point. Um, before we got started, and uh, the guys have been passing me this note, these these notes about uh, to talk about dipstick technology, as we call it. Uh, okay. Um, there was a there was a somebody posted earlier about uh, over sparging. Yeah. And I and I I've heard this so many times from uh, from homebrewers in our group. Uh, you know, they say, well, what? How, how do you avoid over sparging? And I, my answer to that is, what the hell is over sparging? I mean, you you only put so much word into a kettle. For a given size batch, right? Right. So yeah, you're what's the issue of sparging? I mean, if you're making a ten gallons from a five gallon batch, well, you're probably going to run into some issues with over sparging. But I don't. I don't. I've never heard of that. So, um, John makes so a good point. My, my my answer to that is, get yourself a stick. You know, a dipstick. Big, big fucking. Stick. We have a lot of sticks in Pacheco. I can do this. You know, I've gone get by yourself dipstick. a stick and put a mark on it. And when they, when you get to the right level in your kettle, well, it's full. You don't have to worry about oversparging. Yeah. You know, you don't have to worry about tannins and all that kind of stuff. Yep. Or what about um, just like when your kettle is full? Your kettle is full. Right on. <laughs> you know, like, I, do no more. <laughs> I mean, uh, hey, look, guys, my kettle's full. You think that means my kettle's full? Yeah. No, no, no. Maybe I'll take it another three gallons and see what I get. Yeah, what the fuck, right? Let's try it. We got more sparge water. Well, don't worry. The, bo- the boil over is self-adjusting. Yeah. No, but this is, a, it's an excellent, actually. No, no, I'm worried about tannins, though. We don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like the stick idea because also if you figured out your evaporation rate and all that, then you know exactly where on the stick that you need to be. And that's actually a, help, help you with all that. sorts of easy uh, measurements if you don't want to use ProMash. If you, and, and it doesn't if you don't have a laptop. so much if you use a stick. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I, can I just... Sounds technical. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's a yard it's sophisticated. No. There was this guy named Charlie Papazian. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's on Doc's Facebook. Yeah. I've heard of him. <laughs> he was probably wearing some nutters when he, you know, in that picture where he's like, holding a beer. Oh, guaranteed. Yeah. Guaranteed. What do you mean was? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, go on. I have to be careful. I'm going to be working very closely with Charlie here. We always work with Charlie. It's fine. Bring your nutters. And Charlie, we most of us would not be here without Charlie. But absolutely. uh, But he had this saying, you know, just relax, homebrew. Yeah. 
Something like that. That was a long way to go to use uh, his saying, John, i got to admit. It's a long way to run. It's <laughs> yeah. a long hey, way to run a marathon in nutters. So this whole thing was... When you're going to be a bear, yeah. you might as well be a grizzly, right? Yeah. <laughs> Wearing nutters. Tasty. What are you guys drinking now? Or same beer? Uh, at the moment, I'm drinking a left hand. I'm drinking a sawtooth ale. Switching what it style up. is that to me? <laughs> like, if you're me. Yeah. If you were like, what style of beer IPA? is that? It's an ESB. Uh, Another ESB. Oh, oh, nice. Apparently it's an ESB. Hey, how much are you guys paying McGruff is to be your PR guy? Is he in the chat <laughs> yeah, PRing well, he, them? Because he thinks I give a fuck about what's happening in the background. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I've gotten so far. This is what I've gotten Go from, ahead, from the whole show. Go ahead. Give us the play-by-play. Can John get DOTW and still do the interview? Yes. He's working on it. We all are. It's like talking to Sully. John has opinions on oversparging. If the talk gets slow, we can bring it back up. John's also going to be at the NHC. Any tweaks I need to pass along? He's trying to Damn. help out. Now John's panless. Just a heads up, John just got elected to the BA board. Dude! What, are we dating right now? Do you think I care? I'll tell you what. If my if my producer was working as hard as John Little right now, I'd be happy giving me all that information. I like it. Well, look. I'll have him send it to you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he, he probably thought Bevo was sitting over there. Yeah. 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 Just, not. The beauty of it is that David's like a freaking octopus. I mean, he's got he's doing the, he's working the the jetty thing, and he's like getting us beers, and there's pizza, and I mean, he's like uh, he's like our bitch. He's your bitch. I was gonna say. I'm glad you said it first. I was, I was trying to be nice. Yeah. I'd, I'd pay attention, there's, but there's I'm, no need for that. I'm yeah, trying to make Baloo hungry by talking about Nutter Butters in the chat room. <laughs> All right, so here's what we're going to do. Tasty is going to try a 30-minute boil and report back yeah. to us and see what Can changes. Uh, and and then uh, I think this is interesting because, you know, uh, to just to, I want to move us on a little bit here. But, uh, you know, to kind of summarize, we're talking about the reason that we boil for this amount of time is to get rid of these volatiles. And so how do we uh, get rid of them without the negative effects of, you know, say, scorching, the, the differential between the temperature at the bottom of the kettle and, and, the, and the boiling wort itself. And so a couple of different methods, you know, this recirculating the wort where, where the wort then splashes over the steam at the top, gets more vo- volatiles out quickly, etc., uh, etc. Et Tasty's going to give us a, a, a good example of the difference in his beer if he just goes for 30 minutes. And in this case, if you're not, you know, if you're not changing anything other than your 30-minute boil, it's going to be interesting to see if we pick up on DMS, if we pick up on uh, on a wordy type of a flavor if we pick up on some of these things that um, so that we know yeah you need to go back to your 60 or 90 minutes well, so he's open yeah. nothing will change but his propane bill about his propane I mean imagine that <laughs> imagine how happy you're going to be about the show tasty if you come back and go beer's just as good as ever and I save myself 15 bucks on propane it's not the money it's the extra trips I got to make to you know always yeah. be getting the damn stuff yeah every brew day it well, seems like I got to get a, another thing of it right you, you summed it up very well and it, my prediction is that your beer's going to taste like soup you think so? Okay. So that <laughs> there's, it's a problem that happen. has to be solved. I, I know what would happen with our kettle. Yeah. Uh, if we if we only boiled a half an hour, we'd, we'd definitely be picking up some DMS. Okay. Uh, more DMS, I should say. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but then, then this is why we're going to put in the pump over uh, deal. Okay. Uh, now, would you think that you'd have to put in more heat with the pump over? Maybe probably, probably not on your system, but say on a typical homebrew system, because you're going to lose a lot of heat with the pump over. Goes, yeah, you're going to have to it, insulate those pipes. Yeah, because it goes back over. and I mean, Inevitably, even, you're going to lose some BTUs. Right, even with my whirlpool. Away. I start my whirlpool, and it, it just sucks the boil right out of it. Mm-hmm. 
Because I'm hey, but here, here, check this out. Here's another little sneaky thing that uh, I don't know who came up with, but there's but there's another idea for another concept for for minimizing DMS. All right, so we're boiling away. We're basically evolving DMS at about the same rate that the SMS, the the precursor, right, is coming on, right? Um, well, as it turns out, you don't really um, cleave off uh, DMS from the precursor until you, after you get over. Uh, 180, I think. Is that something like that? Ah, shit. I was told there would be no math. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I, I'm trying to convert from Celsius to Fahrenheit. And Give me the number. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's basically minutes. just uh, It's just under... Give me the Fahrenheit. I'll give you the Celsius. Yeah, it's something like 90, 92, 95, something it's like that. It's like 92 degrees C for 180 degrees. Yeah, that's that's about right. I it's, think so. It's less. Yeah, I tried this, 180 I tried degrees this. is about 83 C. Oh, 83. Yeah. Oh, good boy. Yeah. yeah wait, wait to use Google. Way to cheat. <laughs> we have a chart. How's that Wikipedia site? <laughs> we have a chart. We do cheat. Just trying to help. <laughs> I, I got one of those little Brees cards, the Brees malting cards in my wallet. I, I need to do the quick version. I have a blackjack card in my wallet. You know, it tells you when to hit and when not to hit. And that's the only card I keep there. Um, yeah, so, so what you do is um, the, the whole thing is... During the boil, you're, it's kind of a break-even process with the DMS. But what happens is when you go to uh, whirl, whirlpool, and then rest. I mean, you're just the DMS is going through the roof um, still- because you're not you're not evolving it. So uh, what, basically, what you do is you uh, you apply your heat exchange and bring it down to what did we come up with? Ninety two. Yeah, below that. Yeah, because you're still cleaving it. You're starting with your SSM and pulling. You're still producing it, but without the boil, you're not driving off the DMS. Right, right. So So, what you're saying is just bring it down as fast as you can, down below uh, the... Yeah, but you can only go so far before you start affecting the the hot break. So that's that's that magic magic number that I probably should have gotten hip to before uh, I came on the program. (laughs) (laughs) That all math It's been a couple years since I gave this lecture. Um, uh, So the idea is it's called wort pre-cooling. You basically... Chill the wort just down enough to uh, to to get yourself to that point where you're not actually cleaving off the DMS and uh, and then go through your uh, uh, your your rest and you're not you don't have to worry about it. Now I tried this at uh, Arbury, but we have a plate uh, a plate heat exchanger and it just got completely bunged up with hops and trube and stuff. Nah. It was a night. I even tried to put in a little bag filter prior to it, and the bag filter locked up in about. I mean, it was working beautifully. It, like it, it, I, I couldn't have calculated that temperature more perfectly, and uh, like two minutes into it, it just completely locked up. So we had to abort. <laughs> abort. Our bung abort. is clogged. Die, die, die. <laughs> Pattern's full, Ghost Rider. Yeah. So. <laughs> All so right. There you go. <clears throat> Okay, let, let's move on to uh, calcium throughout the brew process. I mean, it sounds to me like essentially if we could shorten this boil time and get the same, uh, you know, volatiles, then uh, it's a win-win situation. situation. When, uh, as long exactly. as we've isomerized the hops, which you're saying happens uh, relatively uh, quickly anyway, um, you know, th- then we could do all of this. But I don't know that it's going to happen on a, on a homebrew level. I'd be interesting, John, uh, interested to hear you come back to us after you change to this whirlpool boiling. Um, 
to find out what happens. I have yeah, two. You want to come back and say, yeah, I spent $12,000 and it didn't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'd Ouch. love to hear that. Yeah, that'd be great. It's good radio. Yeah. Sucks for it to be yeah. John, but it's good radio. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Why did we have you on the program? Yeah. <laughs> um, I have two questions I sent you from the chat room that are still related to boiling. I don't know if you want to cover those real quick. One seems like a... Actually, they both kind of seem like long answers, but... Um, I just figured I'd, I figured I'd point them out while we're semi on topic. Do it. I said semi. All right, I'll give you the whole. Uh, <laughs> uh, in the spirit of John Pinkerton, I'll give you the whole long-winded question, John. Uh, okay. It's a switcheroo. <laughs> let's see. Uh, he says, uh, "I'm an extract brewer. I do partial boils, and this, of course, affects my hops utilization. My understanding of why is not so much the high gravity of my boil, but more due to the amount of break material." That ends up in my boil. So, would is this all? Is this the same question? question? Still? Yeah. Sure. Would yeah, would bringing my work to boil, cooling, and racking off the break, then reboiling with my hops improve utilization? Think about that. <sighs> Think about it. Let me just back up a little bit. <clears throat> Sounds like a lot of work. I just had twins, and I'm literally having the first beers. You must be tired. That hurts. And (laughs) wait a minute, it hurts. Wait, like two beers, and I'm kind of the doctor told you after your cesarean that you're not allowed to have beer or something. (laughs) Yeah. The good news is my pussy feels great. (laughs) Good, (laughs) tighter than ever. My husband loved it. (laughs) Put that, put that father's knot in there. Put that extra father's knot. (laughs) What's the matter, David? Is your wife listening? Oh boy! Shouldn't have told her about it, Dave. (laughs) If my wife is listening, she's going to kill me. (laughs) She's not. She's taking care of those twins. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Well, anyways, my point is, and the kids. um, had two beers, and I'm, the, the question is almost incomprehensible at this point. <laughs> you know what? Just say yes. Yeah, say yes. <laughs> Go for it, dude. <laughs> I, you can always try it. That's that's uh, kind of what we're, you know. Well, I I think what what I had alluded to earlier is that th- there's there's probably some it's uh, there's probably some mistake to the. The synergy that goes on between hot break and isomerization and this and that. I mean, you know, like I said, I mean, you can split these processes apart and say, well, I want to get all the protein out. Okay, now that I got all the protein out, now I'm going to concentrate on my, uh, you know, um, alpha acid utilization. Just buy a bigger boil kettle and just move on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, we, we can we can start talking about calcium and we can raise our pH and increase our utilization. Yeah. But uh, I'm not sure if that really gets you where you're going, anyways. I don't. Ca- I'm not even paying attention. I can't stop thinking about John talking about how good his pussy feels. It's, <laughs> it's really driven me off track here. I'm trying to. You're jealous. I'm trying I mean, to. Come on, guys. If I had one, do you think I'd actually be talking to you right now? Yeah, you probably you probably never leave the house. I'm trying to focus again. Uh, there was another question about pH, though. Uh, he said, "How about the importance of boil pH for proper hot break? Does the boil pH affect the hot break?" Yes. Okay. Great. Next question, please. <laughs> I got. I got a last. I got a last one on boiling, real quick. Slow and then I'm science, not going to anymore. Good effect. How would the 60 minute hop addition change if we're only boiling for 30 minutes? Are we just aiming for IBUs and thus upping the hops needed? Ah, do we have to up the hops in our 30 minute boil? Well, it wouldn't be good soup without lots of hops. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> soup, it needs some hops. <laughs> yeah, so good. The but soup, not hops. Uh, you know, soup for you. Yeah. <laughs> you did a 30 minute um, boil. 
You know, the thing is, is that uh, I assume what you're talking about is hops added for hop aroma. Well, I no, he's talking about. Say you want it to be 30 IBUs, you're gonna have to like really raise the hops because you're not gonna be boiling. It's only hops a 30 minute oh. boil. Okay, I'm glad you asked that because. Uh, because uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, so I'm just going to bullshit my way through this. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, uh, one of the things that uh, we kind of get, we tend to get carried away with is all this calculating hop utilization. Yeah. And uh, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, bust my dick on the line here. Uh, some, some other pro brewers out there can uh, refute me. Wait, stand uh, by. Wait, 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 where we go? Now they're listening. <laughs> Carry on. What the hell is that? <laughs> lay it down. That's the warning that you're about to lay it down. Go ahead. <laughs> Everybody's listening. All right. Well, <laughs> the thing is, is that uh, most of your utilization occurs uh, within minutes anyways. I mean, here, here's here's a good example. We have some beers that we only add hops to the Whirlpool. Mm-hmm. Okay. We've killed. We've. There's no hops added during the boil. So for an hour, we have added no hops. Uh, we kill the fire. We start whirling, and uh, we add, in some cases, I mean, we whirl for, what, five minutes? Yeah. And in some cases, the hops don't even go in until two and a half minutes into it because we like to get it going and then add the hops. And we send this off for analysis, and we get the same goddamn utilization as hops that have been in there from the beginning of the boil. Interesting. Right? Wow! Mm. Whoa. Interesting. interesting. Yeah. So this is one of those case in point things where you can just throw all that pro brewer stuff in the garbage. You know, it's like you can calculate hop yeah. utilization all you want, but if you put hops in hot wort, you're going to get bitterness. That's mm-hmm. the bottom line. And if you really want to get hop aroma and not bitterness, then you yeah, need to put hop. it into the beer. Yeah, dry hopping is that's that's where it's at. So th- this is this kind of goes back to that conversation that I had with some folks in the group, uh, our, our local homebrew group, about the first work hopping, and I think that there must have been some misunderstanding somewhere in the in the in the literature about, or how one of us was reading it about how you somehow get util- you you somehow get aroma characteristics without getting the IBUs or something, which is total bullshit. There's just no way you can put those things in whether you put them in before the boil. Well, you can't take or it back out again. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. Oh, you get, you know? yeah, you put them in before the, you know, first word hopping. You can't like, you're gonna, you might get to get some aroma <laughs> compounds that are going to stabilize during that point, but you can't pull out everything else and not get the bitterness. Yeah, yeah, I, I would, I, I might buy that, but I wouldn't buy the 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 whole goofiness about hop utilization. So I mean, yeah, my point uh, is to sum it up: if it's in the kettle, if it's in hot wort, you're getting BUs out of it. There's no doubt about it, and not necessarily I mean, boiling I mean, wort. You're saying. Yeah, not necessarily boiling work. Wow. Hmm. Hmm. I'm stumped. Yeah. Well, okay. I gotta say, I mean, You're I know you. My world I'm just ready for some of my colleagues to come up and be like, Pinkerton, you are an idiot. Why did you come up <laughs> yeah. with this stuff? We were listening to the beat. We've heard him say night. that, but not in this yeah. context. Yeah. No. Just, they're, you know, they're all listening. You right? just ruined my career, Pinkerton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're just gonna be like, you know what, the kind of shit they're throwing out in the BN? You don't even have to boil hops. <laughs> it's pretty interesting. Uh, you, you have to boil them a little bit. Okay. In order to get full utilization in the kettle, full utilization. Oh, you're backpedaling oh, now. No, no, no. I, I said it earlier. <laughs> yeah, the whole yeah. utilization thing is kind of a losing battle because, or efficiency, I should say. Yeah. Okay, I mean, okay. you get such a small fraction of those BUs that you put in. Right. By the time you get done with fermentation, but 
Okay. But but I, I can I, in our cattle anyways, I don't think it's any different anywhere else. If you put hops into the whirlpool, you're gonna get pretty much the same utilization as you do with the stuff you put in at, at zero minutes or uh, an hour or sixty minutes or whatever I don't know, however you want to call that. Right. I call it I call I call beginning boil zero minutes. Okay. What's that, what's that in the metric? Degree. Yeah, what's zero minutes in the metric system? Zero. 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 <laughs> None. All right, let's go to the phones. I got Patrick from Florida on the line. He wants to tell us. Uh, Florida. He, I guess he built himself his own calandria in his uh, homebrew setup. Patrick, what's happening, brother? Hey, not much. How's it going? It's going great. Tell us about this homebrew calandria system. You take oh, some from that. The same thing Pinkerton was talking about with these different brew systems that are really advanced and everything. I was, like, looking at all the same pitchers and rolling, and I said, well, gee, why can't I do that on a homebrew level? All right. So, so how'd I you do it? I made up a chamber in the bottom of the kettle, focused the uh, flame to, to try to keep it centered, and actually have a wort recirculation system where it boils and shoots out the top and hits a china hat and blows back down. Hmm. Wow. I believe it's the PC term is Asian hat. <laughs> so, okay. It's an Oriental hat. Yeah. Chinaman's hat. Yeah, here in California, we don't think. It's a buck tooth hat. And I put me a chink hat right at the top of it there. <laughs> Easy. Falls right down yeah. over. You ain't never seen nothing like it. And it needs two holes to breathe. I put little almond sized slits on it. Great. <laughs> Does whatever I tell it to do. Uh, Damn. Patrick, you're a, a man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, it takes balls, Patrick, to come on here and voice your opinions like you just did. It was great. Yeah, good for you. Okay, great. Uh, <laughs> so Patrick, Patrick, like, all right, we talk, I like your real voice, too. How does it work for you? Fantastic. Uh, I left out last yeah. year and took the uh, Florida homebrew circuit. I was a top brewer in that. Nice. And nice. I only had to enter like 43% of the competitions to do it. So. Wow. Hey, stack the deck. The old old Jamil like, style, yeah, huh? Enter every category. <laughs> what was the yeah. what was the how many beers did you enter in each one? I mean, what was the maximum number you entered in one competition? I don't know. I think I hit like uh, I probably hit like forty beers. Yeah, sure. Now, were you wow. able to shorten your uh, boil time with this setup? I, I don't know if I was able to shorten the boil time, but I think the quality came out better. You do? Sounds like my it, hop yeah. utilization was higher. Okay. You know, oh. when I'm calculating my hops. How do you know? Everything to balance out, I'm looking about 180 percent when yeah. I do my calcs. How do you? That's a good uh, question. How are you? Uh, you, you are you sending it off for anal- analysis? Because I mean, calculations, hop calculations are the most uh, phony things in the world. I mean, there's 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 no way to to mathematically calculate hops. Don't, yeah. Don't gild that right. any. Well, I mean, everybody's <laughs> looking for a balance on their hops and maltiness and everything, and and. People usually talk about taking a 7% alpha acid, you know, two ounces for 60 minutes and so much wort. And I was able to use less than I had on previous systems. So you're saying by oh, taste okay. you could say it's as, as you good. You could get as much hoppy flavor with less hops. Right, right. Okay. Right on. And then, cool. and then did you find that you drove off, you know, more DMS uh, and things like that as well? well? One of my one of my favorite beers was a Municalis, so uh-huh. you're not supposed to have too much DMS in that. No. Actually, you'd want more DMS. You would want that a little bit of that corn flavor in your Hellas, yeah. But then, but of course, you don't want too much. You don't want it to taste like butterscotch. So I think he's. Yeah, I mean, it could make a whole bunch with that pilsner. Yeah. Well, especially yeah, all the pilsner malt you're gonna put in that. Yeah. Right. So what size kettle? What size kettle, and how much did it cost you to modify? Um, 
I had a, a buddy that had a weld shop. I gave him beer, and he did all oh, my work for well, there me. You so you don't have the <laughs> revenuers <laughs> over out at your place. Mm-hmm. And what no, size no, is your no, kettle? No. Uh, actually, I run dual kettles simultaneously, so I can split my batches and do like a heavy gravity or different hops in each one. But one kettle is twenty gallons, and one kettle is fifteen gallons. Okay, so you do have a little extra room in there to fit the the hat, the Asian hat. Yeah, it, it doesn't yeah. take up that much volume the way it's laid out. It, you know, maybe I lose a half gallon or something like that to do the system. But okay, this all right worked out really good. Well, thanks, Patrick. I appreciate the update, man. Cool. That sounds good. Okay. Well, I just want to say thanks. thanks. To Cheers, brother. Patrick. That's pretty cool that you that you put it that together. And it, it sounds like he did it in a way that you didn't have to worry about pumping and all that kind of stuff. I mean, there are definitely ways that you can. I mean, classically, the the internal calandria once it gets going actually sort of fuels itself by thermosiphon. So, um, yeah, I mean, if you can pull this off without dealing with a pump, by all means. Yeah, I, I just I don't I don't recommend messing with pumps. Um, I agree. They have to go natural. Oh yeah, too much. Pumping. Well, I mean, it, it's just one of those things where it's just like asking for a. Absolutely, a shot of hot wort in the hot wort, yeah. In the in the nutter, in the in the or in the nutties. It's that word calandria. All right, like I can catch that from somewhere. Yeah, didn't didn't <laughs> Schumann get that bad. once? Antibiotics think, yeah. will fix it. Yeah, nothing a little penicillin can't fix. It's fine. <laughs> All right, let's talk about calcium throughout the brewing process. And to be honest with you, uh, you know, I don't even know where to begin with this. Why do I even care about calcium uh, throughout the brewing process? Because it builds good bones. Well, that's a good question. Uh, I'm going to let Chris take it from here. All right, Chris, what do you got? <laughs> Tell us what you know. <laughs> better be good. You know John. Um, well, you, you do need calcium. Uh, your yeast needs calcium. Uh, strong bones uh, and teeth. Yeah, the, for, for uh, to be able to grow big and strong and pick fights with other yeasts. But uh, uh, you need you need that um, that calcium in there to uh, have a good uh, fermentation. Okay. It helps yeast. Um but that you don't want to have too much. Too much tends to hurt the yeast, um, so you have to find that balance. Um, you know, and you uh, I mean you can add yeast by uh, or add uh, calcium in the boil um, by adding it in the water before you even start. Um, and naturally, your water source that you're using, uh, if you're using like tap water, is going to have calcium in it. If you're using the distilled water, you're uh, you have to add calcium because there's none in there to begin with. So. Yeah, see, I guess this is where my question about this topic begins. And we kind of jumped into this, but we wanted to talk about, uh, you know, one of the things uh, that... Uh... <laughs> yeah, it's pretty interesting, isn't it? <laughs> my fault. I just made myself laugh. <laughs> Well, one of the things that John and Chris... You, uh, did you left. just fall asleep during that? I didn't fall asleep. I guarantee asleep. he's the only I one. Didn't, I didn't fall asleep. looking at the wrong paper. No I'm wide idea. awake. I'm looking at two different things here. I'm going two different places. One of the things that John and Chris We're wanted to cover us off. with us is calcium throughout the brewing process. So I guess my question for you here, Chris, is... Uh, I have to add it. I don't already have calcium in my mash. I don't already have it in my grain. I don't already have it. You see what I'm saying? Uh, I, I guess what I'm wondering about why it has to be covered is I, I need to, to add extra. Well, if you were maybe, well, just to, just to back up, like just with malt alone, uh, generally speaking, uh, <laughs> if you were to do a kind of a Congress mash, if you will, if you were to do a mash uh, a mash with uh, distilled water, what you'd find is that the malt contributes about sixty parts per million of calcium just in and of itself. Now, whether that's enough or not, um, 
really kind of depends on a the beer style and uh, b what 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 else is in your water because obviously we're not brewing with distilled water or well I don't know some of you might but uh, yeah that's not good <laughs> yeah they build it if they do I yeah, guess so ho- then you're hopefully. adding calcium sure <laughs> right. okay so me and Chat here uh, and by that I mean Chat when he brews uh, he's he's using tap water. Uh, which you said has Whoa. calcium yeah, in it already. Carbon filter. We'll carbon filter it. Yeah. Um, uh, does he need to add calcium back? Is this something he's concerned about? You know, we're just going to have to take a break here. Um, <laughs> David just gave us the wackiest beer I've ever put in my mouth. Really? That's not yeah. fair, buddy. <laughs> yeah. A, no, yeah, I mean that in a good way. It's, it's not even liquid. With you. It's a white milk stout. It's really- <laughs> ah, salty. <laughs> That's a lot of calcium. <laughs> this yeah. is uh, some sort of Italian. Well, we should probably just come back to this because David can probably talk about it, and I have no idea what I'm drinking, but it's spicy. I'm right, sure he, come back. I'm sure it. he's dying to talk about it. It's too. like a white Russian. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so calcium, anyways. So with our tap water set up, uh, I need to add calcium back to my uh, to my beer. Well, it all just depends. Okay. Um, on your you know, water profile. I, yeah, as usual, the answer is it depends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when I when I first started um, kind of polling uh, a lot of my friends in the brewing business uh, about this topic, <laughs> you know, I, I started going to some of the more extreme sources, water sources I could find. Um, uh, for instance, in Kona, um, you were just down there. I'm sure you tasted the water. <laughs> we the, weren't, but uh, I know the place. Was, yeah. Just has been there lately. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. On the on the uh, on the BN Learjet. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I brought some back. If you were to look at the uh, the water chemistry, I mean, their water chemistry is pretty severe. Um, and I can actually remember when I was in brewing school, um, I had one of the original brewers uh, for that company. He was my buddy that he sat right next to me in, in class uh, through the whole 10 weeks. And uh, he had brought some fresh stuff in, had it shipped in. And the first thing I got was like this kind of minerally um, quality to it. And it was very distinct. And to me, it it just it hit right away that like this is this is the water this has something to do with their water and i mean anybody that's that's uh that's that like especially down down in in our parts of the world like around florida i mean all you have to do is smell the tap water and it's just you know you know that it's uh another reason to hate florida (laughs) (laughs) you know that fat people made it you can just smell it Something like that. Yeah, go on. <laughs> but um, but I called up uh, Rich Tucheron, uh, who's their current brewmaster. Yeah, has been for a little while now. Um, and I said, Rich, what do you do with your water? I mean, I, I'm waiting to hear you know this elaborate explanation of their water treatment program. It's like, well, nothing. We you know carbon filter. That's it. You know, we just let it. We just let it be what it is. You know, it's in it. That's a classic example of this is our water source. This is the kind of beers we make. Bra. And, and you it think it's, out, it's a mistake? No, 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 okay. not at all. Okay, I, I, I make the point because it's one of your options, yeah. and I know it sounds obvious to say that, but you know, it's just like wherever you are, there you are. You know, there you are. There's your water source, um, and that could be something distinctive about your beers. The other approach is to that's uh, a like good distinction. Right? <laughs> not this thing good. But, yeah, I mean, it, it could I be didn't bad. say that. Um, <laughs> but it's it now, is distinct. Uh, I see distinct. Yes. Another another example um, of extreme water sources. Uh, extreme. Uh, Matt 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 Brendelson, uh 
I know he's probably gotten lots of attention on the show because he's an amazing brewer and a great guy. Yeah, and he's uh, handsome. And he's a handsome little devil. <laughs> hey, we'll talk about his size. Uh, he's a little short. Yeah, he hasn't. You know, you don't have to call him little. I didn't say that, Manny. I love you, man. Um, he doesn't listen. But uh, I. I I asked him what he does with his water, and uh, because their water is so ridiculously hard there, they they use reverse osmosis. And Well, not just because it's very hard. I mean, he could just say, well, this is our water source. But um, he's chosen to use RO to basically strip out um, a lot of that um, profile and sort of start fresh, if you will. Okay. Uh, the, the big complaint uh, with the RO is that it just uses an enormous amount of water for for every gallon of treated water, you're using a, uh, quite a few gallons of water to essentially rinse away all the yeah. the, the the crud. If two, you will. To th- two to three or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty it's it's pretty rough, especially when we're in a time when we're trying to conserve water. Right. Um, but that's that's a choice, and that's just something that you have to deal with um, in certain situations. Well, uh, so the other the other uh, the other example is to. You know, strip your water down and start fresh. You know, build it up. Um, we kind of do a little bit of both at Moon River. Um, we have in the past uh, utilized um, some acid treatment uh, programs to strip out some of the alkalinity. And w- one of the things that uh, I, I think, as as a home brewer looking at your water, the thing that I would say is, you cannot just go by a one one water analysis. Uh, you know, for years when I first started, uh, the company I was working for, I mean, we had like this one water analysis that was probably done like 10 years <laughs> Posted prior. on the wall. The yeah, it was just like, and this is the way the water <laughs> yeah. is. No it was, what. And now it was done by Ben Franklin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and the scary thing is, is that, well, as it turns out, most, most municipalities right now are probably drawing from multiple sources. If they're not drawing from multiple sources, they're doing different things at different times of the year depending on rainfall etc cetera, etc cetera. so yeah i mean you can pretty much bank on the fact that your water is going to change as they say in life the one thing you can count on is change yeah so change uh, and herpes and herpes those are two things you can count on folks changes Okay. The gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But look at how happy those Valtrex people are. They're out hiking and sailing. And they got, and they got girlfriends that are oh, infected. Man. Their life couldn't be better. I'm jealous. I've been, trying to get, I've been trying to get herpes for years since those commercials started showing. You know, my, my friend was in a, a herpes commercial. He's trying to be an actor. Yeah. And it was only, it was, it was was seriously, it was only played out in the city of uh, San Francisco. Great. And he was out there hanging out with his friend one night, and these two gay guys... Came up to him, you're the guy from the herpes commercial. No. I swear to God. That's and great. they bought him drinks all night. Yeah, they did. And That's then awesome. They, then they gave him herpes. Yeah. <laughs> they gave him, yeah. <laughs> they figured he has a lifetime supply. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, holding son. <laughs> All right, let's go through the calcium uh, throughout the brewing process and its effect. So I'm just going to go down the list here so we can get this info out to the folks at home. Uh, what effects does calcium play in the mash? So what you're saying is, let's just get this over with. <laughs> well, I just I can t- between you guys There's and us, we can meander for days through this topic. We have, we've got questions, you've got info. We're it- stuck in the swamp here. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that the folks at home are going, God damn it, give us something to use, um, and I feel like we could do that with this calcium. So, uh, what effects does calcium play in the mash? It's good. Well, uh, 
first and foremost, calcium doesn't really do much directly. Uh, everything that calcium does in the mash tun is is indirect because it's basically uh, there for the purpose of sort of managing your pH. Okay. Um, now, having said that, uh, I'm going to open up another can of worms with the whole notion that there is one particular pH that is right for the process. Um, and I, that you know, going back to Charlie Banforth, I read one of his articles years ago, and he does this great job of saying, "Well, it could be this, it could be that." You know, brewers for decades now have just been uh, speculating about what the right pH is. Yeah. And the bottom line is, is that it just depends on so many things. There's a lot of variables there. Ginger um, or Mary and What's that? Ginger or Marianne? Marianne, that's a dumb question. <laughs> oh, totally. Go on. Hey, what's right for you? <laughs> uh, Marianne. I got a friend that's into See? Mrs. Howell, but that's yeah. okay. It's a different oh. story. His nickname is yeah. Mr. Howell. But that's okay. That's a different website. Hey, cougar, man. Cougar. <laughs> oh, no. She's a gilf, not a cougar. Yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Howell is well beyond cougar. <laughs> All right. So anyhow, pH. Um, the the pH. Um, you know, if I just had to do the gross generalization, I would say that uh, in terms of uh, kind of averaging all the different variables here between uh, proteolytic stuff, uh, your enzyme activity for the uh, conversion of starch, I would say five point six is probably um, a good round ambiguous number. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I've been hearing five. I mean, I've, I've been hearing all these different numbers for years, and um, well, and there's this five two pH stabilizer too. Like five two is supposed to be the magic number, you know, according to what I've heard. So I think it's interesting. Yeah, and I mean, the thing is, is that well, might what's, call it five six. Yeah, but what's good for one thing is not necessarily good for another. I mean, you've got uh, you've got the proteolytic stuff going on. You've got the breakdown of phytase. Um, which is basically going to be yeast food later on, and that happens at different pHs. Um, so, I mean, you kind of just have to average all these things out. Um, but uh, Charlie Charlie manages to, to, to talk about all this stuff in a much more entertaining way than I possibly can. Um, but basically the message was, <laughs> your guess is as good as mine. Um, you know, we're just going to kind of pick the right one for our process and yeah. uh, keep rolling. All right, good. Then I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go with whatever the hell the pH of my mash is, and I'm not touching it. That's just how I've always done it anyway. (laughs) So that's my magic number. That's how ninety percent of the home brewers do it. (laughs) No, but well, here's an example. So Shat just started using the five point two stuff to to stabilize his pH, and he thinks that it has improved his beer tons. Yeah, I think it's a little more rounded, maybe taking control of it. What are you brewing? Yeah, um, they were actually IPA. English styles. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was going to say English styles yeah. probably because it, yeah. to, to me it gives it's great if you want a, more of a minerally beer, mm-hmm. something that's you know British mm. type kind of thing. It's got a little sharper flavor to it. it. That's the one thing I've seen about the five too. Exactly. Okay. Well, what's what in I, that stuff? Uh, it's a, a lot of five. A little bit of two, right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah, of course. For sure. That's why Tasty's on the show. (laughs) Fucking genius. Testing you. (laughs) Pinkerton's got his eye on you, Tasty. You better watch it. 
Well, I mean, let's just back up a little bit. Um, there's, I mean, there's things that even go beyond the mash. I mean, we can put stuff in our mash to deal with some mash issues, but we've, we're also dealing with things that are going to happen in the in the kettle, yeah. and then on to what goes on in the fermenter and even beyond the fermenter. Uh, one of the things that I like to do when I'm looking at this stuff is, you know, to kind of look at the whole process and say, well. Uh, I've got some objectives that I want to achieve on the back end, on the well, like on the finished product, and I also have some things that I want to deal with in the mash tun. So, uh, one of the things that we talk about with, especially when we're packaging beer, is uh, trying to maintain our calcium level uh, in the finished product at say a, between fifty and eighty parts per million. And the reason for that is that when you get much below eighty parts per million, you start to deal with um, oxalate uh, issues. Uh, you can have the formation of oxalate crystals. And uh, if you've ever uh, looked at your yeast under a microscope and you see one of those groovy little uh, psychedelic crystals, um, it's uh, they, they come up, they pop up clear as day. I and mean, when you see them, you know that you know exactly what they are. They're yeah, these little crystals, and they will cause terrible gushing issues. Oh, I peed one out once. <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's the same thing as a kidney it was stone. A kidney stone. Yeah. So yeah, actually, it is. So it's this is like a kidney stone, stone for yeast. Yeah, so those poor guys. Yeah, uh. it's like the it's like the. the no wonder they the, want to gush. Building blocks of kidney stones, uh, and it's yeah. in a nucleation site. So you got to get yeah, like you said, exactly. gushing. Okay, they are nucleation sites on uh, almost the molecular level. Interesting. And so they, under, they, so they, how do they how do they form gushing? Years ago at Frederick, I remember we just had this one run that just. Uh, the, every single bottle came off the bottom line, just gushing like crazy. I mean, you couldn't even get it to the capper without oh. it emptying out like halfway. Wow, you know, it was just ridiculous. And uh, uh, made for a bad morning, didn't it? Oh man, several yeah. times it sounds like those guys. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the thing is, by the time they got the entire bright tank empty, it was like, I mean, they they they'd actually managed to get a very small fraction of that tank into bottles that wow. could be sold. And as it, you know, we went to the lab uh, and looked at the yeast. Uh, whoever was looking at it was like, "What are all these little crystals in here?" And you know, this is back before we knew what the hell we were doing, I guess. But look at all the pretty crystals. So you say that uh, under eighty parts per million is this is this magic number to keep keep us away? Yeah, from you, I mean, you hear eighty, you hear between fifty and eighty. <clears throat> okay. Um, those are good, safe numbers. Ours are minimum. Um, so minimum you can actually kind of work 50. your way backwards from that if you want, um, and if you can sort of hit the numbers you're looking for in the kettle and in the mash tun, uh, you know, it basically just turns into kind of a. You can calculate some of these things, but you, you it turns into kind of an empirical, empirical exercise. You, you, you add what you uh, think is going to work, and then uh, start making some uh, observations with the pH meter. Hmm. Okay. So you, I need mean, I, you need calcium. I, I, you need calcium. In, Some. Yeah. But I, not too much. <laughs> well, it is too much. <laughs> and it, and it, it depends. fucking depends. It depends. <laughs> so, so David is so bored at this point, he's resorted to porn. <laughs> <laughs> I guess what Chad's watching. You don't have to be bored for yeah, that. Resorted. <laughs> yeah. someone, someone turn the, the monitor over this way. Yeah. <laughs> JP was so bored with porn, he resorted to showing up at the BN today. It's working, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> uh, you can only pump your protein so much. Yeah, <laughs> you can only uh, get rid of so much calcium. How many yeah. gushers? <laughs> How many? throw up. All right. Well, the the one thing I will say, and I think this is this is 
particularly interesting is that uh, when I was doing some of the research for this, um, I came up on an article that, that suggested that you know maybe it wasn't about calcium that it was more about the ratio of calcium to magnesium uh-huh. and uh, what they were suggesting is that your calcium to magnesium ratio should be like one to two or or magnesium to calcium two to one as it were just less uh, but and but this is kind of one of those things where you can do these tests in the labs and you get great results with yeast health and flocculation and so forth but uh, when you start looking at the numbers the practical numbers um, you start to realize that in order to get 80 parts per million uh, calcium in your finished product, that means you would have to have 160 parts per million of um, magnesium in the final product. Magnesium over 300 parts per million turns into something of a laxative. So, uh, oh. you know, I think you would have to start being pretty careful with that. That's what that Takati did to me. <laughs> magnesium in it there. It was the beer. It was the, it was the magnesium calcium ratio. I knew it. Yeah, I knew it because the food was great. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> yeah, it had to be was probably spot on with its calcium. Oh, it magnesium. was perfect. It couldn't go wrong. It's it's natural. It grows from a plant. It was the goddamn Takati is what it was. Now, I so I here I've got a question about this about this whole calcium business. Um, Aside from controlling the pH in the mash, which I can do with something like the 5.2 or you know various other methods, um, and then calcium as a yeast nutrient, uh, if I'm feeding my yeast yeast nutrients, what's the Fermate K, right? Am I not giving the yeast enough calcium and everything that they need for their nutrients? I'm controlling my pH with 5.2. Can I ignore the rest of the calcium in my in my process? Can I not care about figuring out if I have 80 parts per million of, of calcium in my water, if I'm giving my yeast the proper nutrients, if I've got my pH right? You see what I'm saying? I'm lazy. Are you asking so, for permission? Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, what it all boils down to on a homebrew level is, I mean, is what you're doing working? <laughs> boils uh, down to. No. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Oh, man. <laughs> my bad. Yes! <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's not. It's JP's fault, not yours. It's not anybody's fault. <laughs> it's just okay. his. Yeah. Just because my mom drank a lot doesn't mean <laughs> that I'm not perfect. <laughs> yeah. That I'm not her little miracle. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I just want to know if I can be lazy. Is my real question here? You want, permi- you want permission? The question is, you can if you're happy with your results. Um, oh, you know, obviously, but it you kind are. Of begs the question: If you don't want to be lazy and you really want to look at this stuff, how do you know where you're going? And yeah, the answer is, yeah. you're going to have to titrate for to. You have to measure these things. Um, you know, and it's it, it's simple enough, but even in our brewery, it's like we you know we get kind of obsessed about these things for a little while, and then uh, they kind of we, we go on to another obsession of some sort. Mm-hmm. And uh, so then John gets you all zen again, and you guys move on, and you look at the whole picture. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you start to and, I, and then I put on my nutters <laughs> <laughs> and we meditate, prance around, jog to the park, and wrestle with rugby boys. Yeah, I want to work there. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds like put a good some, gig. Put some and we mount the wild firkin. At peace with the earth. Yeah. Sounds, yeah. sounds better than around here. That's what John likes to do. Okay, what, and Chris, why don't you tell us what you yeah. like to do? Because that's duly noted, Chris. I think that yours maybe is a little more professional. Yes. Yeah. Um, Still but, involves nutters. Yeah. So, nothing involving nutters, thankfully. <laughs> right. Uh, so. Boring. <laughs> Boring. Uh, drinking heavily, yes. Nutters, no. Okay. Maybe the you, both you just reach your zen in a different way. 
Exactly. If I had a brewery, I would sell cases of beer with nutters inside as like a prize. <laughs> you know, like you get like, like a, a prize in cereal box. box. That's a fucking great idea. Yeah, like yeah. isn't it? In fact, I gotta moon, say, Moon River Nutters. I yeah. I I don't know why we do not have BN Nutters on the shelf right now. Yes! And, and for know, I, for I'm every hoodie, inspired by this whole conversation, oh, yeah. you are. Right? Uh, uh, well, we're like, yeah. on the bus. Yeah, yeah. The 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 brewery snapper wrappers and course. moon river uh, mankinis yeah <laughs> yeah these are all good ideas thanks buy a growler get a nutter oh, oh. <laughs> buy one growler get a nutter nutter sundays come by the brewery on sunday <laughs> nutter sunday <laughs> it's uh you guys can have all this it's right, fun. nutters on yeah, your sunday great so I don't have to pay royalties for these. No, no, I'm giving it to you guys. <laughs> but if anybody else picks up on it, we're going to charge them. But uh, the BN and Moon River, we you, we can nut the crap out of these nutters. Right. Yeah, and no free beer unless you're free ball. <laughs> That's right. Unless I see unless I see some nut hanging out of those nutters right. on Nutter Sundays, <laughs> there is no free beer. <laughs> Look, I don't know how it is in uh, Pasig. Pacheco. <laughs> <laughs> or Pasquale. Yeah, call it that all the time. That's my but, mom's uh, name. In Savannah, Georgia, you know, it's like, it's a swamp here, man. <laughs> you know, on a, on a brew day, if you're not hanging like a wet sock, you've got a terrible cold. <laughs> Sweaty balls. Are you giving me this uh, to drink, Tasty, or yeah, to talk yeah. about? Yeah, go ahead. No, drink. Good. No, I, don't talk do about. I look like I need another beer? Yeah, you do. Get the rest of the time. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> All right, listen. There's no. no way we're getting through this yeast manipulation Ever. topic today. Ever. I can't do it. It's not going to happen. It's almost 8 o'clock. I think it's a grand excuse to have Moon River back on the show. And by the way, the chat room's loving you guys. They're telling me that they want you to co-host uh, Lunch Meet with JP and I now on I think Fridays. we ought to get him in the studio. Can we get the, um, yeah, the BN Learjet out there to pick him yeah, up? Let me send the jet. Yeah, I'm not sure I like the sound of lunch meat. What's that all about? <laughs> it's worse than you think. think. It's yeah. one of the best shows. It's worse than you think. <laughs> yeah, it's worse than you think. Tasty's right. Let's take his advice. Yeah. <laughs> is the beeve on? Uh, the uh, beeve no, is no, not no. on lunch meat. She's only on this show. You guys missed her on this. See, again, another reason for you guys to come back on the program. We'll talk about uh, manipulating yeast and bevo. I'm, I'm holding out for uh, next year the on-site interview at the GABF. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I love doing that. Are you guys coming to NHC? Come yeah. On. Come on. Oh, come yeah. On. yeah, what's the deal with that? Are you, Are you, you so you're going to be in Oakland in June then? Yeah, well, I'm coming out for the, uh, there's a board meeting uh, oh, yeah. just prior to, to the... Um, is this uh, John? Yeah. This is John. Yeah. yeah, you just got onto the BA board. I did. Excellent. Uh, All right. It's a good well, man to great. have. That's uh, a, you're a great addition, yeah. Yeah, so you've Thank got you. to be here for the Wednesday board meeting, don't you? Uh, well, you know, the thing is that they haven't g- given me any ghost-busting things to do yet. <laughs> no. Uh, Maybe so should be really on that, that BN bus. Yeah, we, we, have a, we have a meeting next weekend in D.C. just prior to the uh, Joint Le- Legislative Conference, and so I'm really looking forward to kind of being inducted, if you will. I'm trying to... Induced? <laughs> hazed? Just, <laughs> he's got to be hazed into the VA. I just almost... Yeah. I swear to God, I think you almost said the, the joint uh, brewers-lesbian contest, something like that, instead of le- legislation. Yeah. I thought I heard it was going to lesbian. Yeah, he's going to a totally different conference. So what's... <laughs> that, BA that sounds... It's a whole you. different meaning than we think it is. So this is in D.C. next week. So you'll be initiated, huh? Uh, I don't know if there's any hazing involved. There uh, might be. 
you know, between... Just don't mention that, no, not boiling the hops thing, okay? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. Oh, my I'm goodness. just imagining uh, Sam Calgione and <laughs> yeah, right. uh, Charlie Fabazian, like, Corner, yeah. put me in a headlock and give me noogies or something, you know? In their nutters. Giving you the old Greek blanket. <laughs> <laughs> I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> well, it's not fun until you do it a lot. Yeah. All right, Hang hey, <laughs> you want to get the other guys on here? We'll start talking about Beer America TV before we let you go. Yeah, we need to do that. All right, let me wrap this up real quick. You can go to uh, Moon River. Is it Moon River Brewing? Let me get it right. MoonRiverBrewing.com. There you go. MoonRiverBrewing.com. Check it out. All the info you need about Moon River, contact information. You can write to the guys, tell them how great they were on the show, et cetera. Figure out how to get their beer. MoonRiverBrewing.com. That's uh, John Pinkerton and Chris Lady hanging out with us today. So uh, thanks very much for that, guys. Apparently, it's really windy where they are. (laughs) I think our applause track's broke. Yeah. It's got a hiss. Nice. All right. So, uh, another project that the folks at Moon River are uh, involved in is BeerAmerica.tv. Do I have that right? That's correct. BeerAmerica.tv. It's it's actually really cool, and I like it. Uh, A lot of the footage seems to be at the same brewery. Is it Moon River that that you guys are shooting at mostly? Yeah, we've been shooting um, a little bit at Moon River, and we're also shooting at a one of the the newer uh, craft beer bars in town is a place called the Distillery. So we shot a bunch of episodes there, and um, they're they're kind of like the newest game in town as far as craft beer is concerned. And really, honestly, they're probably the only other game in town aside from Moon River. And we're kind of by default a craft beer place because we make beer, but uh, the distillery has been a great venue for it because these guys are super enthusiastic about craft beer. Um, David has been uh, intimately involved in uh, putting together their uh, beer menu and helping plan events. And he, he he said intimate. Yeah. Does that mean David that you uh, that you blew the guy that purchases beer to get your stuff in there? <laughs> um, yeah, he's your bitch, also. Don't worry. <laughs> no. Yeah, oh, sure. are you saying in that only because they wouldn't let him? In that state, you can have two bitches. <laughs> I guess the, so. Is, I mean, the distillery. You think that's going to confuse a lot of people? It is confusing. It's uh, the distillery well, is a beer bar. Confusing, but it's kind of a neat story because the the building itself apparently used to be a, a distillery. Go figure. Um, they didn't want to buy another sign. A city that was founded on the notion that uh, th- there wouldn't be any liquor. Uh, oh, well, or, or Catholics. <laughs> so you know, well, lawyers. You know, we can't have everything we want. Or chinks. The, the original charter basically said no lawyers, no slaves. No liquor and... No Catholics. No Catholics. <laughs> and so you guys still live there? Sounds like Connecticut. Sounds boring. Liquor in the front, I, I'm poker not in the rear. I'm one of those, so oh. it works. All right. Yeah, we're beer people. It's all good. <laughs> so t- how did Beer America TV get started? Well, let's let's let uh, Paul Leone step in. He's the producer and uh, the... The television, yeah, the television guy. The chi- guy. He's the child brain, I, uh, brain child. Sorry, yeah. sorry. I uh, actually, um, you know, my job is a, is a TV producer, and for years I used to travel a lot. That was my thing, and and I, it seemed for a while in the early like two thousand one, two thousand two, I was doing a show and traveling a lot. And every city I went to, I said, "What's your local beer?" And every city seemed to have one. So Budweiser. I wrote uh, I wrote a TV show pilot while I was basically stuck in Washington D.C. traffic. And I figured, well, how, who can I get to host this show? So I, I did an internet search, and uh, I heard about this guy who, you know, exported uh, 
the first beer from Delaware to uh, Pennsylvania in a rowboat, and yeah. it turned out to be Sam Calgioni. Yeah. So I, I contacted Sam and uh, said, Sam, I've got this TV show pilot. And uh, so we shot a pilot together, and I tried to shop it. And this was like in 2003. And, uh, you know, I, I got a hold of the people from Discovery and a few other people. And, they, you know, they would say things like, hmm, beer. Well, it's not wine. Well, no, it's not wine. And, and so they really beer. just weren't interested in beer back okay. in 2003. So I shopped it, shopped it, shopped it, and, and couldn't seem to get it on uh, the air. Sound familiar, Justin? Yeah, it's a tough sell. I know. And, and it's really too bad because, as you guys know, you know, there's a huge audience for this, a huge audience for this. Yeah. And uh, and so um, I decided to take it to the web and and just try to to do something with it. And, and, and with the web 2.0, you know, people are watching more video and more TV. Yeah. Than ever on the web. So Beer America turned into BeerAmerica.tv. Okay. And you know, my whole thing is you know to entertain and inform a lot like you guys. You know, I mean, it, it's it, there's a lot to learn, and I I had a lot to learn, and I didn't feel like I could do it myself without somebody with knowledge. And so here in Savannah, you know, who'd I turn to is I, I hooked up with John. And as you know, he's Whoa. a wealth of knowledge. And he's kind of the comic relief. You know, I'm just the moderator. He's I good. Move along. Although yeah. you did, you know, it's pretty restrained for, there. A, for a veteran uh, TV producer, you are missing the one elephant, uh, the one element about uh, video. That's it, it's kind of a given. Hot, What's that? yeah. Chicks. You don't put ugly people yeah. on, yeah. on video. <laughs> Wait and, a uh, yeah, I thought that was my job, Justin. No, sorry. Then I bring in David Little. That was yeah. That's the next. Uh, that's the next <laughs> Again, you can't that, have. That, that's actually the best we could do. Sorry. You can't if you put midgets on there. Yeah, you can have those guys. That's that's true. That's <laughs> yeah. the other part of the equation. If because, you add a midget, yeah, because nobody expects a good looking midget. No. no. Okay, no. Again, that's, that's my, my job. job. <laughs> Maybe instead of, except Bridget the midget, because she has a normal looking face, but. No, she's not hot, though. I know, but she's People normal still looking. still want to do her. I see. Uh, you figured out why you didn't get picked up, right? Even though there's a huge a huge audience and, uh, you know, why Beer America TV didn't, you know, make it uh, to the airwaves, right? <laughs> Well, I, I know that I, I want to hear what you have to say, but I had actually a good conversation with Garrett Oliver about this very same topic. Oh, okay. Uh, but I'd be curious what his, and I'm being serious. I would be curious yeah. what Garrett had to say. Um, it's that there's no money in it, and uh, there's not there's not big money behind it. And you're absolutely right that there's a huge audience. I mean, the BN is a is a perfect example of that. And we we have been on exactly. CBS Radio, Terrestrial Radio, for a while, and um, the sales team at CBS, did, you know, gave it a good go at even trying to sell the show and see what we could do. And the deal is, is that no matter how successful guys like John Pinkerton and Moon River are, and uh, even you know even your local Gordon Biersch, they're never going to throw down ten million dollars to support uh, the advertising uh, budget of. Of a show, like even a hundred dollars. Uh, Anheuser Busch, on the <laughs> other hand, you know they're throwing around ten million dollars every week yeah. uh, to some different promotion. But the deal is, is that craft brewing, which is what your show is about, it's what my show is about, it's the whole deal. There's just not big money out there. And as successful as the industry is, they're still paying back the people that work that you know for free, and uh, they're still doing grassroots advertising. And so the bottom line is, when when the big networks look at your show and they love the mm-hmm. idea, and it doesn't matter how big you tell them the audience is going to be if the people who are going to advertise on that show aren't going to throw 10 million dollars their way forget about it you're can't, online can't we all just get along yeah, right. <laughs> well so, i'm just and i'm not bit and but now now that being all. said i'm stoked that i don't have to answer to anybody who's throwing 10 million dollars my way i love what we do i don't i don't think i'd change it a bit i'm just saying it was a lesson 
you know, uh, it took a little while to learn to figure out it's not about how big the audience is and it's not about how good the show is. It's about who's going to pay for it. So, with that regard, uh, Moon River, we do have sponsorship packages available. <laughs> Please yeah. contact Chad at thebrewingnetwork.com. Yeah, Thank you very much. They're much less than $10 million, I'll tell you that. Yeah. But, we'll but, give you but a even deal. But even on the web, though, you know, you get really a focused audience, and not so much so on TV. So, I'm trying to figure right. a way to capitalize sure. on that. And I know you guys have a pretty sizable audience, and you have managed to draw some yeah. sponsors. Well, they're kind yeah. of fat, but, you know, they're working on it. But, you know, you could be a I mean, midget, a midget on our show, and nobody would know. I don't know why, you know. <laughs> well, the idea is, uh, let me... I'll get. Let me get back to it. Let me. I want to hear what yeah. Garrett had to say about why uh, it didn't work out. Because you uh, don't Garrett's, have double-breasted stitched suits. That's why. <laughs> that's exactly right. We're not, <laughs> you don't dress nearly as nice as Garrett does. But yeah. Garrett, Garrett's feeling was the anti-alcohol lobby is much too strong, and that um, that a lot of people were scared by that. A lot of programmers were scared to put beer up mm. uh, because beer is basically, I think, viewed by a lot of people who don't understand it as the, you know, the the quantity, not quality uh, aspect of it, and it's very still frat party-ish, I think, to a lot of these old mm. stodgy programmers. Yeah. Yeah, That's I, interesting. I, I still drink my Belgians out of a beer bone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Case in point. It's a it's a it's a so fair, you drop the headstand though. It's That's a it. fair point, but I don't buy it. If there was somebody yeah. with a big checkbook behind it, they wouldn't care. Uh, they well, wouldn't care who says no course. to it or who opposes it or who writes letters about it. All of Black America wants to blame one person. <laughs> <laughs> I tend to agree with you. I, I think that if, there, so if the numbers are there and there's money to be made, people are going to support it. They don't care what it is. Yeah, they don't. They, they really don't care. Uh, but uh, yeah, but 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 beeramerica.tv. I mean, what what we are now is not really what what we're going to be. I mean, you know, John and I are blogging it's, it, about beers, and that's all great. But if there's an on the road section on the site where you know I've done pieces on Dogfish Head and Rohrbach, and uh, we just we're going to have a piece come up next week on the Berkshire Brewing Company. It's really a travel log in, in some sense, but we just don't have the money right now to go out and travel. Yeah, so true. you know that's what we're really hoping to do. And everybody's making a big deal about beer wars, and I think beer wars is going to be a fine documentary. But what yeah. we're striving to be before this is is beer wars weekly you know i mean basically our niche is american craft beer only that's yeah. our niche yeah. and and to support that industry so we really want to get out on the road and we have ideas of, of really renting an rv and, and traveling the country and, and and blogging about it and and really just covering everything about the american craft brew industry yeah we've had the same ideas i mean that's the way to do it you know getting the money to do that is tough uh, have you tried yes. blowing sailors <laughs> for, for loose change, uh, because that's, you, that's, that's, that has worked for the BN. That's it's for sure. you know we've come a long way yeah. since we started changing our game plan, and so have the listeners. <laughs> so have the sailors. You know, the and support again, comes Dave, in many ways. Yeah. David Little and John Pinkerton on my team, and now Chris Lady. So it's 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 on the list. <laughs> well, at least you can at least you can tell the sponsors you have a lady on the show. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The lady. Just guys. Would, would you like your blowjob from the lady? <laughs> Yeah. You know, that's a selling point. That should be can we that's your nickname now is the lady. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's like we're like a crime team in the twenties, you know. Where's the lady? Yeah, the shadow and the lady. <laughs> it's not like bring out the gimp. Yeah. <laughs> bring out the lady sleeping. I love it too because it really it sounds great because you go well. Let's get the lady involved, and then your your guest goes, "Oh, this is great." And yeah. then this six foot, two hundred and sixty pound dude comes walking in out nut huggers. in nutters. <laughs> he's he's going to be awfully busy. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah. No. Uh, very bad. You well, got a pretty mouth on you, boy. 
I've seen a I'll couple. I'll trade of... you for a pack of Marlboro. <laughs> <laughs> now I've seen a couple of your programs. I watched the outtakes today. I really like the outtakes. That's where uh, Pinkerton really shines too. He's a funny guy. <laughs> you know, it's a funny story. I, you know, I, it seems like whenever we do these pieces, you know, we, we shoot several of these at a time because of the John schedule and everybody else's schedule. But you know, we'd have like seven beers that we have to try, and so I, to me, sampling seven beers is plenty. But John would have beers in between sampling the seven oh, yeah. beers. And you got to do on, it. You're no downtime. <laughs> no, no, it's not what I mean. It's you're making him sound like he didn't just have a baby. He can hold uh, his liquor. two babies, two, by yeah. the way. Two, two babies. Twins. Twin boys. The Pinker Twins. The Pinker, Pinker Twins. Nice. I like that. It's good. They, the they have capes, twins. by the way, already. So, you know. <laughs> they really superpowers. <laughs> Are they going to go into security or... <laughs> they're they're little ninjas. Uh, I like the shows. I like what you guys are doing. And Paul, I think that yes. you, you have it right where you say, you know, listen, it's, it's about entertainment and information. Um, I think, you know, when you talk about craft beer uh, being a serious thing, and you know, the, the networks say, well, it's not wine, it's not this. You, you, we do have to elevate craft beer, but absolutely, a lot of people. Uh, Maybe I shouldn't say there. There's a group of people in the craft beer industry that is working so hard to elevate craft beer and working so hard to be serious about it, like the wine wine industry is. That, in my opinion, they forget about the core element of beer as being a communal, fun, um, entertaining beverage. And we can certainly talk about its qualities and its class and its and its intelligence and how and 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 its its variety. But if you forget about the part where you it doesn't have to be a kegger for you to be communally enjoying this this beverage, right? And the shows that do that are the ones, in my opinion, that fail utterly. And they're the ones I've bashed in the past, and I've just really talked about how, you know, you can't sit around and just say, this beer, now, now let me tell you how this beer was brewed. And then, and, and yeah. proceed to lecture about, because who gives a shit? You know, it's not wine. <laughs> you know, you got to have fun doing it. So I like that you guys are doing the mix, man. That's the key. And then so make a and then make a fruitcake with it. Telling boring well, not, well, stories here's, here's about calcium. I mean, not only fun, but you guys, you know, you guys are having a hell of a lot of fun, and it's it's a lot of fun listening to you guys. But you know what you're talking about, and I think that's a huge part of what your audience wants, and, and that's what I'm trying to do. Having John and having David and having Chris be a part of what we're doing. Yeah, if you can't back it up with credibility, yes, then you're in right. trouble. It's got to be respectable. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, so what are you guys doing? <laughs> Good. Well, that's why we brought Doc on the show. Got to get a little respect. Always fellas, you got to have somebody who knows. Yeah. I, are we uh, doing uh, Limerick Drunk of the Weeks? Oh, are they ready to do Limerick Drunk of the Weeks already? Yeah. Stump the brewer, kind of. And stump the brewer. We, do have, you guys... a lot, we have a lot today, and they're, they're begging for breaks. There's a bunch of crap going on, a bunch of whining. We are due for a break. Yeah. Well, do you guys want to hang out on the line with Who's us, or, or do you want to go? The, well, listen, the yeah. listeners, you know. So, Beer like, America uh. TV and Moon River Brewing Crew, do you guys want to hang out through a break, or, or are you done? We're down. Yeah, You're Beer done. America TV and the, I, this, the whole crew I, would love to. the first time I had the chance to drink beer in weeks. Okay, so you're <laughs> down. so you're down to hang. Oh yeah, I'm, okay. I'm, hanging, hanging. I'm hanging down, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, get naked and we'll see you on the other side of the break. No, stretch, stretch those <laughs> nutters. The drunk of the week call I want to hear is uh, the 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 phone on speaker when Pinkerton goes home to his wife tonight, <laughs> who's been taking care of the twins while he's out drinking for the first time. That's the call I want to hear today. 
Uh, Wanda, pick up the motherfucking phone. (laughs) 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 All right. Quick break here on the session. We've got the guys from BeerAmerica.tv and Moon River Brewing hanging out with us. We're going to do our Drunk of the Week limericks when we come back. And we've also got some Belgian candy sugar to give away and uh, maybe several other things happening. Who knows? Hang with us. It's the session. We'll be right back. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of their 11 varieties of famous Williams malt extract. Their Williams German Pills is mashed with pure German Moravian two-row barley malt for a light blonde color and malty crispness you just can't get from other extracts. Or check out their unique fermenters, draft beer equipment, bottling aids, and more. They even have their own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse their vast selection and enter promo code BREW at the order checkout for $5 off your next order over $50. Orders placed by 3 p.m. ship the same day. Again, go to williamsbrewing.com and enter promo code BREW at checkout for $5 off your next order. Brewing is easy the Williams way. Attention homebrew shop owners at Fermentap. They know you're tired of buying the same old gear that everyone else has. That's why Fermentap offers the newest and most cutting-edge brewing equipment known to man. Since 1998, Fermentap has been leading the fight against the boring and mundane by offering strange, unique, and just plain smart equipment. Like their stainless domed false bottoms. Never deal with the floating plastic hassle of other false bottoms again. And since they're made from stainless steel, they'll last a lifetime. Fermentap's line of copper wort chillers are the best on the market, designed to cool your wort faster and more efficiently than other immersion chillers. They actually invented the equipment to make these chillers not only work great, but look great too. How about a fantastic line of ingredients, including vanilla beans, sorghum extract, blue agave extract, hot bitterness extract, unique wine yeasts, green coffee beans, sake kits, all stuff you can't find anywhere else. Fermentap carries all the standard products and equipment you need as well, such as all-grain systems, stainless hardware, kettles, carbonation stones, you name it, they've got it. Fermentap's entire line of products has been helping retail shops meet the demands of their customers for nearly 10 years, and they want to help you too. For more information, see them on the web at Fermentap.com or call Jason at 1-800-942-2750. Fermentap, better beer through innovation. L.A. Face with the Oakland Booty. Okay. 
Yes. Right. You know what? The funny thing is, it yeah, is. Soft cock rock band. <laughs> yeah, we're called the Sweaty Cock Socks. Yeah. And, uh, we'll be no, on. I think yeah. it's the Sweaty Soft Cock. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're uh, we're going much. on tour with BeerAmerica.tv this summer. So uh, it's Rocket Man. It's yeah. open for them. The Sweaty Cock Socks and the Stain Nutters. Yeah. Check uh, Ticketmaster for dates and availability. Ticket Blaster. <laughs> All right, we're back on the session here uh, with the boys from Moon River and BeerAmerica.tv. Got a couple of things to do. I got somebody on the line who wants to give a uh, a BN Limerick. It's uh, competing for Drunk of the Week. It looks like we got BC Maui on the line. BC, you there, brother? Yes. Uh, <laughs> it took him a while to figure out if he was here or not. Right. Good, good. <laughs> and uh, I'm still here. And now, I turned off my computer. So. You should. Good. Yeah, you got to do that. We don't want to listen to. <laughs> So I got two of them. I'm not. I'm not Irish. I can't rhyme very well. Uh, all right. So you've got two different limericks for us. These were. These you were. Boil up food mercilessly. If you're not Irish or black, it's gonna be hard for you. And I've been drinking, so I feel Irish. You're not Catholic, are you? <laughs> Good well, point. You fit right in. You call the red right show. In Savannah, Georgia, where nobody's okay. Irish, but we all celebrate St. Patrick's Day like it's nobody's business. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. And I'm blowing up cars. It's weird, but I feel real Irish. <laughs> all right, Maui. Give it to us. Okay, so the first one's kind of lame. All right. It's John and Jay 
or Jay and John began a station. Beer info to many nations. It teaches drinkers to brew, and with brewers they screw. And it was all fun, originally funded by a Nazi. Does <laughs> <laughs> the did the last part rhyme? No, is that like a job? No, I'm not Irish. That's what, good. Yeah. Why are you bringing? Thing, I, why are you bringing pots I, I write. That was awesome. I write five lines and like four of them fit, but one doesn't work. Yeah. You'd, be, you'd be good at haikus, I think. All right, yeah, that's true. All right, that sounds, that's, I, I that sounds like Sesame Street. Which one of these does not? You know, it's not like the other. One yeah. of these things. That one wasn't bad. Like the other. That wasn't bad. All right, what do you get? What's your other one, Maui? Oh, that one sucks too. Oh, all right. But it's the fourth one that sucks. <laughs> it sucks. Well, I'm, share. I really want to hear it. Well, that. we like the first one, so okay. Yeah, I mean, I, you're a salesman, I tuned aren't you? into beer. I tuned into beer radio to learn how to boil, wort, and not burn, and learn many brewing things. And then this part I can't work out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know what? I lost the flow. Maybe we can help you here. Let's think about and this. Play with dingalings. Go on. Okay, okay, I'll do it again. I, there we go. Yeah. I tuned into beer rated to learn how to boil, work, and not burn, and learn many brewing things. When JPS about PSI and Jay tells us nine inches. <laughs> awesome. Hey, I think qualifying for drunk of the week oh, right that's now. That's pretty good. Gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. I think incoherence is definitely a qualifier. Oh, yes. To okay. uh, let me let you in. Hey, my my wife's out of town. Okay. Oh, so you're you're hitting it hard, oh, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> what Doc knows. Yeah. Hey, uh, BC, oh, yeah. what have you had to drink? What, what are you drinking there in um, in Maui? I drank, uh, I did a hop hangi from Deschutes. It's a bomber. Oh. Bomber. And then I drank some of my beer, and I made some beer, right? When, you, when what? the show was starting, I made my first pipe. pipe oh, the amber. And, I, and then I had a couple of anchor steams, and I just cracked open a fat squirrel. <laughs> Sounds like something they do in Savannah. Go so easy on that guy. Cook that well before eating. No, it's, it's That's what we call Brunswick stew, man. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like sounds like you're not alone. All right, I've got a limerick. I've got a limerick for Maui. I've written as he's telling us about his drinking. This is RJ here. I just drank a bunch of Deschutes and put on my wife's leather boots. I love the BN. JP is my friend. Schumann's got a nice poop shoot. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you uh, all right, Matt. I'm not drunk. I'm not drunk of the week. You're in the running for drunk of the week, though, my friend. Uh, yeah, Goddamn right. Yeah. All right, Matt. Thanks, brother. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna hang up. Put my computer back on. That sounds like a yeah. plan to me, brother. Just remember. All right. Eight 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 four zero one beer. If you want to call and give us a BN limerick for drunk of the week, Beer Punk has one in the chat room. Yeah. Just remember, the only thing that rhymes with orange is door hinge. Oh, never thought of that. Yeah, and it can contain Nantucket, whatever you do. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you want to read us uh, beer punks? Uh, here, you want to take this phone call while I do it? Yeah. All right. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know if it's uh, officially in the running, but uh, there once was a man from Pacheco. He thought he would start his own beer show. He said with a grin to Sean O'Sullivan, this guy named JP is a homo. Not bad. That's pretty, yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. Not bad. Right. I like that. Obvious, last part. but not bad. Right. Well, you know. Uh, caller, you're on the air. Do you have a drunk of the week limerick for us? Well, I'm assuming I'm on the air. You are on the air. Who are we talking to? Don't assume. Uh, this is Dirk McLarge Huge. Oh, oh, hey, how you doing? What's happening, Dirk? Dirk. Oh, just uh, hanging out. He said Dirk. In the hanging out being large huge. Dirk. A clone. Okay. And My limerick is. Go ahead. A limerick for drunk of the week? Uh, whatever. I just barely speak? Are you fucking nuts? This really sucks. 
Man, I'm bringing it weak. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. Way to go, Dirk. All right. Uh, what do you think, guys? Does that put Dirk above Maui? Yeah. Yeah, I think that puts yeah, Dirk up. Yeah, that's good. All right, I bumped you up to number one, Dirk. Thanks, brother. All right, eight 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 four one beer. If you want to do that, we also want to do stump the brewer with the Moon River Boys. Yeah. Um, we've got a couple things to give away. We've got some Moon River merchandise, got some T-shirts and some glassware, things like that. Some nutter. Uh, we've also got some dark candy sugar to give away <laughs> from uh, Dark Candy Inc. I do want to get nutter. I'm, I'm calling uh, totally. my I'm calling my supplier Please, tomorrow. I'll, yeah, yeah. I will wear them in here. I am calling my supplier yeah. tomorrow. We all got to wear them in here. And we're now we're moving into a new air conditioned studio, and and Woo. we're just now figuring out to get nutters. We're a little late. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get shrinkage. Hey man, when we come out for the uh, for the AHA conference, we're gonna have to have like a group nutter photo. <laughs> oh yeah, that'll be our theme. Oh, yeah. Get some serious. Absolutely. Uh, I think club short, night. Short yeah, nutters. that's our club night theme. We're cut off. Well, it'll be from the it'll be from the shoulders down. That photo, short shorts, baby. Absolutely, it'll be nice and warm in Oakland at that time. It'll be nutter weather. You gotta hike them up real high. Imagine a bunch of white douchebags walking through Oakland in our nutters. Uh, Well, imagine just walking through San Francisco in our nutters. Well, then we get a date. Yeah, yeah several. Say, we might fit right in. Yeah, that's different. Here's another one. You want to hear another one? Maybe I should make people uh, entry onto the BN bus. Is uh, you got to wear nutters? You gotta have n- Imagine if we did all the brewery tours in nutters. Oh god damn it! Uh, uh, all right, we'll include that in the in the price of admission. What's that, McGriffis? The kilts count. No, no, kilts are for girls. No, no. Kilts don't no, count. Skirts no, don't no, count. No, 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 that's only if you wear underwear. How about if you that's, hike that's it up real high? Yeah. If it's not as short as nutters, then no. If yeah. you want to wear a mini skirt, I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah, All right, but, you got um, another one from the chat, Justin? JT? Yeah, here's another one. No, no, nobody wants to see that, Justin. Nobody. <laughs> I know. No, they, really they almost want to see it, but not quite. They almost can see it, but not. Yeah, who's this, who's this from, JP? Uh, guest 6214437. Thank you, okay. All That's right. his uh, prison number. Yeah. Um, Doc brews great beer. Justin is no doubt queer. Doc's beer is great. Justin loves to fillet and rumor has it Justin takes it in the rear. Nice. He could have he, he branched out a little. He kept posting and posting, and he goes, I'm going to keep doing it until you read it. Yeah. Like, all right, fine. It's, go, it's good, but I, I it's just, all right. I, I wish shot, it had more than two topics. I thought JP's yeah. delivery sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all in the delivery. Yeah, you want to go to BC Maui like I had a, like a, some skull fracture and as a kid? <laughs> <laughs> fell off a swing? <laughs> I would like to... What I did on my summer vacation. I went to the zoo and saw animals... They were very nice to me. Animals. A, a lion roared. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yeah. <Wow>. Cotton candy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Send your Stump the Brewer questions to the chat room. I got someone on the line. Caller, who are we talking to? Hey, 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 uh, this is Baloo. <laughs> yeah! Baloo! <laughs> well, that was a great limerick. Thanks. Yeah. All right. And it rhymed, too. I love that. All right. You got a limerick for us. I wrote it down a while ago, which is good. All right. Oh, you're a smart guy. What do you got? All right. There once was a drunk from Fort Fun who weighed damn near a metric ton. He thought of JP, who's gay as can be. And downloaded lunch meat at once. Ah, not bad. Oh. Not bad. Not bad. A metric ton. Well, 
Yeah, that's a good effort. All right, I'm going to put you up there with Dirk. Uh, you and Dirk are now in Finally, the running. I mean, I'm, you know what? I'm keeping Maui in there, too. Yeah, Come on, we're was, putting everybody yeah, in the running. He was too drunk to read it properly. All right, Baloo. Good work, brother. Hey, did you notice, by the way, that um, if if you look at the at the uh, the page for that other show on the Brewing Network and you click on the most recent show, uh, there are two photographs. One is the official Lunch Meat logo, and then there is the official Lunch Meat mascot. Yeah! And Baloo is the official lunch meat mascot. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I do what I can. You do, and you do it well, my friend. <laughs> Go get yourself a nut or butter, dude. Yeah. All right, 888-401-BEER if you want to give us a limerick. Uh, we're taking Drunk of the Week uh, limericks. Uh, we're also taking Stump the Brewer questions for the boys at Moon River. I have a Stump the Brewer uh, from Phil Brazil before he logged out. Okay, are you guys ready for your Stump the Brewer Where's question? Where's Phil Brazil from? <clears throat> Uh, France. They've all fallen asleep. Brazil. Oh, no, we're there. We're there. Here. No Googling here. now, all right? Yeah. You got Brewer's Code. You can't Google the answer to these questions. If you're stumped, we got to give them a price. Deal? I, I don't know how to operate a computer. It's, it's okay. <laughs> Fair enough. You can First discuss it amongst man. yourselves. That's true. This is the guy who, when we said ProMash, he's like, hmm? What? Mathematics? Okay, what's the question, JP? What is the... How long did... <laughs> this is great because you can tell he's foreign. How long did the prohibition last? How long did the prohibition last? In years. He wants years and months. He didn't want minutes. <coughs> and months. He wants years and months, oh, but I figured years months is, is going to be hard. He's got years the internet. Fine, sure, right. Yeah. Did he give you the answer? How about, yeah. Because he wanted it in seconds. <laughs> All seconds. <laughs> well, the answer's changing. All right, guys. You want to take a stab? You can You can uh, powwow amongst yourselves. That's okay. Powwow. Yeah, we're, we're talking amongst ourselves. Yeah, but this, this, Justin, this is a math question because it requires subtraction. You know, McGurfus makes well, a good point. I did say I would uh, take out math questions. Uh, yeah, but this is more like a rhythmic panel. But it doesn't really. You know, this is a history question, it, not math. It requires uh, addition. Doc, Doc it, also makes a good point. It's history. Also, I like subtraction. Who, who the hell said addition? The board will allow it. I would like to. Say, <laughs> we'll allow the question. I would like to say uh, McGruffus sounds like uh, 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 who was that? Rush Limbaugh. Overruled McGruffus. Doesn't he sound like Rush Limbaugh? <laughs> Your object. Uh, I think it's degrading. Listen, guys. The fabric I, I of America is degrading. I can't be. Ta- I can't take being called Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> I said oh. you sound like him. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, that's still too close for me. Sorry. I take his money. All right. You guys <laughs> want to take a stab? You have an answer. What what were the dates? <laughs> well, that would, that would so now you want to do the math. That okay. would require math, and I can't allow that. Nineteen, I don't know, to 1929 to 1933. It was after World War II, wasn't it? No, no, that was before. No, 1929. World War I, sorry. It was like 13 years. It was before NAM, I'll tell you that. It was before the Ho Chi Man Trail. 13 years. You know, Sully's going to hate us for this. Yeah, he will. All right. All right, time's up. All right. Guess? Go for uh, it. Go ahead. I, I don't know. Yeah. Just go guess. <laughs> 21 years. 21 years. JP, the answer is 21 years. Oh, it is? Oh, no. great. <laughs> Their answer is 21 Oh, years. oh, I get it. Uh, 13 years, 10 months. Stumped. 
I tried to help you. Oh, we stumped a bird. I tried to help you. Would this country have lasted 21 years without a drink? No, they lasted 13 years, 10 months. They were drinking. They would not have lasted 13 years, 10 months? They were all drinking. This is more like stump the beer historian. All right, so Phil Brazil. when beer was allowed to be poured or when uh, liquor was allowed to be poured? Because otherwise, that's an unfair question. No. Hey, I don't know. Luke, get your own show. Overruled. Overruled. (laughs) When the amendment was overturned. We got a couple oh, other good ones, too. You know what sucks about that one, especially, guys? Is that I, now I got to send a gift to fucking Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Phil. Sem- class, man, <laughs> you know what? They email. all wear nutters down there. Phil, uh, you're, a- <laughs> you're a winner. Justin at thebrewingnetwork.com. Give me the info. Uh, what else we got, JP? You got well, another one? Well, yeah, because they wax. Oh, I just uh, I just deleted them. <laughs> I thought we were done. I'm sorry. You got a full Brazil? I will do more if they got oh, more. Because okay. uh, I've got a couple prizes for Moon River to give out. I also got some Belgian candy sugar. Okay. Candy sugar is the one who ships that okay. price. Maybe well, then, I ought to give them Phil. Yeah. <laughs> then more, more You're stump- no candy sugar. Then. Okay, we're not calling Justin, them. That was a candy sugar question. Yeah, sure. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> we're not calling them Phil Brazil. It's not full Brazil. Uh. Different. Okay. I'll just send it down in the. Jet. I got another one from Henning. All right. What do you okay. Got? Uh, okay. <clears throat> what is the name of the last banquet party Moon River hosted? It would be. Uh, It'd be Guy. Yeah, Guy. Because there's guy, guy. Wow, you guys roll different there. Wow. <laughs> you guys roll like we do. Yeah. In the South. What Are is we... this all about? What do you mean, guy? What, what are you talking about? What kind of, like, the banquet, last banquet that we had? What was the name? Yeah. Specialty thing or something. I don't know, man. I just read them. Right, I'm going to their website. Read it now. again. What do you last, say? Last. Oh, here we go. Oh, I see. Because you guys have a banquet tab. Uh, oh, I see. Oh. Yeah, it was It was guy. Uh, I don't know what his it last name is. I just, I just know his name is Guy. What, sure. associ- what association with he- was yeah, he with? It was you're an organization. You're not on last uh, name R&K basis. R&K Development or, 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 or Nordic Contractors or one of... I don't know. They, they, they've got like four different companies or something they operate under. It looks to me R&K. as if it was the... According to your website on January 29th, you had the National Band Association Cocktail Reception. What? Cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get one? He said tail. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. When, when was it? I was actually there for that one. So. The website needs updating. Yeah, yeah. Hey, John, aren't you in charge of the website? God damn it. Now i got to send. All right, Henning gets something. I'm a brewer. Well, I don't know. It, it, it sounds like he wasn't. It sounds like he wasn't accurate. He just looked on the website, but the website was wrong in actuality. Is there a more recent uh, a banquet that happened? Oh, yeah. Well, okay. The well, then, no, then, then the question oh, is, yeah, yeah, is, yeah. is invalid. Justin, the problem, yeah, the problem is that they've had more uh, uh, banquets since right. the website's been updated. So yeah, okay, that's so it. that's we'll, Henning's mistake. We'll call it yeah. no good. Take another pill, right? Should have known they don't keep the liar. All right, eight 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 four zero one beer. We're still uh, putting you in the running for drunk of the week. Have I got All a call right. on the hold there? No. Brewers. Why is that? Why is that? Why is line one lit up? It's not. It is too. Push the button. Oh, that's a voicemail button. All right, never mind. That's the new call. Um, <laughs> and we got another one. What's the origin of the term pub? You said origin. All right. Origin <laughs> origin of the term pub, gentlemen. It's short for pubic hair. It's uh, short for publican. Public house. Or public. Okay. Publican. Public house. public house, yeah. Public house, yeah. Short uh, for public house. All right. Is that your final answer? 
Public house. Public house. Publican is somebody who operates a public house. Public house. It's a house. It's a house that's uh, public. McGruffin. Hey, I was getting a beer while the question was being asked. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you mean should be answering it while you're being yeah. asked. JP. Uh, uh, well, it, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, not stumped. I'm gonna say agreed. Uh, okay. The answer that uh, O'Neill sixty six would tell me is because it was a location for doing mail town hall meetings, etc. And they also served beer and food. So mail town hall what town hall meetings and uh, basically it's a fucking public mail. house. Public house. Yeah. Not yeah. not stumped. Good job, gentlemen. Good job. Very nice. Yeah. Got a new phone call coming in. You want me to screen it? No, I'll, do just, such a good job? I'll just take it. All right. oh my it's God. Uh, BC Maui, by the way. What's your language? Right. Uh, Maui, we got you back on the air. What's happening, brother? Got another one. I'm still drunk. Okay, good. <laughs> I hope more so. Yeah, that, but I can't do limerick, so. Okay. Have oh, you yeah. got a... Have you, you never a, could, buddy. Do you have an alternative yeah, form of... Irish. Do you have an alternative form Irish. of qualifying? Can you lick rims? <laughs> <laughs> Maui. Uh, rim, rim, rim job. You're gonna have to. Qu- I mean, do you have an rim, alternative? Do you, rim, do you sing? Yeah, sing something. No, fast. no. Um, I can. I, I, do you dance? I can drink. You can drink. <laughs> can you breathe? I've been breathing. No, that's CO2 neutral. <laughs> I've been trying to lower my CO2 footprint <laughs> by not <laughs> breathing. I hold my breath half the by day. Not exa- no, I breathe in, but I just don't exhale. Interesting. Yeah, as uh, Mike White says, that's a choice. I'd put you higher in the running if you could do that right now. <laughs> if you do that on okay, the air. So, ne- so next next time when there's no uh, no breathing or <laughs> oh when there's when is when you don't have to qualify. No, there's no poetry. Can I call in and be drunk? I'll tell you what, Mal, you're up there, man. We, with or without the limerick, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're in the, the running. You're, you're up there, man. Yeah, you're a finalist. You don't worry about it. You're in. But if you call in with the Emmerich, I'd be really happy. Because Don't pass out before the no, end of the program. You might have gotten the no, award. But, Just hang in there. But give it to the best Limerick. I, 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 those are the rules for tonight, and I, I can go with it. Well, it's the whole package. It's not just a limerick. It's a package. <laughs> All right, Maui. Thanks, brother. I still think it's Maui because he, he tried to do it, and he's he so gave us drunk, a limerick. he can't right. do it. We didn't say it had to be a good limerick. No. no. We said you had to call in and give us a drunken limerick. Right. And really, Maui's done that. Well, Baloo is pretty goddamn drunk, too. Uh, but, you know, good competition this week. What? It's going to be tough. Uh I'm wondering if Pinkerton's going to make a comeback, really. <laughs> give me a boring topic. I mean, come on. Right, can you give us a limerick about your twins? Start thinking about that. I want a limerick about twins the twins. Yeah. I just had some twins. I thought they might have up, fins. <laughs> <laughs> because my wife smoked pot. <laughs> See, what See what you can do. Oh, we got another one. All right. 888 beer. We're doing Stump the Brewer. Give away some dark candy sugar. Give away some prizes from Moon River Brewing. You can go to moonriverbrewing.com. Check out all the info that you need. Find out where to get it, what to do, what kind of banquets they're having, shit like that. It's all at moonriverbrewing.com. Speaking of banquets, Baloo's back on the phone. <coughs> What's with the multiple... Uh, Banquet he, Baloo? He There's three st- people out there that are well, drunk? He has a stuff... Speed dial. We've got too many lines. He has One. a stuff the brewer question. Speed dial. All right, Baloo, you want to stump the brewer? I want to stump the brewer. All right, what do you got? Yay. All right. You'll never get this. <laughs> Fuckers. How many double cheeseburgers have I eaten today? <laughs> <laughs> I call 
this, bullshit. <laughs> this is a good question, and I want everyone in the room to guess, by the way. Uh, this is a fun game. In fact, this should be an ongoing BN competition. How many fucking double cheeseburgers no did Baloo eat today? No more. Guess JP's number. <clears throat> All right. Collectively, Moon River Boys, talk amongst yourselves. Figure out a number. I'm going to go around the room here in the studio and I'm see. And, I, I got to uh, qualify. Baloo, did you eat them all at once? Or did you keep going back? Good question. Uh, was this a, in one sitting? One order? I'm not going to give you... I'm not going to give you any info. Okay, no <laughs> clues, can we, Doc. Can we, get, can we get some dimensions on Baloo? Baloo's, Baloo's uh, fucking yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. he, he had an extra large shirt on, and half of his gunt was hanging out. <laughs> okay, thank you. There you he's go. A, he's a big dude. Yeah. He's all fupa. Okay, Shat, uh, what's your guess for how many double cheeseburgers Baloo had today? Six. Uh, wow, six. Oh. Six. I'm going seven. Wait, where are these double cheeseburgers from, Baloo? We talking McDonald's yeah, here? It could be triple. Now, we, we need a clarification. Any place that makes double cheeseburgers. Okay. Well, it could be quite, you know. Well, he must have a favorite. I, I think he didn't have them all at one place. All right, he must uh, have a favorite. Uh, clarification question. Go ahead. Yeah. Over what period of time are we talking he about? He won't today? answer. He says today. it could have been today. Today. all day. 24-hour period. I, I don't understand. you got to answer the question. Yeah, he doesn't. No more. That's all. We, we tried that, too. Uh, uh, there's no rules here. Read us up. All right, uh, DC Maui, Maui says 546. 546, Maui yeah. says. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm writing it down. Tasty, how many do you think uh, Blue had today? Well, I, I'm thinking like, uh, I was saying, I'm thinking four, but I'm going to go with five. Five! <laughs> God yes. damn it. Who can eat five double cheese? Hey, fucking Blue can. <laughs> I can't wait to find, I hope this I, number rocks I my eat, world. I ate two today. You did, Doc? Yeah. Doc ate two double cheeseburgers. I think it's about as big as one. So I noticed you were yeah. looking a little so, fat. But no, I, I got a feeling he went for his personal best All today. right, what's, oh, what's your guess? Bragging. I'm going 12. <laughs> oh, no fucking way. Uh, his personal best. That's like professional he's, eater kind of He's bragging about it today. All right, JP, how many do you think Baloo had? Seven. You think seven? I think seven, man. I don't know, man. Uh, that's a cheeseburger. Double cheeseburgers are freaking well, huge. Well, you're, you know, you're probably Could thinking be a trick uh, question. 99 cents double cheeseburgers at McDonald's. It can't be that much. Oh. Okay. Oh, he's telling us yeah. where he got it. Okay. Huh? Oh, that double wasn't him. That was someone else. Yeah, that's oh, true. That's lady. He's probably pretty Oh, cheap. that was lady. That, that was, was the lady. Said, it's okay. the lady. That was the lady. Uh, he makes a good point. Uh, 260-pound lady. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know what, Baloo puts just, you to shame. Just how Chad likes him. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with Chad and say six. six. I think six is a strong number. All right, uh, Beer America TV and Moon River Boys. What do you think? Beer America TV says eight. Okay. Oh. Moon River. That's available. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, we'll go with eight. Also. Eight. All right. We'll, we'll do a total of ten. Actually, we'll go with ten. Oh, 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 ten. Beer America says eight. Baloo. Baloo never says 10. Got it. Okay. I got it. All right, Baloo. Uh, I bid one. <laughs> yeah. The, going under. The cheeseburger is right. Uh, all right, Baloo. How many fucking cheeseburgers? Did you Double cheeseburger. Double cheeseburger. Uh, um, how many? You're all stumped. How many you have? Uh, Nicholas in the chat in the chat says zero, and that was the right answer. Oh, oh you can't. You, you fucked with us. Disappointing. Disappointing. Okay, how many do you usually eat in a day? Yeah. <laughs> Just six hamburgers, not cheeseburgers. Uh, yes, yes, McGruffus. 
Well, I, I think if the answer is zero, then that's how many things that he gets sent to him. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Because you, oh, you brought a week, Baloo. Yeah, I think I saw that in the rules. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Hey, Baloo, call him when you've had some goddamn cheeseburgers, all right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, There's no I cheeseburger had questions. Cheeseburgers, but I have to have some goddamn beer. <laughs> You know what? That wasn't the question. Wash the, right. wash the cheeseburgers down with some beer and call us back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Call me back when you've hit the jack-in-the-box, all right? God's sake. It's real simple, Baloo. You right. get the curly fries. They're real good. So not stumped. It's real simple, Baloo. No. <laughs> you want to fucking play the game? Fill your face. <laughs> Eat some. I was, I was so hoping to hear that he had eaten like 13 double cheeseburgers today. We didn't ask him how many triple cheeseburgers, though. That's true. Maybe that's might a different number. Uh, we could have called 911 for him. I'll tell you what, man. Back in my fast food days, I could eat myself a couple double quarter couple. pounders of cheese. Sure. No problem. Yeah, I used to love that stuff. Oh, and then someone in the chat room goes, uh, don't you know McDonald's buns are full of sugar? What's really, what dude? Taste Is so that good. what you're worried about? You're worried about the sugar content of the <laughs> bun at McDonald's? The only yeah. thing I'm worried about at McDonald's is um, ain't ready. BC Maui's on the phone. <laughs> Why am I in this line? Yeah, clear the line. Got to keep the got to keep the line clear, guys. Sorry, don't drive. Don't drive through the drive-through in front of me and order a Coke. You're pissing me off. <laughs> and it's usually a diet because they want to lose you know, weight. But, but I'm in the line because I want to go through fast. I don't want to get out of the car. Because you're and, an American. I get it. And, but no, just to uh, brick around for a while and they, the guy they, in the they pull up and they hand them two yeah. cokes and they drive away. After yeah. they, they fucked for change in, in the. In the ashtray. Yeah. For the couple. Get, you also, get your ass out of my way. Doc, you also go to the drive-up ATM, don't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a lot of energy getting in and out of that giant car. I, get, I actually get out of the car for it. Oh, you do? Yeah. But I you drive to. up to it. <laughs> yeah. But you have to get out because you can't reach down from the yes, Hummer to I, the I can't. ATM machine. I, I, almost, I actually almost fell out once. <laughs> Doc's our own leprechaun. I can, of, I can think of a cartoon. We should see how a cartoon of Doctor. Yeah. To, uh, we should give him a stick. That. And he could just poke at the buttons. ATM yeah. stick. I've got a tall car. Yeah. Tall a car. lot of money in the bank. And, and short, short legs. legs. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a good combination. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> oh, man. I you should put money. You should put switches on the thing. And lowers it. All there right, I don't live There's, in Pacheco. There's more stump the Brewers, but they're not ringing. No. Because we're going to get out of here if there's nothing good happening. I'm going to let the boys go. They can finish their beers. So. Uh, how many beers does Pabst brew? Pabst oh. Blue Ribbon? Hmm. All right, we'll take it. We'll, I'll allow it. How many beers does Pabst brew, fellas? That's a tough one. Uh, and that'd be zero because they don't brew their own beers. Oh. Hmm. Oh. oh. Final answer? By Miller. Yeah. Good point. All of yeah. yeah. blue. Yeah. None. JP? It sounds like you know what you're talking about. Well, they yeah. said 29, but oh. if they're not brewing their... Well, I don't know. I mean, you, I think you're getting into a touchy subject because they're Pabst Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. Maybe they don't... They have their brews beard, so you can argue that they are brewed by Pabst because they're contracted by them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's your call, but answer supposedly 29. No, the answer is who cares? <laughs> That's another good answer. That's another great answer. Um, you know, I got to give away some There's stuff, so matters. we'll call them stumps. Right. Who's that? that? Wood. Ribbon. Wood. All right, Wood. Send me. Uh, Wood. Send me an email. We'll call them stuff because I got to give All some right. stuff away. So. Got another one. <clears throat> Which is the best-selling be- brand of beer? Which is the best-selling brand of beer in the Western Hemisphere, outside of the United States? 
Uh, Moonover Brewing Company. Oh, wow. Oh. You guys are doing... I do need to send you a yeah. sponsorship package. Could be right. <laughs> uh, it's true. Do you want to take a stab at uh, best-selling beer? Western Hemisphere. Northern Hemisphere. Outside, outside of America. Of, outside of the U.S.? So. Outside of the U.S. I think I know this one, actually. Do you? Yeah. I want this one. Corona. I think you. I think you'd be surprised at the answer. Molson Golden. Outside the U.S. What's the top selling <coughs> beer in the Western Hemisphere? I think it's a Brazilian beer. Full Brazilian. Yeah, it's Brahma, Brahma job. Yeah, Brahma. A full Brazilian. Brahma job. Br- Brahma's your answer. Uh, yeah. JP, what's the real answer? That's, that's correct. Oh, oh very nice. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm gonna say not stumped. Wow, that was, that, was, that was from Mrs. Henning, and I'm glad she didn't win because she's been spamming it in all caps in the whole friggin' thing. So good there. Does she know she's yelling at you? No and one. then you have Blueber Gleeby Glober Gleeby Glober Gleeby Glober Glober. Uh, we're on the phone. On the phone. Yeah. Glooby Glop, what's happening, brother? Um, are we done the stump the burr? Uh, no, we still. Well, there's still room for stump the burr. What do you got? No, what would you like? I've got an excellent question. What is it? How it's, excellent is it? It's well, about it's Charlie thing. and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> that fucker fired me. <laughs> oh, okay. excellent, dude. I poured sugar for him for 25 years. It's about Bridget the Midget. <laughs> you think I can get her number? <laughs> I, I can't change my genetics. I have a squeaky voice. Okay. You think you guys are the first to make fun of me for my squeaky voice? You're not, okay? Yeah. You know, you know, you know the villain in Who Framed Roger Rabbit? He talked like this. He, I was the impendence for it. I went through goddamn what? elementary school, okay? I don't need to take it from you. Ah! 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 I'm a man. Ah! All right, Blubber, what do you got? All right, squeaks. <laughs> <laughs> what's no, your, go, what's your stump okay. the brewer? Go ahead. Okay, here's talk, stump talk, the brewer. Talk like a man, what though. The, what is the average rainfall of the Amazon forest? <laughs> forest. Not even beer related, but we'll allow it. What's the average <laughs> rainfall of the Amazon forest? There's water and beer. Stump the That's true. That's true. Exactly. There's water and beer. <laughs> and how many hops fall? In the Amazon forest. And nobody's there to hear it. <laughs> Guys, do you want to take a stab? How much how many inches of rain in the Amazon every year? They're not even they're not even gonna validate care. that question. Yeah, I would, whatever. Yeah. I'll take a stab. All right. All right, Dave wants to take a stab. It's all gonna be McGruff gone in two years. McGruffus yeah, wants I'm with you. This one. I'm, I'm with you, McGruffus. If, if my answer is true, even if it isn't the exact number, yeah. does it still count? Sure. Oh, wait, wait, wait. How could it be the yeah, it's greater true than zero and, and not be the exact number? He says greater than zero. More than zero. Okay. <laughs> Stumped. Prove me wrong. Stumped. Just because I got, I got to send Blobber a gift. One hundred and twenty-eight awesome. inches. <laughs> All right, Blobber. Stumped. Uh, I'll send you something. Yay! What? We'll send Yay! You, what is the answer? I'm going to send you a baby tee so that it fits. <laughs> oh wait, you didn't look it up. Oh, a fucking onesie. Uh, yes, I did. I'm gonna I'll send. Email it I'm to gonna you. send Blopper a BN onesie. <laughs> a what? A onesie, you know, with the with the little white uh, foot pads and the little mittens. Feeties. Feeties. Yeah. I'm gonna send you a onesie. I got those. Justin, onesies don't have footies. Oh. <laughs> no, one, actually, onesies don't have footies. Ours do. Blopper, are you coming out to NHC? 
I wish I was. Because oh, I would get you a, I'd get you a BN onesie made if you were coming out to NHC. <laughs> it sounds like Blobber doesn't meet the uh, height recommendations. <laughs> we can't, we can't fly him out in the BN jet. I'm gonna have to send a jet for Blobber. You just have to smell, send a small suitcase, and I would probably fit in it. Oh yeah, is that <laughs> you true? You the suitcase over. Yeah. I, I could see you mailing yourself. Yeah, and female in yourself. <laughs> I'm still a man. God damn it. <laughs> All right, Blobber. Thanks, brother. All right, no problem. Later. All right, you want one more stump the brewer? Yeah, one more. Right. God damn it. What genus and species is lager yeast? Okay, that's uh, that's right up your alley, Pinkerton. Yes. Come Way on. Way to go, film you lab can do it. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just when you thought we were just going to hit you with yeah. another mindless question. A lot of softball stuff. Here comes the hardball. Yeah. Genus and species. Dave's trying to give me the answer here. What? <laughs> no, th- no tongue, man. It's okay. You guys can collaborate. Yeah, yeah. Where's your team? It's not your response time there. No. Old Spurgeon. David, I got this one. Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> oh, you guys are working for nothing. He was just trying to be polite to, to poor David. Yes. Is it the old term or the newer term? I, I thought maybe he had like some sort of twist on it. I see. No. No, no trick question. All right. It might be, but... Go ahead. Uh, are we... Does it does it matter if we're doing the old or the the new? That's what I asked. The old um, one or the new one? Yeah, I will accept a, either. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Well, okay, so give, give us both for extra points. Saccharomyces, Carlsvergensis, or Uvarum. One of the two. JP, I'm I'm trying to read your screen from here as you're on the phone. He's got uh, he's got Saccharomyces pastoranus. Is that right? Can we leave my anus out of this? (laughs) I don't think that answer's right that uh, that you have on your screen there. Oh, pastor anus, isn't that what you get when you're an altar boy? Yes. (laughs) No, that's if you're you're the lucky altar boy. That's all right there. Because he passed your anus. (laughs) JP, that's pastor That's anal. Oh. There's a difference. Pastor prostate. What was the proper answer? That's what it, it's. Uh, that's what it, that's what it says. Uh, Pestoranus. No, it's not. And then, it, it, well, and then O'Neill saying uh, shenanigans. The species names changes multiple times. It's still changing from. Yeah, not stumped from those two. Yeah, not it's stumped. pretty much. No, it's, it's, it's the it's, whole lager yeast thing is Carlsbergensis, but it's all, all Saccharomyces cerevisiae. Yeah. If you really think about it, it's all the same. Not stumped. Nope. Um, and then okay. uh, Wood is on the phone. Hey, you said Wood. What does he want? Wood. Um, I, I don't. I put him on hold to talk to you, and then I didn't. Ask Wood. Him. What's happening, my brother? How you doing, friends? I was wondering if you'd like me to sing you out. Oh shit! Yeah, we do. Although I don't know if we're ready to go out just yet, but yeah, sing us a little tune. What do you got? How about just a little? This is a song I like to sing on Sundays um, when I'm thinking. You know. About, uh, <laughs> friends. Doc, love you. Oh, thank you, um, man. This one, I, I could use a little backbeat, but it, it's cool. It goes a little something. Like this. Oh, there you go. I'll try to do it to be. Oh, sinner, don't you stray from the straight and narrow way. For the Lord is surely watching what you do. If you approach the devil's den, turn around, don't enter in. Let the hand of the, the Almighty fall on you. He'll fuck you up. Yes, yeah, God will fuck you up. If you dare to disobey his stern command, his command. He'll fuck you up. He'll fuck you up. Don't you know he'll fuck you up? So you better do some praying while you can. Not bad, Wood. 
All right. Thank you. Well, if it were sing-along week, we'd put you in the running for Drunk of the Week, but it's Limerick it's Week. Limerick. Hey, you know what? I have my medal. I'm proud of it. I feel good about oh, yeah. it, and I'd like to, uh, you know, extend my hand to you. Are you coming out to the BN uh, party? Right down you can sing your pants. Yeah. <laughs> Wood, I could use a hand job, as a matter of fact, so extend you away. You know what? I have two. So I, you and JP both, same time, you know Ski what? Ski poles, we'll uh, dude. Yeah. yeah. Inverted um, <laughs> Eiffel Tower. What the hell? He's in, did you say inverted? I've never had it that way before. Inverted. Synchronized. Inverted just, synchronized skiing. He just pushes it in you. Synchronized Eiffel Tower. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, Wood. Thanks, wow. brother. Okay, I gotta go wash my face. Make sure you wear a helmet. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> I just right. threw up in my mouth. Just <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. better than McGruff is throwing up in your mouth. That's true. Just to, oh, okay. Are you sure it wasn't him? <laughs> Got another phone call. You want to just grab it? Better than his penis throwing up in your mouth. <laughs> it, you know what? <clears throat> it's the trouser trout. Gotta watch out. Uh, caller, you're on the air. Who are we talking to? That's a limerick. <laughs> Believe it's got a song. <laughs> Oh, okay, Baloo. What's your, all right, you non-cheeseburger-eating pussy. It's what's your song? It's a, it's a drinking-related song. All right. I drink grease. Well, I fell into prison. About a quarter to three, where I found in myself a glass waiting for me. So I filled what was empty, and I pulled up a stool, but he stood in the corner. The old devil wouldn't move. He said, you drink when you're lonely. No, I drink when I want. He said, you'll never be sober. Sure, why would I want that? I only drink to be merry. But unfortunately... Is he still going? <laughs> I, think, I think it's still going. It's over. Oh. Oh, Good job, nice, yeah. Billy. Nice work. Okay. Brought a tear to my eye there. Uh, Is okay. our work here done? Me, me, I me hey, JP? No, I got two things for you. Oh, boy. One, uh, Pale Man yeah. wants me to repeat this question. Not to bring this party crashing back to earth, but... How does the home brewer measure calcium on that level without an ICP? Oh, shit. <laughs> John, you need Chris? Oh, refer to John, please. Uh, I think that I think the lady is in order oh, for this question. Yeah. Oh, it's a lady. A lady. <laughs> it's a lady. Oh, lady. Call more ladies. Cabassier. <laughs> Just for me and the ladies. The way that we uh, measure calcium. <laughs> yeah. Is that uh, yeah. on a homebrew level? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the technical term is the nut fact. <laughs> when you know Chris and uh, know yeah, the ladies. Uh, uh, Chicago, uh, do it in the butt. No, no. No, no, that's the butt. Oh, I also like tennis. <laughs> Uh, I'll take the rapist for 400, Trebek. The rapist. Uh, penis mightier for uh, 300. Oh, God damn it. All right. So there's no answer to that question, I assume. I wouldn't want to hear Unless, of course, you can answer it in the voice of the ladies' men. Uh, then I will. I would love an answer to how would a home brewer measure the calcium in in their water? Was that the question, JP? Um, it just well, um, uh, beer, it's really measured say. like against his dick. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, that's enough. Then <laughs> sounded like John. Please say total random shit. 
Is our work here done? <laughs> no, we got Bub on the line. <laughs> We're we got, not done. So do we, we have an answer to the question? Uh, do you no. want to answer it? You an answer? Yeah, if you know how to answer, how to measure calcium on a homebrew level, go ahead. Uh, the you can buy kits from uh, like Hawk H A C K or H A C H Hawk. Yeah, no, it sounds uh, sounds gross, but uh, oh, uh, that or yeah. um, uh, what's the scientific? What, what, what's that catalog? The ball sack. The one that we use. <laughs> yeah, Simark. Oh, well, anyways, uh, Hawk, we, for years we used a very what? simple uh, titration kit from Hawk. Um, I'm sure you could uh, – yeah. I'd be willing to bet it's www.hach.com. Yeah. yeah, it's something like that. And it's – yeah, and it, it, basically it's – what you want to look for is the alkalinity. That's that's going to be the, the good one. Okay. All right, good enough. All right. Great. Uh, Boob, you're on the line. What's happening, brother? So drunk. <laughs> Do you have a limerick? Though? Yeah, what's your limerick? Uh, yeah, there once was a man from my keister who liked to, I don't know. <laughs> like to, like to hang, I don't know. <laughs> hang around on Easter. It was a good, to, such a good start. Who liked to come back from the dead on Easter? He liked to hunt for <laughs> eggs. You can't. But he couldn't find his legs. I came back from a party yesterday with a cooler of cold beer, so it's still kind of cold today. Yeah. Well, so I drank them all. In the fridge. It's a long limerick. What kind so of beer? I've been drinking. What kind of beer is it? Um, Shinerbach. Uh-huh. Oh, oh dear. There's a lot of <laughs> <laughs> You're desperate. Awful beer. <laughs> it is terrible. Oh, it's kind of a joke. Dear. Can it be awful beer if it's free beer? Who brought that beer? I did. <laughs> <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> I did. Sorry, Sorry about that. God damn it. Hey, how's that pink? Uh, how's that pink? It was, uh, dude, it was for a bunch of people that know nothing about beer. Why would oh, I pay a bunch of money for them to have good beer when they're like, "Oh, yeah, should Bud Light, toss." Did you buy them twice? No. They get a Coors Light and Shinerbach. Coors Light. That Shinerbach will kill a person, man. Oh yeah. I have been fumigating the house. Oh. <laughs> oh. No boy. Oh man. A little attenuated. Too that. much uh, calcium. You spend a little time in the basement. Too much magnesium. Too much magnesium, that's no, right. No, dude, I like yeah, stuff on my daughter's blankets yeah. like totally up my ass. <laughs> I think it's because they... It ratio's off a bit. They, <laughs> they boil that beer too long, that's why. Yeah. It's like two I to don't two. Know what it was. I yeah, what's your calcium. magnesium to calcium count, buddy? Calcium. Yeah, the magnesium, because I'm, I'm sure I'm going to have the runs. There, there's oh. got to be something coming on my ass. Hey, pretty sure they didn't use their China hat very well. Um, <laughs> I know I know you pretty well, and you just better park that laptop right there in the bathroom. Yeah. Don't oh, your yeah. legs, though. Oh, dude, I've already got the ring around my ass. <laughs> oh. Hey, speaking of parking, how's that little Volkswagen Beetle treating you? The, you little, dude, that thing you is pansy. Awesome. The chick car? Yeah? You liking that, dude, huh? Dude, listen, all right. JP, you call the chick car all you want. Uh, all right, Chicks it's a chick car. come up to me and talk to me about my car. <laughs> they I do? Like a big monster truck, I'd have greasy old wrench monkeys talking to me about my car. Yeah, but who cares? You're it's married. It's and, and you know what? You're, you're like the friend who's non-threatening. You know, they know nothing's pretty good. You and your car is non-threatening. Yeah, exactly. The best way to get in, the best way to get in with women I, is act like the gay boyfriend until you say, why are they gay? Why are you gay? Why, you you know, like, why do you have, why, uh, why do you have a gay well, car? Why is my pee-pee tall? I never got a great job from a girl. And then they try to beat it. You know what? Oh. You know what? I, if Ted I kind of like this plan. Oh, thanks, as a matter. He's got a point, JP. We're taking if, notes now. If Ted Bundy had a new VW Beetle, he would not have been 
been successful, okay? Yeah. I'm just going to say But that. he had an old VW Beetle. Really? You're going was to the Ted Bundy? <laughs> very, There's like seven very. people that remember who Ted Bundy is. He makes another good point. Well, JP. then those are seven yeah. really smart people. Actually, I wanted to go over to the... And they're all laughing. ...to the prison and watch him toast Ted, but... Like Tuesday is Friday. It was yeah. it was raining that night. You guys are losing me now. Come on, let's get stay on track here, huh? Yeah. Okay, two things. Two we think this is the meltdown. It's two hard questions. To focus. Two questions for Bub. One, why does Bub always have the runs? And yeah. two, does Bub even good brew question. anymore? Another good two good questions, Bub. Right, go ahead, Bubby, please. We got you. One, um, about seventy percent of the time. <laughs> and why? And two, oh man, do you not take care of yourself? Why is a great question. Oh. I Hot just sauce. have an ass issue. I don't know what it is. And two, yes, I did brew, not particularly recently, within four months or so. Okay. But uh, it really came out under-attenuated and bottled. It just, you got to open them in the sink. And, and it gave you the I runs. I used them to boil broths today. So, Needs so more calcium. We got a limerick for Bub. <coughs> okay, would you like to read the... Li- we're, we've got a limerick for it's you, It's from Bub. Wood. Oh, okay, it's from there wood. once was a retard named Bub who looked like he got punched <laughs> in the boob. Uh-huh. He drank some old shiner, got caught with a miner, and now they call him ass. It's <laughs> <laughs> so choice. And then people want to know if you really like the flower vase on your bug or not, boo. Uh, yeah, I, it's a vase. My mother bought me a flower to put in there for my birthday. So. And, oh. and you put it in there, didn't you? Hey, you know, yeah. what are they called? Because you got to yeah. respect your mom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you know what, though? That sucks. The good thing about that's it is, awesome. is, you know, yeah. your mom's like, you know, Bub, I, I always knew you were a little fag anyway. So do you call yeah, it that's, that's Do you call it the Bub vase instead of the Bud they, vase? They, I drive the highway all the time, and all these fucking, like, gearheads think that they can beat this. It's a turbo, dude. I can totally whoop anybody's ass. Look at Bub. And, Out there know, whooping so ass in his beetle. And, but they can't get angry when they look over and see a yellow fucking daisy in the, in the <laughs> That's a good so point. I, I just totally schooled your ass, but you can't really be mad at me. Do dude. you take it out of the vase and wave it at him? <laughs> you should wave it at all limp-wristed. I do. I wave my... I They're wave still my mad at you. All right, boob. So is now the time on the show when we name cheeses? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens now. Exactly. <laughs> all right, boob. I was told that we would name cheeses. Happens every hey. program. Go ahead. Right. You start. Oh, bummer. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Boop. All right, bye. Later. Uh, all right. Here, all we have left to do is give away our Drunk of the Week. Uh, we are going to allow the boys uh, from Moon River and Beer America TV to uh, vote uh, with us as well. So you guys uh, on the line will comprise a single vote. You're going to need to uh, powwow amongst yourselves. And then, Justin, we can't, can we vote for ourselves? You're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no. Didn't, I didn't hear any limericks out of you guys. I did want to hear one out of, out of Pinkerton. I'm in the BN. I'm in the chat, man. What are oh, you talking? Right. Did, Mau- Maui's on the phone again. All right. Read it now. Does he have a limerick? He does. He actually posted it. But uh, you want to read it, David? Uh, hang on. Hang Ask on. me if he has got, a limerick. Damn it, oh, David. It. Read it. i got to find it again. Oh, come on. On the show known as The BN, there once was a guest with a twin. There was some talk, at, there was some talk uh, uh, of mashed boil and also some diaper, diapers with soil. Do you think the D-O-W, D-O-T-W he'll win? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm picking up what you're putting down, but uh, <laughs> you 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 you, you, you got to have. I don't hear much laughter. <laughs> At least I got the rhyme. Uh, yeah, gotta, that's true. On. You got to work on the flow. You got to have Maui read it. <laughs> Your English teacher would like. Uh, Maui has a limerick. Yes, and he's going to read. As it. As far as I understand. All right, we'll see. All right, we'll let. Yeah. Uh, we'll okay, right. Maui, you're back on the air. What's he happening? Like have you got an, Have you got another limerick for us? Yes. All right. Yes. What do you got? Go ahead. Once you've gone Trappist, you won't go back. 
<laughs> Once you've gone to Trappist, you won't go back to their ass. That's the whole limerick? Well, yes. So you say yes, and so you win. <laughs> it's it's a Done. work it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. I'm still working on it. Yes, Miss Money Penny. <laughs> He's gonna laugh till he pukes right now if we keep him going long enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Once I was a Scotsman in Pacheco. Uh huh. And then I then I saw a gay name. Guy named uh, Pliseco. <laughs> we we st we started a network, and then we were like shit faced. <laughs> and all we do is drink and do radio. <laughs> all right, all votes are off. BC Maui's our you are the winner, ladies and gentlemen. You know Congratulations, he, BC Maui. He made it. Yeah, he uh, he earned it. Yeah. Uh, he worked hard. Uh, you earned. I'm not Irish. <laughs> That's okay. This is not an Irish thing. We're not, well, I won't judge you. No. Are you Catholic? Good. Uh, uh, part, part, part of my family is like Sicilian. My schlag is Catholic, but I'm not Irish. I want the goddamn fucking drunk of the week. Okay? You I'm got it. You've won. Well, that's like a new award. You, you won it. <laughs> I, I want the it. goddamn drunken fucking there, that. <laughs> I want, I want <laughs> that. I love call it. out the Oompa Loompas, get him out of here. Nothing to me is better than uh, than drunks who you who you've you've told them over and over that they got whatever they're asking for, and they just keep asking for it. I love drunks. But I really that. want it. You got I just want to go I, home. I'm I'm taking you home right now, <laughs> but I need to go home. Um, we're on our way. We're like five minutes from home. Why won't you take me to my house? I'm just asking for one thing, and it's home. We're, we're, I'm walking you to your door right now. Your door's right in front of us. Your door? Can we get a burrito? <laughs> cheeseburgers. Exactly. I, I need cheeseburgers. Yeah. Cheeseburgers. How many cheeseburgers? All right. Hey, BC, uh, you're our drunk of the week, brother. I, I've, I've been working hard on it. I just want drunk of the week. And I... And I I appreciate the recognition. Yeah, you get uh, your medal is on the way. Send me an yeah. email with your address. I'll uh, send it to the guy. I yeah. wasn't clear. What do you want? No. What is it that you were calling uh, me for? I want to get on the little bus <laughs> at the NHC. Oh, the short bus. Okay. I bet you do. Well, I'm, I'm calling for like front seat, back seat. I'm calling for like the primo seats on the little bus for in the June or. Yeah, that's what we should do. We shouldn't rent two full-size buses. We should rent <laughs> four short, short buses. Yeah, I thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody gets a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. We no hand out mandatory. As you it as you be in stickers. As you board the bus, we hand out nutters and helmets. Yeah, that's right. That's oh, how you get on. My, my nephew tells my brother. He goes. Oh, those guys—they're getting off of school, and they're gonna go—they're gonna go skateboarding. <laughs> <laughs> How can you tell? Because well, because they all got their helmets on. <laughs> all right, Mal, you're our winner, brother. Send me an email with your address. I'll get you your medal. All right, let's hey, get I, out of here. I got a question for lady. No, you don't. The lady. I do. All right. So, hey, Chris, wake up. You played in a big-time program in Georgia. What and I've met you at no, JBF. What are you, you looking know? for in a man? No, no. What position did you play? No, I was Gordon Center. Oh, okay. So. What, uh, what's, what's this big-time program you're talking about, well, Georgia. Shad? He played for, for Georgia ball. Tech? Georgia. No, Just Georgia. No, no, God, no. I'm not a nerd. No. <laughs> I'm a mile. <laughs> Hold on. I'm a man. Okay. 
Wow. Oh, man. University of Georgia. Bulldogs, you were... Hey. It's a big program. Center? Yep. Center. Center guard. Nice. Little attitude. He's ginormous, this guy. I don't want to mess what with the lady. He, which, what way did you Actually, play? We're about the same size. It's so even more curious. fitting that his name is the lady. That He was a center for Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> Line up behind the lady. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll play football. <laughs> Think how the quarterback felt, right? You know, put his hands Yeah, it's like, it's like, put your hands between the legs of the lady. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there you go. Do I need to take, take that call, down. JP? You most definitely need to take this call. Is it Baloo? And then we're going to end it. Is what it, do you think oh, it is? Is it Maui? No. Is it Baloo? Yeah. Oh, he's going to come back. He started hey. yelling at me. I said, don't even... Blue. What's Yo. happening? Yeah. What's what's the word? You're, you're How many tacos kill. did you eat today? Are you seriously going to give Drunk of the Week to, <laughs> to uh, the BC... To the Maui? Oh, yeah. You, you fucked us over with the whole cheeseburger yeah, bullshit. Just, yeah, you're thing. DQ, baby. took one I cheeseburger. you over? You probably ate tofu you today, you Look, pussy. Blue. <laughs> As little as I am, I'd come over there and kick your ass right now. I'm going to give you another limerick. And right. then there's a guy right. named Doc. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't care about you. <laughs> That's a good one, actually. I like that limerick. I might, u- I might use it on one of our shows. <laughs> I'm sorry, Baloo, but Maui, you know, he 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 just edged just edged you out. Ow! Ow! Ouch! Yeah, well, I'm drinking right now. <laughs> Drink it off. You'll be fine. Keep drinking. Drink till next Sunday. Calls back. Yeah. If you... had all the beer. <laughs> what do you? I had no cheeseburgers. That's cheeseburger, the problem. Cheeseburger, cheeseburger. You know what? That's the problem. Yeah, yeah. If you hadn't been eating tofu all day like a pussy, yeah. then uh, you might have won. And not pissed hey, us off. You. I was at rock bottom. And how many cheeseburgers did you have there? Yeah. Well, call us when you fucking hit rock bottom, dude, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to hang up. He's going to call right back. All right, Baloo has earned himself an honorary spot in the telephone. He can just hang out on the phone anytime he wants. It'll be fine. <laughs> 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 All right, bro, you're going to have to try next week. Maui beat you out. Sorry, brother. Sorry. Out. All right. There we go. All right. Moonriverbrewing.com. Check it out. Uh, the boys talking to us all night long, hanging out, having a good time. First time out of the house, so uh, it was an excuse to come and drink some beer. Is that right, John? Indeed. Enjoyed <laughs> it very much. John Pinkerton, the brewmaster. Chris Lady, the lady, the lady. is uh, the brewer over at moonriverbrewing.com. Hoping to see you guys out here at NHC. Don't forget about John Little McGrufus hanging out in the back there. Dave. And uh, also Paul. Dave. David Little. Dave. David on. Little, whatever. Yeah, it's well, <laughs> the emphasis is on Little. Okay? It's late in the Don't show. Don't worry about it. Dave right. Paul. Good night, John boy. It's late in the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that's not good. Sorry, sorry. sorry David. I'd, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to propose an RV tour with BeerAmerica.tv and uh, the Brewing Network. That's one hell of an idea. I don't want to be in. That would be something. That is one hell of an idea right Maui's there. Now he's calling again. I don't know if you want to And I'm it. dead serious about it. That'd be a freaking... Uh, we yeah, can start on your coast just to make it easy. Yeah, that'd Ooh. be a good idea. It's honestly something we've been thinking about for a couple years, too, doing our shows from a different location every Sunday. Uh, but like the you know like you guys are running into, sponsorship's a difficult deal. So uh, We'll find back. it. It's there. It's we'll find it. All right. Well, you know what? Keep us in the loop because that could be one hell of a of a good trip. That's a luxury hey. tour bus, right? Yeah. 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 The shitter's full. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Pinkerton! No heat on the bus.
No, no, so so uh, when your balls hang in the water, is that when we know when the jitters fall? <laughs> By the way, this now that's when you know it's hot. The third time in a row, Maui's called. He's calling back and calling back. And he already won. Back. I know. Does he, he thinks he hasn't won. I don't know. <laughs> He's like, I just want to win. I don't know. That's it. No, but we're it, out of here. This is the fourth time now. Uh, no. No, we're uh. done. I'm sorry, Maui. You did a strong effort. You won, man. What can I do for you? <laughs> End on a strong note. You can't win anymore. Na, 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 na. How much more winning can yeah. I be? None. <laughs> Don't go away, Matt. None more win. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks again. We'll see you at NHC. I appreciate all the time spent. Don't forget to check out BeerAmerica.tv. You can see the boys doing the thing over there. They do a good job of it. And I don't Thanks for the that. time, guys. We appreciate it. Hey, no problem. Come back. We got. It. We still got to do this yeast discussion. So you guys uh, come yeasty back. boys. We'll do it. We'll do it. The Yeasty Boys. The Yeasty Boys. <laughs> All right, kids. We'll catch you later. Thanks we'll a lot. your harmonies. Cheers. Thanks, guys. No worries. All right. There you go. The boys from Moon River Brewing. Great job. And BeerAmerica.tv. Yeah, uh, oh, Jess. Good fellas. They fit right in, man. You're right, Doc. we got to get them in studio. So. Yeah. That could be ugly. Now, oh. I think Beer Jenga would happen. Next time the gents are coming our way, then... Uh, now it's blue. <laughs> Again? How can I take one and not the other? No, don't do it. Well, you should take Baloo because you know, the problem he is lost. Other people complain that they can't get through to the phone line. Well, it's because t- people call over well, and over yeah. again. Tell these retards. Baloo, what's happening? I will fight BC with my fist. <laughs> For his medal? Yeah, what? I will rip that off his skinny little fucking neck, and I will take like a man. Your brother in beer won this medal fair and square. He outdrank yeah. you tonight. I, I hate to tell you, Baloo. I hate to break it to you, but he outdrank you. And we like him more. You lost in a fair uh, match. What did, what did he drink? Oh, a lot, evidently. Did he, did he drink a case of five barrel? You know what? And some Reverend, He's and probably... some Alaskan, and some Rock Bottom. Did he eat he the neighbor's kid, kid next door? <laughs> no. He's probably one-fifth your or mass. Did, or did he just drink his Zima and fucking uh, smeared off ices? Hey, you can call, you can say what you want, but he, he was drunker than you, Baloo. He beat you, dude. He beat you. You know hey. cheeseburger-eating dick? <laughs> you, he beat the... You give him my number, and I'll call him, and I'll tell him that I drank him all the beers. He beat you, and he made you look like a chick. Oh! You know what? What? <laughs> Should have ate those cheeseburgers, buddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was where it was going. Out. He probably, you know, what he said to me. You know, what he said to me at the break. He said that Baloo pussy. Oh, yeah? He's been drinking oh, yeah? Bartles and say? James all night. He's been drinking those wine coolers all night. Yeah. He, he ain't shit. That's what he said. Oh, yeah, wine coolers like a bitch. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You know, you know what else he said to me? He said Baloo's not even Baloo doesn't even have a gut. Do you call that a gut? That's like he looks like a supermodel compared to me. You know, oh, oh, shit. It's in the archive, man. Listen to it. Hey, Justin. Yeah. Hey, everyone in that studio. Yeah. You, you watch gonna, out. What, are you going to eat us? I'm coming in, I'm coming in June. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what's what. Oh, we'll, we'll see you coming. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Shat just you said that to you, Baloo. That's you a, a he's calling you out. <laughs> you know what I want to do with you, Baloo? And when it starts shaking, you know what I'm <laughs> yeah. You know what I want to do with this kid? I want to take him to In-N-Out Burger. I just want to hug him. Oh, yeah. I want to take this dude give him the quadruple, to quadruple, fucking In-N-Out 4x4 yeah. animal <laughs> style, dude. 4x4 oh. four four animal style. And take pictures. Wow. 
Um, of him in his lunch meat yeah. shirt, yeah. dripping In-N-Out burger all over his exposed gut. A quad, yeah. Uh, Dirk McLarge Huge wants to know if these two fight each other and they both die, does he get the medal? <laughs> we should have a cage match between Maui and Baloo Steel cage match. in the hospitality suite at NHC. Oh, we have club night. I'm down. Yeah, could be down. The middle of club <laughs> night. A ring. Yeah, maybe our club booth. Maybe the BN club booth should be a steel <laughs> cage. cage. Oh, cage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> The octagon. We'll have steel cage matches all night. Yeah. I'm sorry, Blue. You beat you fair and square. I got a lot of chain link. We can like hook. No, it's up. not fair. It's not square. <laughs> More of an octagon. And uh, fuck you. <laughs> fair enough. Ooh. Later, brother. Motor Motor is suggesting drunk of the week mud wrestling. Nah, it's not a bad idea. I don't, yeah, like, I, I don't like that. It is a bad motor. Idea. How about beer wrestling? Make them wrestle in beer. Then, it, uh, then it's, if it's themed, almost anything is allowed. There you go. Right. The NH, the 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 BA or the it's AHA, they can't complain if it has to do with beer. Right. right. You yeah, know. There you go. It's promoting good use of beer. Yeah. If we start doing weird things like fluffernut or wrestling or something, then it's just weird. You can't All right. <clears throat> Maui's calling. We're not going to do that. Uh, I went. To, <laughs> our, last one. Last Ma- call. We're taking. Everybody. Maui, what's happening, bro? Ever. Uh, give it to Baloo. I don't, I don't want a cage match with him. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, I, you don't want any of that noise? I, I only weigh like 180 pounds, you know. I don't want to do that. Four foot two. <laughs> I'm actually negative. Well, give it to Baloo. I can't do it, man. Go, you you earned like it. You know what? And we're going we're to wrap it around metal. you. You got to have it. I don't even think it'll fit around Baloo's neck, <laughs> this metal. Yeah, I'll give it all to Baloo, okay? I can't. I just want to like, buy, buy him a beer. I don't want him to sit on me or anything. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm all okay with him winning. winning. No, it's yours, dude. Hey, own that yeah. shit. We'll, we'll you got to own it. We just put him and JP off on the executive suite. And then we go party. And I think we should do that. I, I, I appreciate uh, your diplomacy, but don't puss out on me, Maui. Yeah. I stuck to my guns for you, and you got to take this medal like a man. Well, man. Well, I'm sober. I'm so- You're sober? I'm drinking. Yeah. <laughs> of course uh, no, you are. No, I'm, I'm, I, once you've gone Trappist, you won't go back, man. <laughs> That's what I hear. <clears throat> All right, Maui. The Orval next. <laughs> Still going. I'm going to take it up the Orval. Right now. Fading away. Tell me we're playing this song. Tell me we're fucking playing this. Are we talented enough to play this? Song? Listen to that bass line. Oh yeah, easy. Oh, won't you come with me? There once was a brewcaster named Doc. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Limerick of the night. Blooper Globber Gleeby. I have to send him a special medal just for that. He's on the phone. <laughs> JP once tasted a Trappist. They didn't know where his ass was. Blue, I gotta go. It's a four-hour show. <laughs> uh, Blooper Glop, yeah. what's happening? Hey, Jay! <laughs> no! Woo! Oh! I just, I just got okay. some Tootie Fruities down at the store. Okay. Uh, nice. Obviously, obviously <laughs> I'm not going to win anything. What's that? So, I said, obviously I'm not going to win anything. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm yeah, you did. Gonna, I, I've got a Limerick. It sucks. Okay. <laughs>
Well, okay, most have. Okay. Perfect. Is it a squeak? Sam you sounds. Are you listening? <laughs> Is it a squeak? Are you listening? Listen to me. I'm trying to. Listen to me. I'm trying to give okay. you a lyric. <laughs> you told me. Here goes the lyric. All right. What do you got? <laughs> did you just get who? Who'd you just get yelled, yelled at by? Who just yelled at you? My wife. Yeah! <laughs> All right. It That's why BC Maui won. It, uh, His wife's not home. It sounded to me like Mrs. Blobber had a deeper voice than Mr. Blobber. Hey, hey, hey! Keep it down over there. <laughs> She's watching a movie on the other on the other computer. She's not happy because I'm yelling. Weird. Tell her to put headphones on. Yeah. <laughs> Tell her, tell she her, does have headphones on, but I yell very loud. And tell her this. There, <laughs> tell her this. There once was a wife of Blobber. Shut the fuck there up. There was once a wife of Blobber. She's looking at me with very big eyes right now. Shut the fuck up. All right, what's your, what's there, your limerick? There was She's once a wife of Blobber. push it there. Once. <laughs> what do you got? What's the second, what's the second part there, Jay? I said once. once. Shut the fuck no, up. What do you, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to tell that to my wife. Now she's got a frying pan not over if, your head. Not if you ever want to get late again, you're she not. She pretty much just told you that in the background. With, hey! All right, give us your limerick. I have to go. What? Give us your limerick. <laughs> this is one okay, that Okay, limerick. Japan sounds awesome. JP can't get even some. Crap, Jay is without money and no awesome. Suck it, Schumann. Crap, Doc loves his goats. What was the question? This is prose, I think. It's not uh, not very limericky. Oh, okay, want some can coffee? I sing then? Yeah, you can oh, sing. Oh, Absolutely. Oh, sure, I'm never going to say no to that. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, wait, I got the lim- the lyrics here somewhere. Uh, I lost them. Ah, I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll just. I'll what, just we need a G chord or something. Dangle your kid outside the okay. the, the, the bar. This is, this is this is a tribute to the Brewing Network. Okay. Is that why it's going to okay. suck? All right. Okay. Nothing compares. Nothing compares to you. That Keep going. Well, I don't know any more lyrics to that song. What? The only lyrics I know that song. Just keep repeating. Sing it in Nothing French. Nothing compares. Try again. Well, wait a second here. Nothing compares. Sing it, buddy. Is this the end of the show? No, no, no. we're just getting started. Yeah, we're doing a whole other. <laughs> All right. We're just getting fired up. Like he's crying. It's a very emotional song for a blobber. It's a heartfelt song. It's the happiest moment of my life. Thank you for the song. Every time I hear the song, I think about you guys. I would like to thank the Academy, but it's hard. I'm a man. I am a man. Ask my wife. I'm laughing my ass off in the floor of the bathroom right now. How's the tile down there? You had to go hide. Oh, it's nice and cool. Uh, your chorus oh, is coming man. up soon. Just hang in there for the chorus. That's all I ask. Too bad, too bad my limerick Suck. is no good. Here you go. Here's your time to shine. There you go. All right. 
sing it. <laughs> Tasty's very emotional. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, Tasty. <laughs> All right, Blobber. Thanks, I brother. I love you too, Blobber. You're very welcome. Later. <laughs> Later. We gotta go, huh, boys? We haven't done a long one like this in a while. That's what I said the other night. Wait. <laughs> I gotta crawl in the attic right now. Yes, Here, you do. In. This one's for you. Stick. No, I thought it was the chorus. No. Fucking Baloo's calling back. No. Yeah. No. no. I, gotta done. Pee. I gotta pee way too much. We're no. done, Baloo. All right. Ah. Don't forget, Sudverk is on next week. Oh, Sudverk. I know them. Yeah, nice lager. The brewer, Jay, uh, Jay Prawl. He's a good dude. A lot of fun. If you thought this show was fun, you were right. But <laughs> next week's also going to be a lot of fun. Jay's a good dude. He's going to be in studio. We haven't had an in-studio in a little while. Don't forget, you can buy books, podcasts, and shirts. Go ahead, JP. And nutters. You can buy Brew Your Own Magazine by hitting the Brew Your Own Magazine link right on the homepage. Get yourself an AHA subscription that way. Visit the shop. Uh, pay attention to our sponsors. They're the people who make this show happen, uh, believe it or not. I, I don't know why they do it after uh, <laughs> shows like this, but they do. And uh, we thank them for it. So they don't listen. make sure you check them all out. <laughs> all right. Doc, are we done? I think we're way done. <laughs> we're past done. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. Cheers. So done.